Welcome to the PulpMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your host, Steve Mathis. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome back to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the strip, right outside the lines. Then if you listen closely, you can hear them roar. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on this Monday night. This is our last Pulp MX Show before the uh, Christmas break. We may do one before Anaheim 1. We may not. We don't know. But last show of 2012. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you to BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Black Ops Moto, and Vivint. Thanks, everybody, for coming on. Uh, Brian Villapoto, Kevin Windham, Andrew Short, Forrest Butler. What a hell of a show that is. Uh, you can call in at any time, 702-586-7857. You can also get this on iTunes. Uh, later tonight, you can get it on Stitcher. You can listen live right now on the TuneIn app. You can get it on TuneIn later. You can get it uh, on the Pulpamex app. You can get it any number of ways. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, my co-host tonight, uh, coming in from uh, Hard Day at Work, no doubt. Uh, he is the lead mechanic on the RCH team, working for Brock Tickle, among other racers. Two-time 125 Supercross champion tuner. Tony Berluti, Tony, what's up? Steve, how are you? Thanks for coming by, bud. Good. Appreciate Pits, it. how you doing over there? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well. I, I was engrossed with my phone. Uh, uh, my bad. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Welcome, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Tits. Yeah. Gr- uh, shocker, he's engrossed with his phone. Mm-hmm. That is a phrase that I've heard a lot. Um, producing the show, holding down, that man right there, the Tits Legendary. Hello. You okay, Tits? I am. You're not used to people talking to you. No, yeah. I, usually you're the guy who, who goes, and that's who I was listening for. Yeah. And it took me a second to realize that you were. No, Berlue's right. good. He's yeah, nice. thank okay. you. Yeah, he's thank a nice you. guy. No, I enjoy you guys both. It's a good time. I love this place. Yeah, and uh, what's up, Watson? Hey, buddy. It's not Kenny. <laughs> he's not here. Uh, he didn't say, hey, buddy. He didn't I need say time that. to get my head on straight. <laughs> um, Watson quit, Berlue. Really? Your team manager. Yeah. yeah you know, we don't really talk much about that. <laughs> or you don't talk at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, we do. Yeah. Once in a while. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he quit. We're, we're working on a co-host. We had Pingree last week. And uh, this week, you, you've certainly no stranger to the show, though. So um, you offer a lot to it. And uh, you've been around the sport a long Thank time. You. So thanks for coming thanks, in. Steve. Uh, hey, don't forget the code for BTOsports.com, which saves you a shit ton of money, uh, is no longer Steve. Tits, the code is Pulpamex now. Yep. I heard that. Yeah, Bubble Max. So when you place an order at btosports.com for your CRF 450, you're going to want to use Bubble Max. Right. A new exhaust, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure what I have on there right now, but, you know. Right. Yeah, we, we don't really know. Um, <laughs> we got voicemails. We got emails. We got the btosports.com tweeted tit segment. Um, coming in, we got uh, Villapoto, Wyndham, Forrest Butler, Andrew Short. Very busy show tonight. Uh, Berlute, let's, uh, let's get in with you right away before our first guest. Uh What's up? What's new? What's going on? Uh, working for Tickle this year. Uh, tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, I've just been down to California testing this last week, and uh, we started building our race bikes. Uh, we're down at Suzuki. Funny deal. I'm. I know. Huh? Comes full circle. I'm 
Put your mic up a little bit there. There you go. Yeah, you work Comes at Suzuki circle, 20 yeah. years. You yeah. work at Suzuki. Yep. Uh, you leave Suzuki. And three, two years later? Three. three uh, years? This, this will be my fourth year with Hart and Huntington. Okay. So yeah. four years later, you're in the same shop. Well, not same shop, but same shop. Oh yeah, because you were there same at the end with bay. Yosh. I'm in the exact same spot that I I left. Kind of nice. weird, huh? It's funny. It's uh, funny. Last show you were on, uh, you were talking about like uh, it's a little weird. There's gonna be a little separation. Is anything? It's getting better. Is it? And yeah, there is some of that still, but uh, things are coming around, and uh, it's great to have Ricky on the team because when things aren't going like they're supposed to have go, <laughs> as far as on their end some of it, some phone calls get made. Yeah, and Ricky just. You know, Ricky's right. not scared, you know. Right, right. So it's great to have him. Yeah, I imagine uh, – I mean, he went right to – from what Kenny was saying, and this isn't breaking any code of silence, Watson said that basically he called Japan to get this deal, to make this deal happen. I believe so. Didn't call Mike Webb, Pat Alexander, Yoshimir, called Japan. I believe so, yeah. yeah. And so and everybody has a boss at some point, right? And, and <laughs> exactly that is right. what it is. Um, and how's Tickle looking? How's it all going? He's what? going really good. Yeah. Really you, good to you, work with. Are you bonding with him, Berlut? Uh, yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time with him, but I think he'll be easy to bond with. Yeah, he's uh, he's very passive. I mean, I I really like his yeah. personality. Yeah, right. right. And uh, Hill, how's Hill looking? That's a question mark. Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. I'm come, on, I, come, I, on, I, hey, come on, Berlin. Come on, Hey, come on. I'm telling you, I <laughs> I don't know. We've been we don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real, yeah. for real. Wow, dude, that's gonna be cool. What a story that will be if that kid. After being out for two years, can can come back absolutely to his old level. Yeah, and I mean, I'm even talking like, I mean, w- w- no one I've talked to has even put him in the top ten. You know what I mean? Like when a full field, a stack field. I wouldn't, but maybe now. Yeah, now. Yeah, for yeah, sure. right. Can you imagine? You know, if, get if back you to see, top 10? if you see his desire and dedication is what's blowing my mind. I mean, he's kind of gnarly on testing and stuff. He's, you know, he's he can be kind of nasty. Oh yeah, but he's he's intense. He's he wants yep. his shit to be better, and, right, he's, right. and he's he he's he's got a goal. Right, right. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that'll be that's a surprise of the night right there, Josh Hill. I think providing he doesn't get hurt or screw up right out of the box, right, he's gonna surprise. He's gonna he's already surprised me. I'm sure he's gonna surprise others. Wow, that'd be cool. Can you imagine the we were just kicking around uh, the conference call about the field, and it's deep. It's deep. It starts deep. It does start deep, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Does it ever end deep? No. no. The pecking order will be established in uh, four races. Right. And the the rider we have tonight, uh, Ryan Villapoto, would he would you put him at the top of that pecking order? You, you certainly can't put him. Nah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Um, you can't doubt it. Let me ask you this, and again, I don't want to get you in trouble because then you have to quit the show because you get yourself, you know, all, we know all that. Right. But how close is your bike to, to Stewie's? Our I mean, bike is going to be unbelievable. It's It's got all I mean, the good stuff so far. Trannies, ignitions. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. We have a, there's, no, there's, a motor, there's a motor program, and it's going to be new to me. I like doing my motors. Oh, well, you're not doing motors? Somebody's handing me motors, so I don't know exactly what's in there, but I know what. Hold on. Swear to God, yeah. Someone's handing Tony Berluti motors. Right. Well, yep. enjoy it, dude, I guess, right? Kick it back. Yeah. you're going to have a lot of time just, on your chassis now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right. it, it's good for me, but I still don't dude, like it, you know? You're you're an intense guy. I've been in many mechanics areas with you. <laughs> uh, um, never, thankfully, on the receiving end of your wrath, but, you know, our buddy Jason <laughs> Thomas has been. And, and I've seen you. You get intense. God help the Suzuki guys if your motor uh, blows up. <laughs> 
Why do you say Jason? What he's what happened? No, well, there? you and Bonnie, remember JT? Yeah, 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 yeah all that. Yeah, yeah, there was some. But there harsh was nothing. Words. Yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, he, but <laughs> well, you I guys didn't have hashed have it out. You've hashed it little out a little bit, but there was nothing um, too gnarly. Uh, but yeah, heaven help the Suzuki guys if your bike blows up, you're going to be angry because again, the motor's not going to be in your hands. Right. You know, I, it's out of my hands. I didn't do motors at KTM for two years, two stroke days. Just didn't didn't do them. Wasn't a plan. And uh, it was weird, especially because on a KTM, there's no linkage to grease. There's no <laughs> clutch cable to lube. So you were like handed a motor, and it was easy. Yeah. It was easy. And then I jumped into the Yamaha thing and started building four-stroke motors. And then we did all of our motors, practice bike, test bikes, factory bikes. We did all our motors. I think we were the last factory team. We did our tires. We did I our remember tires you telling on, me on that Yamaha, back then. You know? That's gnarly. So and he it, just made you do it just to do it. Yeah, because, you know, McCarty, he did Yamaha. He did Hannah's tires in the day, you know? so <laughs> Hey, we all did tires. Well, I know, but I'm saying, like, he just believed that it was a little bit of an easy way out, you know? Um, anyway, so we did all that. And yeah. uh, it's going to be weird, though, for you, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be strange. But, uh, but you know, I, I think uh, they got some good people down there. And providing it goes well, I think we'll have uh, – Everything we need. Yep. You know what? If it's not exactly like James's bike, guess what? It's it's a right. it's a rider. Right. You know. Who have you seen at the test track that you can maybe t- uh, tell the fans on? Have you seen any of the Rockstar Suzuki guys, Millsaps? You seen James out there? No, James is the only one. James and our two riders. That's, oh, okay. That's it. The other guys can't ride there. No. Oh. Yeah. I wonder what they do. I heard the other day that uh, one of Gabor's guys rode the track a little bit. Uh, um, Anstey is he? He's on Gabor's team next year. He is? That's what I heard. And he's on a Suzuki uh, Rockstar? Yeah, that's what I was told. And they, I heard he was on the track okay. the other day. I, I wasn't there, yeah, but yeah, somebody yeah, said he yeah. was out riding on it. But so the so just Stewie. How's Stewie looking? Um, the day I was there, he looked yeah. good. He looked, looked, looked James okay. Um, I texted him to come on tonight, but he never got back to me. Oh, Shocker. imagine that. Shocker. No, he'll he'll do the show. He's done it. When? He's done it. He's done it. Uh, yeah, he's done it. Uh, tits, how many times has Stewie done it? Three? Four times? Yeah, probably about that. Really? Right? Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he's done it. Oh, yeah. Him and Kenny the, get there's, deep. There's huge gaps in between them, but then they they, they come real quick. Yeah. And then A lot of gap. it has to do with his results. Right. If he's winning, he comes on a lot more radio but, shows. Oh, okay. He does a lot there, more there's interviews. There's been a pattern the last couple of years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when he doesn't do well, he is in the gopher hole. Dude, yeah. You are not getting him out for videos, interviews. He is so pissed at the world. He is just not doing anything. Yeah. And he, and he admits it. Yeah. He freely admits it. He's like, I don't want to talk. I got nothing to say. I didn't win. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but dude, don't worry. You don't have to win. You still want to talk to you. You know, it's no big deal. And he's just been raised like that where, dude, winning is all that matters. Yeah, so. winning's the only thing. Um, So, anyway, so things are going well with Tickle. Yeah, and, really uh, well. He seems like a nice guy. He's and, a really yeah, nice guy. Right. I like him. And uh, Dedicated. He seems dedicated, serious, and, right, and right. does the whole training thing and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I talked to the Racer X story on him, and um, he says really that he the last last season on uh, Mitch's team, he ramped up his training program, and he's never done more in his life than starting last year. He was like, all I do is train. Like, all, all I, it's, it's a full eight-hour day for me. Yeah. Whether the eight hours is training and riding or all training or all, only riding or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I guess when these guys take it uh, a little more serious – eight hours or whatever, like a real job. Or yeah, no, he puts his time in out there, doesn't jack around. Right. Um, sometimes I think uh, we stress him out a little. I mean, not not mentally, but he's, you know, rides three days, uh, two two or three days in a row, you know. I mean, these guys need a break. 
Yeah, although they need a break prelude, but you're old school. And Wygant was talking to Jeff Ward, and Wardy was going on about the new guys and how they don't compare to the old guys. Ward said, Ward told Wygant that he, he rode 93 straight days. He was, no. got to a point where he would ride before his flight in the morning. He would, he would ride when he flew in to a race and he'd get his mechanic and then go out riding. Unbelievable. And he said it got to be the point where it was obsessive compulsive and he had, he had to keep the streak going. He like had to do it. No way. He said he rode 93 straight days. Holy smokes. I can't <laughs> believe that. And you're, you're old school, you know? Um, yeah, but I, I think when, if these guys are on a good program and they, and they put the real time in when they're there, that their bodies break down. I mean, especially as hard as these guys are going nowadays. I don't know. I just, I think it, as far as for health and, you know, to yeah. stay healthy, you need to, need, you need to have a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, email from uh, Jimmy. Steve, the first intro song in the show sucks. Van Halen was fine. Got to say the last few shows have been epic, and I can't ignore that Kenny is now gone. Maybe that has something to do with it. No serious arguing or him getting all mad at people got old. Hope you can keep ping in there. Love that guy. Tits and JT and Berluti are awesome as well. Jimmy, when I first heard the opening chords of GNR last week after the second commercial, I was pumped, and you redeemed yourself from that terrible first song. Dude, no one likes my first song after coming out of the commercial. It's, uh, it's a Canadian band. No oh, one, yeah? No one likes it. Oh, okay. Um, Mike sent this email, and the dynamic between Kenny and you truly made for some radio gold, and he may be tough to replace. Having a guest such as Ping or Baluti make for some great shows, but their schedules will surely prevent them from a full-time gig. We don't know. We don't know if your schedule will prevent you from a full-time gig, Berluti. Yeah. And now that you are famous, 12K plus Twitter followers, you're famous. He thinks I'm famous. It will be even tougher to find someone that isn't just looking to swing from your sack and will cause as much on-air tension as Kenny has in so many shows. <laughs> to help narrow the field, I put together a short list of people that may fit the bill for co-hosts. Brittany Chisholm, Josh Hansen, Gary Bailey, Mark Pellegrino, and Carmichael. Thanks for another <laughs> year of great shows. I don't think Carmichael's doing the show. Oh, What, uh, what about 100? I, I mean, we can try. I talked to Eric Johnson the other day and, and again, said, hey, see if you can smooth things over with Hanny. He didn't think so. <laughs> he, did, no. he didn't act like that was possible. Uh-huh. And, Eric, and Eric loves Hanny and likes me. So, uh, hey, let's get to our first guest right away. Uh, no slacking on this week on the Pulp Mech Show. Monster Energy Kawasaki's defending two-time Supercross champion. Ryan Villapoto, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Hey, Tony Berluti's in the studio tonight. Ryan, how are you? All right, you? Good, good. I don't know if you heard the news, what, but what, Kenny quit. What's the, yeah, what, what's, what's going on with that? I don't know if I like the show anymore. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I like it anymore, to be honest. <laughs> He he just uh, you know he decided to, to get on with his life. He's growing up. He's getting old. So you're stuck in a rut. Uh, no, no. We had Ping last week. We got Berluti this week. There's no rut over here, bro. No. No. Hey. Uh, all right. Why are you? Do you? Are you that difficult for all the radio shows to get on? Like, are you? Do you do that to everybody? What you did to me? No, only you actually. <laughs> My God! You, for the people who don't know, it's like trying to get this. Guy yeah, but out. you're 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 all up on everybody else's nuts. You know, I, I just I don't feel the love from you. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Do you know how many people say that I'm up your nuts because I'm at the Cowie truck all the time? I get that from other people. 
Well, that's because we're the, we're the coolest truck out there. So whose nuts am I on? I can't keep track. <laughs> You're not on mine. Oh, my God, please. I just don't know why you make it so difficult. I'm trying to give you press. I'm trying to promote like, you. You're on Stewie's nuts. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, that's Berluti. Berluti's now teammates, Suzuki teammates. Stop it. Ooh, yeah. No. Berluti loves Tickle right now. I'll tell you what, big Tickle fan. Um, all right, RV. Please don't, please don't give me any trouble anymore in the future. Um, what's new? What's up? Nothing. Just hanging out here in Florida. Yeah. Uh, getting ready. It's uh, clock is winding down. Dude, so. it is. It's crazy. I started I, making my flights the other day. I, Florida. Poto, you're up a little late, late, aren't you? That's why. Dude. Yeah, he wanted me to Dude. come on this show at 10 o'clock. I told him no, bro. I said, I'm, <laughs> I'm not coming on this show at 10. 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Oh, my God. 10 o'clock. Really, guy? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this, I'm up to like ten, I'm up to like 11 doing this show, working on this show and producing it. Yet to yeah, producing. but you're you're the media. You're you know. Listen, you um, should be doing should be doing the show while riding the elliptical. <laughs> I've, I've tried, just it's not working out. Um, hey, so how much time do you did you spend in Cali testing? Like how long to work on your settings? I know you got new show of suspension, Berlut. You saw that? Yeah, show stuff. On yeah. There? Um, how long did you take to work on your settings before you just said, okay, I'm going to Florida. See you guys uh, January 5th. No, I, I mean, we did, uh, did some testing out there. It was like, uh, I think two, two weeks, two, two weeks, I think of, of testing. And then actually, um, we're, we got the guys here now, um, this week and we're, we're testing out here. Um, you know, just doing the kind of like the fine tune, mm-hmm. more like race race conditions out here, just to make sure we're we're uh, where we need to be, and then uh, right. and then we're, we'll we'll call it good. Uh, you know, Berlu, you're a baller when the team comes to you in Florida. Yeah, like that's that's what they do with uh, what with the number seven with the seven. Yeah, yeah. Everybody goes and Chad. Chad was on the show last week. Oh, yeah. and they do that with yeah. him. Oh yeah, team owner. They all go to Florida. Yeah. Good place. You know you're a baller when when they come to you. Well, yeah, they're you're they're the best. Um, not everybody can pull that off. They wouldn't do it for Timmy. Uh, they wouldn't do it for Timmy. No. Yeah, they would. No, they wouldn't. Um, so okay. I just seen Timmy landed in California. What, what, what was up? With, where's he going? Oh, he's working with the forty one. Oh, okay, okay. I okay. mean, is, is that going to affect you guys at all? I know he felt weird about coming by the truck when you know the forty one was was winning and was, you know, charging hard. He felt a little weird about coming by there, but. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, right. You, you know me, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good. I'm good with whatever. I know. Other than you when you're up on everybody else's nuts. <laughs> Dude, you got to quit. I mean, honestly, I had Dungy's mom tell me I need to spend less time with you. Ooh, we, so, they don't have an espresso maker. We have an espresso machine. <laughs> they do. You're right. Um, and always have cookies, yeah. and always have like treats and things. Treats. I mean, look at Big P, dude. He's he's like, yeah, he's as bad as you. I know, I know. Uh, hopefully, I'm welcome in 2013. I haven't discussed much with Dan and Reed, but I hope I'm able to come by. Hey, yeah, I look, think we're good. You're 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 defending Supercross champion. You won a shit ton of races last year. You won the. You came back to the Monster Cup after your knee injury. You looked 
fantastic. What do you, what do you or Alden, what do you work on to improve? I mean, do you like address an area where you think you're weak to get better at? I mean, I can't imagine what it could be, but is that something that you do each each uh, off season? Oh yeah, I mean for for sure, Monster Cup was uh, for us. Um, not necessary. I mean to, to kind of see where where I was, but I mean with the big switch with suspension, kind of to really see where we were under race conditions, mm-hmm. and and you know we we definitely achieved that new. I mean we we were only on that stuff for two days before that race. We right. did the you know. Those, it was a very not that it was last minute. It was just that we did a, a full on like you know test and like the whole the whole nine yards to yeah. to make that decision and, and everything. So um, you know we were only on there for two 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 days and we went there with uh, you know the intention to see you know where we were, which we we, we right. figured that out. And uh, you know so it was a good test for us. It was uh, for me. I was pissed, obviously. Um, winning, the, winning the first one and, and yeah. was winning the second one, and then there's just a mistake on my part. It was a little shadowy over there, and uh, and you, could, you, know, you I, I I came in there a little hot, I think, and and you know the yeah. ground was the ground was a little wet or like it was a little slippery. And you cut the start though, the first one. Uh, let's not forget that. Yeah, Jake pushed me off the track. <laughs> um, Berlut, you got the Air Force. Yeah, we do. You got the Air Force. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you like about the suspension? RV, what do you think it does better than your KYB stuff? Um, I mean, it does uh, a lot of things better. Does it really? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't. I'm not asking you to talk shit on KYB. It obviously you won two championships. You won more than that yep. outdoors. No, it, it does. I think it does a lot of things better, and I think they have um, more options for us. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the people that work there at Showa are, are also very good and mm-hmm. it's not like they weren't good at KYB but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, sure. I just think there is I think there's a little more resources there for for us to, to use um, and it you know everything that I've seen so far I'm, I've yeah. been very impressed with. Um, Berlou do you see the air forks affecting the front tire change with these guys or affecting what they want in a front tire? Anything? I don't know I, 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 I mean the first impression is that these things turn amazing yeah so it's possible you can go what, yeah. back to an 80 compared to a maybe, 90 or maybe something. Maybe you go back to an 80 or maybe you go for more aggressive or something. I don't know. What, what's, what's your take yeah, on that, Ryan? It just, I don't know. It depends on rider, rider preference, front tire. You know, for me, I run the 51. So, I mean, everybody knows. Right. They can see my tire. I run the 51 pretty much anywhere. I ran it at Vegas. Is that a, is um, that a 90 or an 80? I, I'm almost positive it's an 80. Um, I run the eighty fifty one everywhere. Like yeah, you know, no everybody, what, right. everybody can see it. It's not a secret, but yeah. um, that's just what I I run. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of stayed the same even through all testing and everything we've been doing. It's been the same. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you've got a question for uh, Ryan Villapoto on uh, on really anything, um, so everybody's out of Florida testing. Everybody's there right now. Mikey there. Oh yeah, Mikey's here. Oh man, I'll tell you what. No yeah, we talked about you. We were we were talking uh-huh. shit on you. Oh, you guys were talking shit on me. I wouldn't expect anything else. Was it? Yeah, we, yeah. Was it something to do with Stewie, or was it just basically? Yeah, yeah. Right, always. Right. right. Um, yeah. Hey, what do you, what do you think about going into this season? Obviously, um, is, is Justin Barsher going to be somebody to worry about? Is he going to be 
a guy that uh, you think could step up and potentially challenge you. A lot of us idiots in the media seem to think so. And obviously uh, he won Monster Cup, which is pretty damn good. But uh, what are your thoughts on the kid coming up, or Dino for that matter too? Dino Outdoors. No, I mean, I think, I think Justin's the guy to watch for sure. I think he's going to be good. He wrote good at Monster Cup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, I mean, obviously the bike is, is a bit different, you know, it's, it's, he, he, he shows that he can ride it for mm-hmm. sure. But, you know, we do, we do, I mean, it's a lot more racing, you know, 17 rounds. It's, there's just a little more that in, in entails, you know, to, right. to racing the 450 plus, but for all out like riding, you know, riding ability and being able to ride it and, and all that, I think he's going to be, I think, yeah, he's going to be a guy to watch. Right. Right. Uh, what about Weimer? What about your teammate? How's Jake looking and riding and, uh, and all that? Um, he's somebody that obviously got on the box a bunch last year. Um, when we talked about a potential who could grab his first win, Weimer's name came up. Weimer, Brayton and Barsha seem to be the three guys that we think could maybe grab a win. Do you agree? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's riding good right now, and, and I think, um, you know, for him also the change with Shoa was, was a good change. Um, and, you know, I think just have to see where, you know, you never know where, where we're at until we get there, you know, right. like, you know, we're, we're, you know who's, who's made major improvements. Obviously we know that there's going to be the, the key guys, and there's about four or five of us. Um, and then, you know, then the, the other, the guys behind that, those are the ones that kind of, you know, you can really see, okay, well, this guy made a game this year, this guy, you know, whatever. but I right. think he's, he's right good. And I think he, he should do good. Um, Hey, do you realize that you are four wins away from being fifth on the all-time win list? You know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> do you know, RV, that you have the third highest win percentage in Supercross history. Third highest win percentage. Yes, the amount of races that you that you win. Okay, who's first? Stewie. Okay, and then and then, M- who's and then MC is one percent ahead of you. So where was RC? RC is one back of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is uh, one time I did an interview with Berlut. I did an interview with RV, and I said, dude. You're like second all time in lights wins behind like or third behind Barnett and and uh, Ricky, and he's just like, no, nah, I didn't know that. Outdoors, outdoors, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like, do you understand that you've won? Nobody's won three titles in a row except for you know Ricky and Barnett. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> just no idea, RV. <laughs> you don't pay attention to this stuff, do you? No, I mean, I kind of pay attention to the like you know like. I don't know the odd conversation when we call, come across, like, let's start talking about. Oh well, you know, well, I, you know, I'll be like, oh, where am I in the win list? You know, but no, it's not really. Yeah. Those aren't goals. Those those aren't things that I want to. Well, I mean, for sure, I want to win. That's that's right. obviously the goal. But those yeah. aren't things I'm going after. Okay, I need to, you know, win, you know, X amount this year to then, right. you know, come, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, I don't Do you, I don't pay attention to it. Is it? It's kind of it's kind of cool, but. Yeah. You know, it's, it's whatever. I know. You just, you just, uh, also, too, uh, you know, won the Des Nations moto overall on a 250F. Just doesn't, RV just doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. That was a feat. That was um, awesome that day. Do you know, uh, you're, do you know that you've podiumed 63% of your races? Do you know that? How many? 63% of the races you've made the podium. 
that you've entered in the, in the 250 class, 450 class. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the phones. Craig, what's up, man? You got a question for RV? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just wanted to know how hard training was in the offseason compared to how it is in the regular season for you. Good question. What, what changes for you, uh, Ryan? Obviously, we don't have to travel. Um, we don't have the stress of, of tra- uh, the stress of racing, of traveling. Um, so, uh, you know, just during the week is a bit heavier. We ride, we ride more, um, you know, there's just more training involved. So, uh, it's definitely more, is it much harder? I mean, it is, but it isn't, you kind of get used to it. Um, and then, but by the time you're really into it and really, you're really used to it, it's, you know, obviously we're winding down to the season now, so Mm -hmm. we'll kind of start to taper off with some things. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Craig? Is that it? Uh, no. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, Berlut, uh, you've been around a long time. Did you know Berluti started ranching in 88, RV? Oh, yeah? 88, bro. I think that you were born that year. Jeez, come on. You don't have to date me like well, that, Well, I'm just Steve. saying. You've been around a long time. Yeah. Who does RV remind you of? Old, old school guys. Old school guys. Yeah, like, does his riding style... I know it's hard with the two strokes, four strokes thing, but is he Do you remind you of anybody? You, know, you, you got me on the spot, but I've probably thought about it in the past. Um, yeah. I can't. I'm not. What do you What do you, what do you got? Uh, I mean, obviously, with the uh, with the hard charging, I, I think of like a guy like RJ. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of he had more finesse. I think uh, RV's got more finesse than RJ, but sort of that aggressiveness too. You know, it really stands out. Yeah, well, I mean, I know they're kind of the same era, but him and him and him and Ricky remind me a lot alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmichael. Uh, hey, did, has Ryan? Have you ever rode fifty or what ninety three times in a row? Ninety three days in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Ward told us he rode ninety three days in a row. RV, have you, have you ever come close to that? No, I have not rode ninety three days in a row. Well, do you think maybe you're just not as tough as Jeff Ward? Um, I mean, you got to be pretty tough to ride 92 days in a row. That's for, that's for damn sure. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's pretty heavy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Al's on the phone. Al, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. You got a question for RV? Hey, yeah. Uh, it's a question for all of you, I guess. It's, uh, I guess, a bench racing question. I'm curious if you were to throw RV into the 2006 MA Outdoor Series, if he would be able to beat RC. No. Oh. Wow, that yeah, that is total bench racing. Uh, <laughs> is Timmy still raced? Yeah, Timmy's on a triple X Honda, right? In 06? Yeah, uh, I, I take Timmy if he's healthy. Um, well, he didn't, did he, Steve? What's that? Uh, no, he won. Yeah, he did win that championship. No, um, I also am curious if you can, if it's fair to use Chad Reed as like a benchmark for that too. For what? The Chad was around, right? And then in and uh, eleven, Reedy did pretty well, right? Yeah, 06 was uh, Ricky won. Chad was basically second every week, I think, right? Did he do outdoors in 06? Or did... uh, yeah, he did. And um, Stewie got second a lot, too, of course. Oh, yeah, Stewie. Uh, Stewie on a two-stroke? No, he was on a four-stroke 06. Okay. I can't I can't remember that far back. Sorry. All right. Well, anyway, just like speed to speed, I'm curious how you guys think our view would be against RC in his prime. Okay. All right. What do you think, Brilute? No, I think it would be a battle. Yeah. For sure. Um, thanks, Al. All right, sure. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, Al, hung up on you. Um, what else, RV? When do you come to Cali? 
Uh, right before Christmas, we'll come out there. Really? So, yeah. Uh, and then just ride the Cali track and get ready for a one. Do you stay out the whole month? You're doing the whole thing in Cali then for a yeah, month and a half or whatever? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can, but it's it's tough to go back right. and forth. Hey, uh, I want to ask your opinion on the, have you seen those Inside the Outdoors, the the new TV shows? Yeah. What do you think of those? Are, are they too depressing? Are they are they making our sport look bad? Are they what's your thoughts on those? I like them, but Well, I mean, no, I don't think they're making our sport look bad. Okay. I think that um the only thing I think they may, you know, could have I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just no, I don't think I think it's good. I think it I think it's an, you know, an eye opener to the public. Right. But he, you know, maybe they could have alternated one of those scenarios because they, you know, and like one of those, you know, you know, depressing, if it's depressing, you know, whatever scenarios with maybe a good scenario. So then, you know, maybe the public side, which obviously all of us know, we're all in it. We know that no, it's not all like that. um, Our sport is, is, our sport is actually, you know, it's it's a great sport to be involved with, obviously, you know, but, um, you know, by just watching the TV show, it may give uh, the wrong impression right off the bat if you don't know, yeah. if you're someone that just happens to catch the show. I mean, even even the Weimer one where his dad talks about putting the farm up, but then, you know, Weimer made it and um, and repaid it, which is a great story. It still seemed depressing. <laughs> A little bit. Which one was that? Is that recent? That was recently, yeah. Oh, really? That was last week. Is that like? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, what? I don't think that was, you know. But four obviously, five. there is some gnarly what? What awful, what scenarios no. out there, and and maybe he can alternate it with something that was, yeah. you know, like a really good one, and we're seeing yeah. a really bad one, really good one, really bad one, or whatever. Maybe, you know, maybe they can just so people, just so people that maybe do catch it and then tend to watch it. You know, throughout the whole episode or the all the the whole season or whatever, then they they have an idea, a better idea of you know that it's right. not all like that. Maybe but they, I, I think it's good because you know nobody wants to just see the the racing side of it. Yeah. They want to. I mean, they want to. You know, it's reality TV today. They all want to see, even <laughs> though even though, even though how staged it is, and 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 that's not staged. But I'm saying a lot of this shit on TV yeah. is 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 staged really bad. You know, and it. They they do a good job at making it seem like it's real, but really it's mm. not. It yeah. is yeah, yeah. it is fake. What a, I mean, they could show you swimming in your pool of money, for example, as a as a benefit, <laughs> as a positive to the sport. They could say, "Look at this guy swimming in hundreds, hundred dollar bills." Right? No, hey, no. You, you just did. You won the title. You just did a three year deal with all your sponsors, dude. Come on, I mean, more power to you. You should you should make all the money you can. You're awesome. But I'm just giving you shit. I mean, let's face it. Uh, that's um, awesome. Uh, what does Jim want? No tits? What, about the TV show? We just talked about the TV show. It was something about if he felt like the people, the industry people, if they're complaining, oh. if they're, something was valid. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to take that question. Right. Um, Ryan, what's up? You got a question for RV? Yeah, I was just wondering if you ever moved back to Menifee, California. Um, I don't know. My, I, I mean, we still own the house there, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, right now it's permanent residence in Florida. You should move to oh. Vegas. Why don't you move to Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You could do some, some great football bets every, every weekend with dude. me and Steve. Yeah, you hang out with me and Berluti, dude. Yeah, I will show you. <laughs> no, Steve needs to move his, 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 his operation into somewhere over by us, and, we'll, and so we can, like, you know, come into more studio more often. Uh, I'll just tell him that now, but then we won't ever yeah, show exactly up. Exactly right, exactly. The only guy that would show up is, is Nick Ways told me the same thing, and I believe he would show up because he likes this shit. But other than that. I would show up. I don't like it. What, you can't you can't show up because you're only when you retire because you're gonna get you get you would, you would get in trouble you, you you know you would start saying things that would get you in trouble I like it but you know well I what you're saying that I talk I what what you're saying I'm I'm I say Just, the wrong thing you're very uh, um, you're very candid and I think uh, uh, on the sh- if you did a radio show all the time you possibly could get in trouble. You know, we did just we did just we did just lose a co-host, and he claims that that was part of the reason because he said too too many of the wrong things. You know, yeah, maybe like Alessi running a big bore and and you know things like that. He he had to apologize for. So well, I mean, it's just it's just good radio. <laughs> it is good radio. You're right. Um, hey, so you sponsor him? Who, who's that? Alessi. Alessi. Motor yeah. Concepts uh, X Brown goggles. He may or may not yeah. use. Um. What about uh, the um, – oh, you, you lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, three-year deal. Are you done after this? Can you see yourself retiring, speaking of retiring? I don't know. It's three years away, but I have a three-year deal. We'll <laughs> see. How old are you? Right now or yeah. then? Uh, then or right now, and we can do the math ourselves. <laughs> 24. <laughs> 27, you know, that's... 24, that's all you are? I know, right? Unbelievable. Dude, imagine, like... 24. If you, if, you, if you did retire in 27, that's like... That's Stanton and Barnett quit when they were that age. Now, it, I don't think even Ricky was that young. I think Ricky was older when he quit. Like 28, 29, right? Yeah. That's, I mean... I mean no, he wasn't... He wasn't... He, I don't think he was... He definitely wasn't 29. No? He wasn't? No. I don't think so. I think he was... Thought he was. I I had thought he was like twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Jim, no, you're probably right. You're probably closer. Jim, do you you don't think RV seems thrilled when he wins? You no, know, you know it's funny. Hey Ryan, how are you doing, bud? All right, you. Hey, pretty good. Uh, I know you're a big outdoor guy, and I know you buy a, a gun every time you win a race. Not and anymore. Coming, no, he doesn't do that what? anymore. You don't do that anymore. He should be. Nah. Well, I that, mean, I already currency. have a double wide safe. I don't know how imagine, many more I need. Can you imagine your arsenal? That'll be like currency here in the future. Well, I mean, I future. guess the way the country's going. Or, yeah. You know, stop it. Both of you, stop what? it. Seriously, that's what I'm – That you wait. Go build your bomb, your shack there, uh, Berluti, and climb in. No, I'm just telling you, guns are – that's when the money – isn't worth anything. That's You'll right. be exchanging they'll just, guns. They'll just quit making. They'll just quit making ammo, and then we can use our guns as sticks. Ah. That'll be, that'll be good. Well, that's what you need. So you probably collect ammo then. You got enough guns, you just collect ammo all the time. <laughs> okay. All well, right. Well, Anyways, what's up, Jim? What's oh, your question, Steve? I mean, yes. you guys are ridiculous. So, Ryan, when you get done uh, with your racing career, you need to move up to our state. You'd fit in perfect up here. It's a great place to live. Coming from a guy who lived in Southern California. 35 years and raced every track down there. Um, California's a, a mess now. You need to get out of there as soon as you can. But my question is, um, why sometimes do you seem like you're just, like, 
you just don't seem real happy sometimes on the podium. Even when you win, you seem like you're you're distraught or you're you're just focused on something else. What's going on in your head up there? What's going on? Well, I mean, we just did twenty laps. Heart rate one eighty, one ninety. You know, you just come off and. I mean, not to say that it was a blur, but you have you, know, you just, have gotten flack for your podium speeches before, and you've addressed this on the show. So you, you're you're not. Yeah, happy about I, that, I mean, and it's just it's it's kind of it's kind of like um, I don't know. You just it's like that blank stare type of deal, you know? Like I, I'm not, I don't know. Like yeah, it's all well, it's good, but it's it's like right when you come off the track, everybody's pumped, everybody's happy, and then. You know, then it kind of settles down, and then it's, you know, it's almost like, okay, let's just, you know, rest type of deal. Yeah. I, I get well, what I get what Jim's saying, though. You're not, you're not ecstatic, but, you know, whatever. What should I, what should I be doing? Jumping up and down? <laughs> well, well, I mean, from <laughs> a fan's <laughs> perspective, like my wife and I and a couple friends last night were talking. We're, we're so pumped that, you know, A1's coming. You're one of our favorites. Okay, we love so you. How about, how about this? So, so how about this? You can get, so go, go, go look at someone that just ran, a t- do a 25, you know, a marathon, you know, whatever it is, 26 miles or whatever marathon is or or an all-out bicycle race, you know, you know, sprinting bicycle race or a sprinting run, yeah. and then and then let them calm down, let their heart rate come down afterwards, and then stick a camera in front. They're going to be yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't. I, I disagree. I do. I, I'm not trying to bust your balls, dude. I just think that the way it's perceived is like you have that look, like I'm over this. I'm done. I want out of here. Where. Your fans want we want to see that you're like excited and that you're you're really happy about what you just accomplished. Oh. What happened there? I'll get RV back. Oh yeah, get him back. All right, Jim. Uh, we hung up or something happened with our lines. Jim, you got to turn your radio down. Jim. All right, Jim's gone. Um. So you lost them both. We lost them both. Did you oh, hang up on, no. on Kevin Windham? Kevin Windham. No. Wait. There we go. Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. What's up? Man, chaos it sounds like right now. Well, you yeah. guys are making you guys are making Villapoto mad. He's hanging up on you guys. You can't get me on the line. What's going on? I don't know. We we fell apart. Watson left the show. We fell apart. Um yeah. This guy was pissed because Villapoto doesn't seem excited on the podium. And he has a point. R- RV does sort of just rant, rant, you know, rhyme off the sponsors. But Yeah. I mean, you know, you've been you've been in the game a long time. Um well, there's there's two levels and those those levels that uh, you know, you see those guys that 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 win like Villapoto has been. Uh right. a lot of times it seems like they almost do it via an avenue of hate at some point, you know. <laughs> RV's um, back on the line. RV, what's up? Wyndham, Wyndham and you bled over, so we just brought Kevin in, and we're addressing your hatred of Wyndham. Oh, nice. N- nice. What's going on, Kato? What up, RV? How's it going, man? Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. So, anyways, you were saying, uh, Kevin, about how... Why not? Let's ask, what's, what's Kevin say? Okay. As usual, let's hear what Wyndham has to say. It's probably very <laughs> smart. All I said was that you know I think a lot of the riders that win a lot they what what motivates them a lot of time is 
it's like uh, a lot of it can be a, a hate thing, you know, like you're, you hate to lose, you, you, you know, you, the level that, that some of these guys are training at um, is, uh, you know, one where, you know, it's hard to get off the bike and just go on to, uh, you know, a, a podium speech where, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I, I see what the what the caller, whoever said it, can say about it, but at the same time, you know, shit, I wish I had a little bit of myself. I'm, I'm kind of like the easy-go-lucky guy where, I need to have a little bit of that uh, anger before, you know, like when the gate drops. Dude, there's 19 guys trying what to take you out. What do you mean? We go knees, at it in know? practice. We go on. We go at it in practice all the time. Yeah, like like you remember that time in Houston when I was in front of my hometown race and I was trying to like get the fastest spot and you kept wanting to one up me. And like I'm yeah. I'm the old guy. Like you right. couldn't cut me like. You couldn't cut me a tenth of a second slack, Harvey. At his home race. I know, dude. I know. I know. It's it's tough. Because it's like you come around and you'll see it, and you, okay, you're still second. Okay, okay, you come around and you just and you throw down a burner, and then and then after it's done, you look back up at the board, and you're just and if you don't get it, you're just so pissed. But I yeah, but it, how pissed? Like I said, hey, how pissed are you when it's the old fat guy that has it? <laughs> right, I was just gonna say that. Wyndham, fourteen. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm I'm good with I, I'm I'm more good with you having it than like. Than Dunge or, or James, like I'll, I'm totally good with you. You can have it all every time. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment <laughs> or an insult, K Dub. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'll take but, it. But uh, no, I told him. I told him go out and run, run a 20, twenty-five, you know, twenty-six mile run or a sprint the road bike race or whatever, and then let their heart rate come down and stick the camera and in mic in front of them. They're gonna they're gonna go from doing one eighty, one ninety heart rate down to like low and us just like almost relaxed time, you know, there's there's not there's not any energy, there's not anything to you you exerted everything out there on the track. So when right. they put that camera in front of you, there's nothing else to give. Well, let me ask let me ask Kevin this. K Dub, there was a point uh where you were winning a lot like R V uh not that long ago. Do you do you do you see what Wind or Villapoto's saying or Orion's saying about maybe taking it for, I don't want to say taking it for granted. It's a bad choice of words, but do you know what I mean? K-Dub, I mean, there was a time no, where I, you and Chad, I mean, there's, yeah. there's things that, you know, and that's the, that's the cool part about our sport. It takes, it takes a little bit of all of us. I mean, and, you know, uh, when you look at someone all the way from one spectrum with Michael Lessey to back in the days when Tyler Evan was out there doing his thing and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, myself and RV and Dunge and all those guys, I mean, they're all, uh, bring their own little thing to the table and uh you know they all have fans that really appreciate them and i think it you know, just helps this motocross supercross thing go around so you know i'm, right. I'm cool with it I, I i see his point you know mm-hmm. um I, I never really got to that that level i was just kind oh, of stop it uh you know well no 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 not not the level like as far as i won my race I, you know i'm yeah. not a champion but I, you know when i won my races i was so freaking tickled pink to to win it was like damn i hope this happens again i think you know mm-hmm. guys like uh you know Carmichael and stuff. Uh, you know, I think he left early. You know, honestly, I would have expected him to ride a lot longer. But I think that the level that he brought himself into that sport was not as enjoyable as what I what I have in the sport. You know what I'm saying? So I can see why. Yeah. Oh, for you know, sure. Well, why that that level of you know it's a love hate. You know, you love to win, but man, it's like to to do it. Well, before we got you on, Kevin, uh, you know, we just asked RV about he's, he's three year three year deal now. And he's gonna be twenty seven years old when the three years is up. I could see him being like Art Carmichael and being super pissed that he can't win. Let's say in three years, his prime is passed, and I don't even know. Maybe it's not, but 
in three years, if RV isn't winning, I think he's like RC where he's going to check out. Not like you or LaRocco or Timmy or whoever that are going to be pumped to still be racing. Do you agree? I agree. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't see why he would from where he's at right now. I mean, right. and I think that he's got a lot of races ahead of him to, to win and to do good. And, I mean, hell, dude, I, I think I can still win. I mean, not on a – not on an everyday basis, but I still, you know, right. hey, when when that's taken away from me on whatever level I've always won on, yeah. I mean, I've only won 18 or 19 main events, but whenever I don't feel like I can do it anymore, I mean, right. I'm not going to be out there just for a transfer, you know? I mean, I, I like to do that, <laughs> cool, but that ain't the only reason I'm out there. I still, you know, in my heart think that I can do it, Yeah. but, uh, you know, sometimes the mind slows down, but, you know, what? right now I'm just... Happy to have another season under my belt. I'm, I'm drinking my uh, redneck energy drink. I'm, I'm drinking a, uh, <laughs> a eggnog and Jim Beam. So things, things are good for me right now. <laughs> right. Well, uh, RV. I mean, and and you know, we talk about in the media. Of course, us idiots talk about the big five and the big guys and who can win. But uh, if Wyndham Wyndham's on the board in practice and then he grabs a start, uh, you got some problems, right? I mean, he can ride with anybody on his day. So this is something you got to think oh, about. Oh, for sure. Right. Especially especially Houston. Right, right. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting for a top 10 in Houston this year, by the way, boys. I haven't crashed out of there twice in the last two yeah. years. Top 10. Make the main top 10. That's all I want. Man, scale of 1 to 10, uh, Wyndham, about you missing New Orleans last year. Uh, God, what a bummer. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, to miss the home, hometown. Yeah, you would have been, uh, been good at that track, too, because that track was – that track was terrible. <laughs> well, you had, you had the <laughs> you had the best show of it, man. It was like a, a main event or a heat race. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all right. Um, RV, man. Well, thank thanks for coming on the show. Unless you want to wrap with K Dub anymore or stay on, but I don't want to take up too much. No, time. you've already kept me up past my bedtime. It's nine fifty now. You're killing me with that. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, thanks for coming on, Ryan. I appreciate it. Um, I'm sure I won't see you till Anaheim, so uh, thanks for everything, and uh, good luck uh, in the coming weeks, man. All right, later, boys. Uh, Happy holidays. All right, you too. Peace out, RV. Later, man. All right, later. Uh, Wyndham, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Sorry to yeah. steal your spotlight with, with RV, but uh, Tony Berluti's. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, Tony hey, Berluti's yeah, in the house. What's up, K-Dub? Um, uh, okay, so 2013 Supercross season. I started booking tickets today. Uh, K-Dub, I can't believe it's fucking here, basically. Um, what do you think? How you feeling? We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, the new bike, testing in Cali, uh, you're in, you're at home now, but. I am. And you know, it's, uh, I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't really pumped to have a new bike at this point in my career. I was thinking to myself, like, man, I do not want to have to start over a whole uh, testing, you know, deal. And I'll be honest with you, that, that thing was by far the best test the best initial test and and kind of uh moving forward every every other test that we've done has been so successful and just uh felt awesome so I, i've been uh really enjoying it mm-hmm. and uh it, it kind of came as a pleasant surprise to me because you know I'm, I'm i'm like you say i'm getting to that point where um you know it's fun i'm enjoying it but man a, a workload of a, of a new bike can sometimes right. be a bit taxing but this thing was a smooth transition and uh it felt great um yeah because the 2009 CRF, all new bike. Uh, even Honda guys will admit now that they missed the mark a little bit on that. Uh, a lot of you guys struggled with that thing. Yeah, that was a tough transition, and right. uh, you know this this one's not. But apparently, I was way off the mark with my 2012 suspension because the, the <laughs> chassis is definitely different. And 
my 12 stuff works better on my 13 than it did on my 12. So hmm. um, <clears throat> we just took it right off and, and bolted it straight on. And, uh, you know, things things are going well for us on the, on the suspension side of it. And, I and love having I, that whole thing work. I love interviewing you because you're one of the best interviews in the pits. And you're an honest guy. And at this point, there's not a whole lot that you're, you know, you're not trying to play mind games with anybody or anything else. <laughs> and, and, and you, no, sir. yeah, you're just a mind like, game. right. You're like whatever. Uh, uh, but you told me I got to make my stuff stiffer. It's too soft. Uh, I'm not able. To, I watch those guys and I go way higher than them. And I, I don't think you did that. Did did you did you do it? Did you make it stiffer? Like uh, we we were working on making it stiffer. Yeah, okay. but the problem was as we were making it stiffer, I was gaining weight. So I guess at the end of the day, it probably didn't amount to much. <laughs> right, but. Uh, <laughs> No, we we always thought to. I mean, I know my short shortcomings on on the suspension side, and the guys keep trying to work me towards, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting it stiffer. But I mean, I feel like I kill the whoops. I mean, I, I really feel like I'm one of the best in the whoops. But the way I set my bike up and to go through those, I'm I'm suffering on some of the some of the G loads and some of the rhythm sections and stuff that I probably need to need to stiffen up. Mm-hmm. But uh, just to find that happy medium across the board, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're really right there. Uh, how long did you, how long did you go to SoCal for and test or are you all done with that? When you go back out, if so, when do you go back out there? I, I imagine you probably hate it. Um, but, uh, talk about that a little you know bit. What? I, I actually love going, I love, I love being there. Should I say the to and from is, uh, is, is, you know, a little bit tough. I, I joked last week about, you know, really the, the three things I hate about racing motorcycles, it would be. You know the crashes <laughs> yeah. and the the difficult part of staying competitive with all these young kids coming up and those damn carts that go up and down the airport talking about you know excuse the cart that's <laughs> bringing people to and from the planes you know I mean yeah. that's like the three worst parts of my job <laughs> and uh, so I mean the, the travel wears me out but once I get out there I, you know I enjoy it other yeah. than the fact that I got a lot going on here at the house and uh, yeah. you know four kids and and uh, wife takes a, takes a little time as well. Do you do you stay in Cali the whole month? Are, are I th- aren't you one of those guys that go back? Don't you go back home? Oh, I, I go back and forth. Yeah. If I can come home for two days, I'll go. I'll come home for two and, and turn around and fly back out. It, it doesn't matter the amount of time. I just uh, do you think that hurts you at all? I mean, obviously, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, right. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. But it's just you know, family. I used to stay yeah. there six months, and then it, it went to four, and then it went to three, and you know, now it's just you know whenever I have to. Yeah, yeah. When you when you have to, Berlut, um Working at Suzuki with uh, K Dub and Pastrana must have been something else at the test tracks. Yeah, it was amazing. Right. Travis would always get mad how Kevin was just perfect for twenty laps. <laughs> right, right. You know he'd get fired up. Uh, you me- do you remember that at all, Kevin? I do, man. Uh, riding with TP was was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, you know that was uh, I was actually one of the. You know I think about when I think back on my career. Of course, starting out with you know I got dumped on a team with John Dowd. And uh, Jeff Emig. Shortly after, uh, we had um, um, Bradshaw was on there. We had Doug Henry on there, and like right. here I am, like this little snot-nosed sixteen-year-old kid that thought I, you know, was ready to rule the world. Uh-huh. And uh, running with those guys was was a lot of fun. But uh, you know, once TP and I ended up on uh, Suzuki there for those couple of years, and you know, all that off-track shenanigans with with he and I, it was it was a good time. And yeah. uh, you know, he he always was. He was always like, "Man, I just can't believe what you can do on the bike." But you know, which was great on on the on the test tracks. So just yeah. uh, trying to translate it into sequence <laughs> or whatever was the hard part. You're yeah. like, "I can't believe what you can do on the bike, Travis." <laughs> yeah, 
pretty much. Yeah, we were always trying to push each other to the limit. Uh, phone lines are lit up, of course, for you. Uh, so let's hit a few of those calls. Damien, what's up, man? You got a question for K-Dub? Yeah, uh, I was just wondering. Well, first I had a little story, if I can tell that real quick. Yeah, sure. We were at, uh, we were at uh, San Francisco the last year they were there. I think it was '09 or something. Uh, and uh, we come up. Me and my wife were walking through the pits. We come up. I don't know if we were in a spot we weren't supposed to be or what, but we kind of walked up to K-Dub's pit. And it was right as he was coming out for practice. And he, like, comes darting out of his little his little pit stall right there. And he's, like, runs right in between us. We're standing there. And uh, I'm a K-Dub fan. My wife was a Stewart fan at the time. And, and I'm, like, awestruck and trying not to geek out. <laughs> and uh, he looks over at her. And then he looks at me. And he looks back at her. And he's all... Morning. And then his mechanic jumps on the back and they split off the practice. And I looked at her, I'm like, you're not even the K-Dub fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, uh, man, the guy's a dog. But, uh, it was a good story. I laughed. But um, uh, the, the question I had, I guess, was, um, you know, everybody everybody loves K-Dub, right? So what's your, what's your best, what's your best not a fan story? Oh, yeah, where okay. You had somebody just totally be a dick. I imagine probably nobody now nowadays. At least I don't didn't think so. But there's got to be someone in history, dub that just uh, was not a fan at some point. Um, as far as from from a fan standpoint, I've, I've you know everyone's been pretty respectful. Uh, you know I think that uh, in some of my darker days, you know when I didn't really actually come come through the dark side yet. You know the O2 stuff. There was some people that were were a little disgusted with with where I was at and. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, here recently when I came back to uh, Paula when I was riding uh, the factory Honda for, for whenever they had so many people get injured uh, back a couple years ago, I was riding my, my hot lap, and uh, I was coming out of the back section, and you know, I'm just kind of glancing with my peripheral vision, just kind of taking it all in because the, the fans are just going nuts. I mean, even back in the Glen Helen days when I came back and right. made a run at, run at Carmike. I mean, Southern California has always been just nuts for me at the Outdoor Nationals and stuff. And I don't know what, but out of like the 40-some-odd thousand people that were there, I spot this one guy that's just flipping me off and, and thumbs down at me. Like, just, everybody. So I'll stop, and I'm like, you know, I hit him up with the, come on, man, are you serious? Yeah, like, and he just kept, he stayed with it. So I talked to him a little bit more during the parade lap, and the parade lap, and he started the thumbs up ever. Really? Yeah. That's and that was, that was the, probably the, the best and most recent time, but uh, where I actually had, Right. I had a chance on my hot lap to pull over and kind of ask him what's up. But You're like, dude, I'm not racing. I didn't I'm not racing full time. I'm just here for helping out. Uh, I'm I'm certainly you know uh, having fun and <laughs> what 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 the hate? <laughs> yeah, just just straight thumbs down, dude. Yeah, no, and and, no and flipping me off. Right, and at the same time, yeah. Uh, thanks, Damien. Uh, anyway, uh, it happens. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, back to uh, back to the season. Hey, are you running that new helmet from Geico, or are your is your deal with Showy? Uh... No, I'm 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 still with Showy. You're still Showy guy. I'm okay. Yeah. Showy guy for life here. And um, so, yeah, are, are we going well with that? So. Are, are we still on track? Uh, 2014 is going to be your last season. You're still you're still thinking that. Um, that's what oh, you, you, you know, said. It. Yeah. You know we are, but I, I got to be honest with you. Um, and I don't want to overanalyze it, but. You know, you crash at, uh, well, I crash yeah. several times in, in, in 12, crash out at Houston, and then uh, make a, a spectacular recovery uh, to the Monster Energy Cup in which I crash on a four foot double right. out of a corner and uh, KO myself. So, you know, that kind of has you come back to 
Mississippi and, you know, kind of kick the can for a little bit. Uh, and I'm not liking what I'm coming up with. But, I, you know, I want to give give myself a, another good shot and, yeah. and, and try. But, I mean, i got to be honest with you, I can't just keep hitting the ground like this. It's, it's, that's not a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. well, you're, you're, you're two wins away from Jeff Ward uh, for eighth all-time. Um, yeah. And you're uh, – what are you in all-time? You're like – 10 back of Larocco for um, 10 or 14 back of Larocco for all time starts. So I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you've got, you've got some milestones to, 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 to make forward to, yeah, to get to. I talked to, I talked to Larocco about the all time starts thing. He's like, yeah, go for it. Dude, it doesn't matter. They don't even give you like a, a bag tag for your luggage or something, you know, like the million mile traveler. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's, there's nothing, but it's just like a, a figment of, of people's imagination well, of, I guess, uh, like a polite way to say, hey, you old bastard, you, you know, congratulations for sticking around so long. But, um, you know, Rock and I talk a lot about, about trying to hit his record or, or break it or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at this point, if I keep falling or something, maybe I can, maybe it'll just so happen in the cards <laughs> that, you know, I stumble right upon the same number and just yeah. done, you know. But uh, uh, it's, it's been a good run. Just to be in a 200 club is pretty damn cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I never thought it would go this far, to be honest with you. Uh, I was looking at the – of course, I'm in the media, so this is my job to look at these stats and, and do these things. Uh, Jason Thomas, seventh all-time in, in, in starts made. Who's your statistician, Nick by Way, the way? fifth all-time. I add them up. Oh. So you're your own statistician? Uh, yeah, well, I got some help from, from Danny Hartwig on this one, but okay. I, I did add all these things up, yeah. So just uh, just curious fans out there. Um, man, we got to take some of these calls. Hey, how about party in the pasture? Are you doing that this year, Kevin? Oh, we did. Uh, well, we had to, we had to take a rain check, but we're going to bring it back next year. I uh, I'm right in the middle of open. Well, I just finished opening uh, my third plant fitness health club, and you know oh, I was wow. kind of gearing myself towards this retirement thing. Uh, but the the plant fitness side has taken off pretty quick, and um, still still trying to race. So now I'm uh, like I'm working double duty. I'm I'm uh, you know my wife's in the gym working out. My kids are running through the hall right now i'm trying to figure out what they're doing up because they're supposed to be asleep <laughs> on a school night what's going on um, here? Where, where are they all at you said you got three of them four four of them hey, oh maddie just lost the tooth my, my uh oh. nine-year-old soon to be 10 <laughs> put it under the pillow <laughs> tooth fairy tooth fairy's coming tonight uh our lines are lit up we got to get to some of these calls uh Dub, I know I said I wouldn't keep you this long. Can you stay a little bit longer? We'll take some calls. Oh, hey, man. I mean, Monday Night Football is a beatdown right now. So yeah. I'm all good. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, I definitely thought it would be closer. And sorry about the Saints. Talk about a beatdown. Oh, jeez. Ooh, man. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm just so much, thankful I was able to go to Miami and watch him win the Super Bowl. How much does Peyton being out of the Saints, how much is this Sean Peyton, do you think? Or is it? are they just getting old and just not that good? I mean, I, you know, I don't know, but you gotta, you gotta think that he's probably sitting at home and like every, like he don't, you know, he loves Drew and I mean, he loves the team. I think he loves the city. I think, you know, I think he's a, a good hearted person, but you gotta think that a little piece of him going, yeah, that's right. They need me. Yeah. Cause his contract's up too, I believe. So, yeah, you know, yep. he's maybe the most valuable guy on that team a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, head coaches are important. Hey, something we've been asking, uh, we asked RV this. Did, have you been watching that Inside the Outdoors, the show? You know, I, I haven't, but I just heard, okay. uh, I, I just heard that uh, this last episode was, uh, was, was a good one, was, uh, yeah. or at least a, one of the most, more recent episodes about uh, you know, the trials and tribulations of uh, parents and Mother's Cross and the struggles. And yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I wanted to get your take. On I mean, that. I don't, yeah. I, I don't like that. That you know, there's so many you know effed up stories, but right, right. Um, it's good for people to see all that goes on, you know, because uh, you know 
us in the industry know for sure. You know, we've seen it, dealt yeah. with it. Yeah. It's uh, always interesting. I've talked to you about this before. Your dad was sort of like a couple years of Yamaha. He was there, and then he's out. He was like, cool, I'm going yeah. home. Because I could get a rental car, he pretty much uh, pieced out, you know. So it was, uh, he, he was good, man. He he knew his place, and uh, you know, I think it helped for our relationship. Now, I mean, he he does live here uh, on on the farm with me at the place, and uh, you know, we have a great relationship. He's uh, he was you know seventy seventy three. So is he really? Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Rocking and rolling and uh, still kicking. So uh, oh. yeah, we 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 had a good story, and uh, you know, racing's been awesome for us. Uh, you know. Not going to bad mouth or complain. You know, I, my my sister in law was actually talking to me about that today about the the stories. You know, I'm like, yeah, but how many families are really just screwed up anyway? You know what I mean? Like, right. Everyone has that, you know, brother, sister, you know, in law, whatever. Something somewhere down the line. You know, I don't know how much it really is just racing. You know, I mean, obviously, you make a lot of money at a young age, which always uh, complicates uh-huh. the the issues. But you know, there's issues there in every every family. You know. Yeah, like it's hard to say. Like uh, Kenny Roxon went on Twitter today and was was talking about uh, these these riders, these kids getting rid of their parents and getting with these trainers and how wrong it is. And you can kind of make it by a case by case basis if your parent needs to go away or not. You know? It's yeah, I actually I actually followed that. You know, and I, I saw Ricky say that you know that he agreed with Chad, which I can't say that I disagree with Chad, but at the same time, you know, Jean, uh, Miss Jeannie Carmichael was around like right, you know, like crazy, and you know, I think that was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've talked to Ricky a bunch, but not not ever much about racing. To be honest with you, we always talk about other stuff. But um, you know, I, I can't see how he wouldn't feel like she was a huge part of his yeah. career. You know, I always think so, though, like it, it, it yeah. is definitely case by case. Right. I always feel like Ricky and and I spent some time uh, at his place uh, in '99. Like he thrived on his mom being a taskmaster. Like she was really yep. mean. She was like, "Hey, you need to do your turns. You need to do your corners right now." Yeah. You know, and he got mad, yeah. but he would do them. And he's a rare individual. You know, I feel like uh, not not a lot of people. Would very respond. rare. Yeah, he's yeah. a very rare individual. <laughs> not a lot of people would respond to that sort of that thing. But anyways, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, we got we got to get rid of we got to get rid of these calls here. Uh, Jake, Jake, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Windham, it's an absolute thrill to be able to speak with you. Um, last time I spoke with you was in uh, Hangtown when you took Carmichael's winning streak from him. It was uh, a total thrill. Um, right. And you actually you, you actually gave me a jersey, which was probably the coolest thing any rider's ever done. You know, it's like that was a big a big day for you, right? You know. Um, oh yeah. So thank yeah, yeah. So, sure. so, so thank you very very much. Um, what you've done for the sport is just tremendous and i think we all owe you you know uh kudos so again thank you um besides that you know just kind of curious um on off note when like the off season came around how did you train or how do you train uh well normally uh i mean depending on what part of the off season you're talking about because it's a little bit hard question to answer the beginning half, I do it with with twelve month curls and on a wakeboard. But as I get you know deeper into <laughs> into the season, I uh, you know I start training. I actually have some guys here in Baton Rouge uh, hooked up with a, a bicycle team, um, cool. doing a lot of road biking as well as uh, mountain biking. And then you know once we get into, I started riding late September this year, so you know I got September through, well in a typical off season, September through you know January to kind of get ready, which is is a lot of time. So you know it's. Um, the one thing that I, that I do 
um, appreciate. And uh, even though I'm older now, you know, I think after doing it so many years, it's like I get that muscle memory. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm as good a runner as I once was. I mean, I can, I, I clank and rattle and stuff's about to fall out of place when I run. But you know, I think when I get back on my bike, I just it's just at home and that muscle memory and stuff. Yeah. So uh, I feel like. To go through the motions is, is not that difficult, but it's, it's important for me in the off season to, to spend a little bit of time getting out to California, riding with the guys like, uh, you know, even the life guys on our, on our team. I mean, I think yeah. everyone knows and can appreciate the, the 250Fs and, and certainly the, you know, my guy, Johanda, stable, stable mates that, uh, yeah. and it takes me going out there to make sure that I'm, you know, hitting my marks and, and you know, racing the clock, you know, to adequately, adequately and, and riding well. But, uh, you know, transition from from the boat, the wakeboard, you know, days out on the lake, spend spend the summer with the family back right. to the uh, right back on. Season. Thanks. Uh, gotten easier actually. Thanks, Jake. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Enjoy the evening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks, you, yeah. You know, like Larry Ward told me, Triple X Motor Triple X days. He was like a top ten guy. He he told me one time he's like, I haven't ridden in weeks. I'm like, what? He's like, nah, I've been busy hunting, and and I'm like, but you're getting like eighth and tenth every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't ridden, in, yeah. He's like, I got practice. And I'm just like, wow, big bird. And he's just like, you get old enough, you're like, eh, fine. Couldn't believe it. Still remember that conversation. I'm like, Larry Ward doesn't practice. <laughs> so, um, uh, we got Mike on. Mike, what's up, man? You got a question for Kevin Windham? Yeah, I was wondering what happened to your rain dance that you're going to do at Daytona if you made podium? Oh. Well, they never, they never came back to the, uh, to the inner, to the, uh, I don't think they interviewed me after after the uh, podium, did they? I don't remember. For some yeah. reason, I think they didn't. But I, I kind of had one dreamed up, and you know, I kind of yeah. generally not that comfortable doing any sort of dancing. Certainly not a rain dance. But if I had gotten <laughs> an opportunity, I, I was going to have to muster something up after being put on the spot like that. But uh, if I would have known that I had to dance, I wouldn't have sprayed my champagne. I would have drank all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to me do one at the next bar. race, then. Well, what's that? You have to do one at the next race, then. Gotta make a promise. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm sure the sure the fans would love to see me embarrass myself again. Kind of similar to whenever I had to sing Red Solo Cup at the freaking awards banquet. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, Mike. All right, thanks. Um, you know, we got to talk about this, and I'm sure you're tired of talking about it, but fans love it. The transfers in the opening ceremonies. Um, you still you bringing them back? Uh, well, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that uh, this might, you know, we had a caller a little while ago to ask about when I got booed. I think this might might be, you know, the next era of uh, K-Dub booze, you know, because, I, you know, I want to do them. Right. And, I, I, I uh, you know, their value is huge, I think, to, yeah. to me and the sport and the fans. I mean, because I, I, get, I get so much feedback from that. I mean, you know, yeah. you can generally no. tell what's making an impression by how much feedback you're getting. And, and yeah. I mean, that, that's coming in like crazy, but... You know, I have an issue with it whenever I go to meet with Feld during opening ceremonies because you know they tell every rider during a during a uh, riders meeting, you know, hey, you're going to come out tonight with your bike or with your out your bike, and you're going to come from this area. Mm-hmm. But when they start having when they start having their own meeting for me after the riders meeting, saying, look, <laughs> you're going to come out from here, and if you bust your ass doing this jump, this is what we're going to do. Okay, the lights are going to go dark. Uh, the, the mobile medical unit's going to come out, and, and we're going to pick you up, and the lights are going to come back on, and we're going to start over again. And, like, kind of from that day on, I was like, dude, like, this is bad when your sponsors and, and uh, yeah. you know, the promoters, yeah. you know, telling you the exit strategy when you're on the meat cart, you know I mean? It's like... <laughs> um, they're, 
they're getting a little out of hand. Hey, Berlut, like, do you, are you down Ooh. there, Berluti, for that? Yeah. Sometimes? I, yeah. What was it, Dallas, that huge one? Was Dallas a I, Dallas one? Was just re- Dallas just, was just ridiculous, but yeah. uh, there's been several. That Dude, was cool. Now you did it perfect, though. It's like you feel yourself, K-Dub. You feel like, I need to do it bigger and better every week, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, that time in Phoenix when you were looking at that, I'm just like, no. No, <laughs> don't do that. And then you talk about how there's a spotlight in your face. And you can't see Yeah, it. no shit. Like, I'm worried for you a little bit. Um, I'm kind of starting to get worried from, for myself. But, you know, once, I'm, once I make it. Right. It's the best once feeling. Once I make it, I'm like, damn, dude, yeah. I got this. Right. This, this heat race and maybe we, we got this, man. We're going uh, to be fine, you know. But uh, I definitely need to, to, to tailor, tailor it back a little bit. Like, I think it should – just like a, a requirement that Feld should maybe think about putting on me, just so it takes takes it off of my shoulders. Like we should say, like when the lights are off, it has to be like double digits. There, there can no, not be anything over a hundred feet. Yeah. In the dark, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or, or maybe even say like there can't be an obstacle any larger than what's on a supercross track. Like, like you know, right, right. even eighty and ninety feet ain't. You know, that's that's still oh, plenty of room to go ahead and yard sail it up pretty good. But um, the the yeah, I don't know, man. I I really enjoy it, but. Uh, Fa- I'm, I'm starting to yeah. understand yeah. the danger. I don't blame you there. The the fans don't, like, they're not like, oh, shit, he only did a 65-foot transfer. Oh, God, he sucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they're not like that, in case you're wondering, in case yeah. you're, like, thinking. Oh, no, I, I know that. <laughs> they're, 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 I know that. But, you know, honestly, a lot of times I walk the track and I spend half the, the track walk looking at the obstacles. I know. That's, that's, what, what, that's what you said. You're like, should I be looking at the race lines right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the other half, I just try to find one. And sometimes if they look good, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can be honest with you. There's some that look really good that are 80 feet that I would rather do than one that looks iffy that's 60. You know, I mean, it's not right, so much right, the, right. the foot. It's the angle and yeah. what I have to stop for or, or, or you know, where the spotlights yeah. are around the around the stadium or the dome. And to be honest with you, I mean, it, it's, it is pretty intense and it is a lot of light in your face. But places like San Diego, places like Oakland, those are the worst because there's no ribbon in those lighting. I mean, in those uh domes like when you go to dallas dallas was huge it was 100 feet but i mean to call myself out a little bit they had double banners all the way around and you know they're lit up when i come out in red with window 14 plus you had the oh like, the i see right enormous enormous like jumbotron what tv thing whatever the hell they call it it's not it, a jumbotron it's, it's like a freaking it's yeah okay i get you i wasn't sure what you're talking about yeah so those older stadiums don't have any any light up banners? Any bleed over light? Yeah, like even the banners around they 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 bleed just enough light where you can kind of see like oh yeah I think I see a jump back there you know <laughs> damn that's um, that's hairball dude right I can't believe he's doing that's even do gnarly that. like Timmy wouldn't even do that <laughs> uh, hey have you looked at the speaking of tracks have you looked at the tracks for this year what are your thoughts have you even discussed it with the Dirtworks guys I know Fell Dirtworks uh, John Gallagher they value your opinion they 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 want to get uh, feedback from you guys have you Talked about the tracks or looked at them in any way uh, for the upcoming season? A little bit, but not not in in huge detail. And, and for a lot of that is because uh, you know we'll see how they're kind of building them as we get there. Right. I won't have a lot of opinions by the round round one, but you know a lot of times you'll see a trend mm-hmm. kind of happening through the season and stuff. And yep, yep. It's so hard to tell on paper that's flat. You know, I mean, right. like I said before on the transfer, I mean we can come out of some corners and, and you know like. You know, I even hear the Dirtworks guys say it sometimes, and they're all great friends of mine. They come down, they build my tracks here at the house. Right. Like, I'll hear them say, well, no, that's only like 60, 67 feet out of a corner. You, you guys can jump that. Y'all do that all the time. And I'm like, no, it, it has all to do with the berm. It has all to do with the apex. It has all to do with the trajectory. Yeah. 
and, and I mean, you guys know that one simple little clot of dirt is the difference in us making it, you know, 70 feet or, or 62 feet. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, when you're coming out of those corners, you know, the, the, the details, you know, that you yeah. don't get from the track maps are, yeah. you got to just wait and see how they're building the jumps. It's always, you guys make it, and the bikes, the four strokes, and guys like yourself, you make, you make it so easy, look so easy. You know, we're all to blame for for bagging on some dude, but it's so gnarly what you guys are doing. It really is. It, we don't give you guys enough credit, I don't think. Um, well, it's, uh, it, you know, I, I actually enjoy bringing people down to down to the track. Yeah. Um, either whether it be at my house or, or any opportunity that I have to, to bring someone down, put them down for a track walk, I, I really enjoy to do it because, you know, I don't, and and not so people can say, dude, you're like the baddest dude ever. You're so badass. Like what y'all do is sick. I mean, it's more of just like I really want to. You know, so many people ride, yeah. and I think that I think they kind of get it. But you know, I've seen people blitz whoops at a local track and be like, yeah, you know, and and don't don't take don't take it for granted because it'll jump up and bite you. It'll kick your butt, and, yeah. and it's not easy what you're doing. But you know, like I said, it's the details. If you really go down there and, and really look and analyze um, what those things are doing, and then, and then take. You know, take take all that and then throw in a little back of concrete where the stadium floor shows, you know, comes through or, right. um, you know, these tough blocks that are bouncing out in the track or being next to some dude you really don't want to be jumping and jump next to and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, know, yeah. it's, um, you know, most of my life, okay. there are a few of them I really kind of cringe when I have to jump next to you. Yep. Uh, hey, last question for you. Your Geico Honda team, um, they're stacked. I was talking about this with Will Hahn at Bercy this year, uh, hung out with him a little bit. <laughs> That is a gnarly team. Uh, Will Hahn, Justin Bogle, Zach Osborne, Zach Bell, um, yourself, Eli Tomac. That's that's some serious speed and talent there. It's a great team, man. And, uh, you know, I think it starts from, um, you know, honestly, a great title sponsor. I mean, I don't want to just get on the, the, you know, promote my sponsors right now, but I had a lot of opportunities this year to go around to uh, the Geico 400, to mm-hmm. NHRA races. Uh, pretty much everywhere Geico goes, and I mean these guys are are pretty gnarly about you know power sports and, right. and motorsports and, and all their racing and stuff. And you know, I mean they they're a great sponsor to have. And you start with that, and you get the you know you're able to build a good program like uh, the vision that you know Ziggy or uh, you know Rick Rick's had and uh, MyShack and you know having Rock on the team. I mean, really, they've done a great job over the last you know really. When I when I came in and kind of Rock was kind of thinking he wanted to gear himself towards going away and yeah. you know the vision that came in way back there has, has been good and I think it's starting to pay off for him and you know I'm proud of him I'm proud to be on the team um, you know so it's it's good for for me I think that yeah. riding with these kids a lot of people always want to know you know what I can say to them or what I can do with past experience <laughs> and stuff like that but right. you know I think the 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 usefulness of our team and and what they're able to do right now is kind of to be honest with you helping me more than it's helping you know than I'm helping them. Yeah, I interviewed Kennard one time, and he said, I said, what does Wyndham tell you? How does Wyndham help you? And he tell me, and he's like, he always tells me I'm gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> he always tells me how gnarly I am and how he doesn't want to jump what I have to jump or whatever. I'm like, oh, thanks. I kind of just blew that whole question out. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, it I'm does, helping them a lot, you know. It does start from the top with Jeff, Mike, and, and Ziggy, doesn't it? it? It does, yeah. It's it's uh, you know, it's a top-down deal, you know, mm-hmm. and all our guys in the shop, um, you know, the things we do together, the things we do as a team um, during the week, you know, even, you know, if I'm out there for for a week or whatever, I mean, just, just the experiences we have, I, you know, I think that we, you know, for the most part, it's a pretty 
good family. You know, I mean, obviously there's there's always uh, you know, of course, just a bunch of different guys from a bunch of different backgrounds working in small spaces. But mm-hmm. I think that we really got that team thing down and uh, you know got each other's back pretty good. So it's it's a good feeling to, to be on that program right now and uh, you know one that I'm contracted through the end of my career. So it's it was yeah. a good good move for me and I, I appreciate what they did for me back in '02 when you know yeah. I needed a break to come. Back. Yeah, really, true. Um, you probably didn't have a whole lot of people beating your door down to hire you. No, you're, you're, it was like, can he come back? Does he have the speed? You know what I mean? Like it was, you weren't a shoe in to regain your old level. No, no, I, de- I definitely wasn't. You know, and I, uh, I had some, some, you know, stuff I had to overcome, and right. uh, you know, so. very little of it had to do with a dirt bike. But anyway, yeah. we got there, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, some, then. I mean, I often think about, you know, you know, I thought my life was horrible and, you know, just the crap that you have to put up with as being a professional motorcycle racer. And then, you know, your hindsight's always twenty twenty to realize, like, see, where would I be if I wouldn't have came back, you know, to, or, or you know, whatever. I mean, that that's just would have been yeah. a, a shitty story, you know, yeah. ending to what, you know, what ultimately became, well, you know, was a great story, you know. The Mathis Ferry combination would have had a lot more uh, second places and, one, yeah, well, one more, one more spot on the podium had you stayed retired, but that's okay. Ah, uh, I hear you. Appreciate great, it, Matthew. Great career, uh, Kevin Windham, uh, and it's keep and it's going. It's going to keep going. Um, looking forward to 2013. Always, uh, always a great interview. And um, man, if you win one this year, I, I, that that stadium's going to lose it. So uh, I, hope, I hope it happens. That's, I can't be wait. Yeah, that will be sweet. Uh, thank you for coming hope on the show. There's a couple chapters left, man. I hope so. Yeah. I always enjoy coming <laughs> on with you guys, and you all have a good night, man. All right, thank you. Bye, K-Dub. Good All right. All right. Later, Berlute. Uh Geico Honda, uh, Kevin Windham. You were on the team with him, uh, Berlute, and he made, he's made reference a few times to – he was kind of going off the rails, Suzuki. Did you know that? Did you guys – Oh, yeah. You saw it. I mean – That second year was gnarly. It was kind of sad. Like, he would lead and then just fade. Like, like you, you were like, what's going on? And then, you know, he had his motorhome and – Well, I specifically remember one day sitting in – and I might have told the story on your on your deal, but he was – I saw kind of somebody that was lost. I was sitting there, we're, you know, having a beer or something at the bar next to where we were staying in Atlanta or something, and we're talking, and he, he just, he didn't seem like he was having fun at the time. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, he's a big money deal. Roger signed him. And uh, and it's sad. When I when I listened to that, but, I, it, it really set me back. I'm like, man, that, that like, sucks to like, be in that got, position. Got he's got everything. everything. Yeah, exactly. Every, yeah. But, but they don't. You know, you don't, you don't. But then look when he just said, you know, hindsight, then he was so glad to be back, you know, and now he appreciates it, yeah. you know. And it's funny how it doesn't matter how much money you have or how fast you own a dirt bike or how good of a tennis player. Yeah. What, doesn't, none of that matters no. if in your personal life you're angry like, like Tits is all the time. Like, all, like you know. Furious. Right. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Uh, like, so, so you guys kind of knew. Oh like yeah, you saw like, it. Yeah, like, you saw it. You saw the. I mean, was Ali was Ali trying to was Ali in with him or was Ali trying to help him? Oh yeah, Ali was. I mean, they're, Ali they're was lost too. Ali was bummed. I mean, yeah. big time bummed. Right, yeah, right. you could see. Did it. you? He broke his femur in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, that was that night. Oh, was before. it? Was it before that? Now that that oh, yeah, night. Yeah. That matter of fact, yeah, exactly. He's trying to that quad. He was trying to do that quad after yeah. the start straight. Uh, and I remember him coming around in practice and saying to Ali, "One more lap." And he goes out to, to do that quad, and next thing I know, I saw just just flags. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Did you think, looking back, was that the? Did you think this could be it for his career? I might never see him back. I mean. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought it was I know sad. We did. It like, was really, really sad, just because of you know the talent and yeah. you know 
what he had done in the sport pr right. prior to that and you know like i said it just he rides so perfect yeah. and so bitching you know you're thinking really why is he having this why is he having these problems yeah, you yeah. Know? but it's 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 deeper than that you know so. you were working for robbie well, who were you working for then? Um, I'm not even sure. I don't even know. What, no, what, Lowe's maybe? I'm not maybe? sure what year. No, I didn't work with Lowe's. Uh, I, can no. talk, nah, I don't even know who you'd have been working w with. W that was 02, huh? Yeah. 02. Tell me it was 03 for you, so that. It, you know, it might have even been, I bet you it might have been Budman. Might have been Buddy. I'm you love sure. Budman. Oh, yeah, Budman. Um, yeah, when Buddy, Buddy came back and did a lights program for Suzuki, I think that might have been 02. Yeah, on the East Coast. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah, um, I was working for Nick Way, and he cr and we knew the Kevin was you know partying a lot and like not you know and his results were. It wasn't like he was partying like Chad Reed in '08 and still winning. He was partying and he was riding terrible, starting to the front and going back. And when he broke his leg, we're like, that might be it. We might never see Kevin win them again. You yeah. know, if he doesn't conquer his issues and get fixed and. You know what I mean? There's some demons there for yeah, sure. Yeah, and what a great second half, though. Talk about just Oh, slit. unbelievable. I mean, yeah. talk about just not not only overcoming it, but just, oh, you know. Well, the whole fan thing, you know, like you said, he's the fan's favorite, you know. Yeah. My my, my girlfriend's in love with him. Really? Oh, yeah. I think the, the one downstairs is, too. Really? Wow. God, dang. What's she, that? She goes from Dean to to Lessie. No, Lessie? What are you talking about? What? She's a one-rider woman. Who's Who that? Who's the, who's the rider? I was being sarcastic. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Oh. There isn't. There yeah. No, I mean, there's not. Right. Sometimes yeah. she loves K Dub though. Yep. Sometimes she loved K Dub that used to sit here. <laughs> Sometimes she hated K Dub that used to sit here. <laughs> All right. Let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Don't forget the code has changed. Uh it's now Pulp Mech. No longer Steve. Please support the sponsors. Black Ops Moto. Uh Kyle Partridge testing with Black Ops right now. Um hey, free gun underwear. Uh, you know LeBig. He was just in here. Yeah. Uh, they're looking for reps. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh -huh. hold on. If you want to get rich, uh, Free Gun Underwear is, is um, accepting reps in the action sports industry. Uh, email them a cover letter at karen at freegun-underwear.com. Make some money selling, selling Absolutely. covers for your junk. <laughs> uh, they fly make, racing. They make, they make cool girl stuff, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, fly racing. We're going to have a contest, uh, design your own butt patch, and either Trey Kennard or Andrew Short are going to wear it Oh, at a race. That's cool. That second nice. part hasn't been confirmed yet. <laughs> but uh, We're going to push for if it. If nothing though. else, uh, yeah. Albertson will wear it, or JT will wear it around the pits. Yeah. <laughs> um, is JT calling in? Do we know? I don't even know. I lost contact with him I today. He was in Greece, Germany, and Paris. In one day? I think so. Wow. Anyways, uh, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs for Graphics, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech is coming on. Paul Feed Race Tech. Uh, ever run across him, Berlut, in your day? No, oh, yeah. yeah. My day. At some point, sure. right? I know Paul. Yeah. Smart yeah. guy. Smart guy. Yeah. Good guy, too. Fun guy. Cool. Yeah. Kind of funny. Right. I did a podcast with him. He, he was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to come back with uh, Forrest Butler and Andrew Short and uh, uh, Tweet at Tits, X-Brand Tearoff. Stump the tits. You name it. We got it. See ya. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson.
Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, PULPMX, and any order over 100 bucks gets a mattress-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order producing helmets since 1948 agv merged with dynese in 2007 birthing a renewed commitment to top of the line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. 
For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Cox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike?
bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. had this conversation many times you are a sammy guy yeah i can't believe you have this guy on there are you serious you know what honestly i just had to change my music from the last few weeks because it was a canadian band that people were gonna kill me for <laughs> no I, I like both but for sure i'm a red rocker guy love this guy right here love this guy right here thank you for listening I saw them at MGM with David Lee. Did I tell you about that? I did too. A couple of years ago? No, last year. I saw them a couple years ago. Yeah. Not the same. With Wolfgang? Yeah, it was with Wolfgang. Yeah. He wasn't very good. Like, it was, like, he, he can't sing anymore, you know? I just saw Journey the other night. Unbelievable. You saw Journey? Yeah. They've got this Filipino guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen a car. He's pretty good. He's badass. Right, dude. right. He's, I'm telling you, it was uh, great. Did you, uh, I went to GNR a couple weeks ago. Really? Me and Angie went to GNR. They're back? They were at the Hard Rock for three weeks. No kidding. And Axel was with them, but nobody else, just Axel. Huh. And uh, I was I was telling uh, people that it was like a really, really good cover band. Like, it's just not the same. His voice, he's 50, you know? Yeah. His voice is shot. Well, I'm telling you, Loverboy guy, he was the main singer. Loverboy? He, his voice was terrific still. Canadian, by the way. Loverboy's okay. Canadian. I didn't know. It was Loverboy Journey. Yep. Who else? Yeah, no, that was it. And Journey was good, though. Really good. Really good. I'm serious. It was, it was unbelievable. Right, right. Yeah. Wygant saw them, too, Jason Wygant, and said that the guy can't do the slow songs like Steve Perry, but he can right. do all the fast stuff. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. The slow yeah. stuff wasn't very good. But, nah, yeah. a little bit off, but not bad. I don't understand. Like, is Steve Perry really that rich that he can't do a million-dollar tour with no, these supposedly dudes? he's got throat cancer. He had some problems oh, really? with his throat or something. Like, I don't understand. Like, he's always said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. But it's like, bro, how, you know, are you really rich? You know, there's no chance. Yeah. No. Hey, let's get to this caller. Uh, who is on four? Who is, what's up, caller? 
Hey, what's going on? It's good, Gavin here. Uh, Gavin, what's up, man? Thanks, uh, thanks for holding so long, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So, okay, I, I got to tell you the background story a little bit here. So, yeah. you're always, you know, you're claiming your Manitoba titles, right? I, All right. I have four of them. Oh, yeah, there we go. There you go. You know your numbers exactly. You don't let anyone forget it. So, you know, that makes me think, you know, I, I'm, I'm a hometown guy from Thunder Bay here, and I know this guy, Reimer, and I'm like, fuck, man, this guy fucking motos. Like, and I'm thinking back, I wonder if he used to ride with Steve at all. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what my question is. Uh, yeah, Earl, Earl the Squirrel, Reimer. Um, I definitely, he raced in Manitoba all the time. He's older than me, uh, and he was faster than me, too. Yeah, he, he, well, and then that brings me a question, you know, and you were talking with Brayton there last week, and Brayton said you still got some skills. Well, that was on a Honda, you know I mean? was on a Honda 110 or something or whatever, yeah, but Brayton was impressed that, you know, as tubby as I am, I looked like I could ride a dirt bike. But, I mean, Berlou, you see the photo right there from me, from Altona. Huh. Look at, look, look at that fucking stuff. Yeah, I see it. Right? No, I, I saw you in real life up at Mesquite that one day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you I did see me. I was pretty impressed. Right. right. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Yeah, so, Earl was faster than me, but I could race with Earl. If I had a good day and he had a bad day, I could race with him here and there. He used to cut the fucking track because uh, we used to, just use, used to just use ribbons, you know what I mean? And then the ribbons would get torn down. And you can ask a bunch of Manitoba racers. Earl cut the track a lot. So... <laughs> You know, he was still, but listen, he was still faster than me. I'm just saying, here and there, I could race with him. Yeah, you know, I was watching some stuff on YouTube. You should see this guy. He's 45 years old. He's racing the pro vet class on snowmobiles, and this guy flies. Yeah, dude. He's, I couldn't believe it. He, he, he's a tough old guy. Oh, yeah. No, no, pound, no. Pounds back booze on the tailgate and just gives it. <laughs> yeah, he's Canadian, bro. Of course he's a tough old guy. No, you're right though. He's yeah, he's good. Look at your all-time Pedersen. He's badass. Right? You know yeah, rollerball. No, I, I honestly rollerball. think this guy's got the speed. If they had like a plus forty-five class, do they have that at Loretta? Um. Yeah, dude. There's no chance. Listen, uh, listen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Earl and. But you got to see these dudes on Loretta's. I mean, they're, you know, they're hauling ass. We're talking Doug Dubok style. You know. Uh-huh. So. Well, okay. It, Get this, Earl's on a 250F, and, I, and this this kid, he qualifies he qualifies for Loretta, and Earl's still beating him. Yeah, but that doesn't mean there's 40 guys on the line at Loretta's. Yeah, but yeah. he, you know, in a plus 45 class, and he's got some kid, he can still beat a kid that qualifies. All right, Loretta's. Gavin, okay, fine. He'd fucking dominate Loretta's. Is that what you want from me? I mean, <laughs> I, what, where, where, where are we getting at? We're, 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 we're mysteriously arguing where Earl Reimer would finish in a plus 45 at Loretta's. Dude, top, <laughs> top of his class. I Come mean, on. I got you. He's a badass. And, yeah, he probably pounds beer and booze all night long and then races. He ain't no Dubok. No, there's no uh, chance. I mean, uh, he's kinda, I mean, I don't know this guy, no, but Dubok's but, badass. And that's the plus 45 is, is Dubok. I'm sorry. The, the plus 45 is Dubok, you know, Chappis Parker, um, you know, uh, Earl May. Like, Dubok's going to be 50 this year. He's, yeah, I think he's 50 now or something. Yeah. But anyways, Gavin, no, I, I got it, man. I got it. I mean, I don't want to no, piss I, you know, off. I, I want to just uh, opinion, you know. Right. Said. No, um, um, he used to race all the time. Like I said, he's older than me. He was national number Canadian national number eleven in nineteen ninety one. That's not bad. So right, so yeah, that's an example rider. of how yeah, right, exactly. he got a title too, didn't he? I'm not sure. Didn't he get eh, a title on a one? You know what? I think he won the CMA title, which doesn't mean shit. You know. So oh, okay, yeah. But um, um, regardless, national number eleven. You know, in, in Canadian motocross, when it was when it was legitimately badass, Roller was one, and Carl Roundcourt was two, and this guy was number eleven. So. That's good. I never even came close to getting number 11 ever. So, 
But now that we thrilled the fans with Earl Reimer talk. Dude, could you imagine <laughs> if Kenny was here right now? He would be freaking out at you. He would be. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. He just hates the, I mean, the, the Canada talk. Wait, and, he oh. hates any talk that he has no opinion. He hates any talk that has nothing to do with him. That's what he just hey, didn't like. I just got to say one thing. Can you not see in Dusty Clyde today? Do you not see like uh, Earl Reimer in him a bit? Like gritty looking? Dude, like you got to stop with the Earl Reimer stuff. Like... <laughs> You need to stop. Holy you, shit. You talking about swinging like from somebody's talking nuts. About Tim Ferry. Yeah, what about swinging from his nuts? This guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you, Gavin? Yeah, I'm fucking 20 years old, man. Yeah, you're 20, so yeah, Earl's 45, so he's like your Jesus. And I get it. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Ross Rollerball Peterson, for example. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, but you got to let this go. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, oh, Gavin, shit. Gavin's coming to the realization that maybe he needs to let this go. Do you ride, Gavin? Yeah, yeah, I ride a bit. All right, I try, I try to, I try to. I'm in the military, so I can't be getting hurt. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, hey, stay on the line. You were on hold for a long time. We're gonna give you a prize for staying on line, online hold the whole time. Um, All right, sounds good. I don't know what. We'll. Uh, okay, I'll just get his info then. Get his info, and we'll send you something, Gavin, for holding this long from Thunder Bay. And, and amusing me with their own rhyme or talk. Blake Hall, Blake Hall, Thunder Bay. That's Blake Hall. What's that? That was Blake Hall. Thunder Bay is Blake Hall, right? Hey, where did what's north of Thunder Bay? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing. Okay. I'll well, like add a coke in and stuff like that. I but went. I used to deliver. I used Blake to deliver Hall, furniture. Right? I used to deliver furniture for a place in in Winnipeg when I was you know sort of trying to figure out what I want to do in my life, and I had to drive like. I want to say, oh, uh, no, nah, it wasn't as far as Thunder Bay. It was like Kenora and North. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, like Kenora. That's a shitty and drive, then, though. That's a horrible ass. Dude, I, I, I was scared I was going to get ass raped by natives because it was way up there. You got natives up oh, there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Natives. Oh, man, they're coming serious? down. Even like Thunder oh, Bay. Like, Indian reservations like, are everywhere. Oh, okay. 60%, yeah. They're dude, everywhere now. They're He's everywhere. Listen to Gavin. Oh, really? Indian wow. reservations are huge all over there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thanks, Gavin. Stay on the line, bro. All right, thanks. I'll do. See ya. Um, big girl, Rhymer fan. Yeah. Don't know who that guy is. <laughs> you don't know who he is? No. Uh, he's, yeah. He, he, I, uh, who's, the, who's the fastest guy you've ever seen with no natural talent? That's Earl Rhymer. Oh, really? Okay. So just picture a guy who was super fast, but like not. Kind of like a JoJo Keller type okay, of guy. Okay, maybe JoJo. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a hammer. Yeah. Just, just turn the throttle and go. JoJo. Um. Jojo, he says. Hold on. Uh, okay, emails. Uh, we're gonna come up with Forrest Butler here right away. Um. Hey, uh, Mathis, tits and whoever your co-host is this week, please do us all a favor and keep chunks away from the studio. The dude is god awful, and he would be a terrible addition to the Pulp Mech show. I think it's a bad idea to throw a super fan in the mix, as it would be a mess with the great formula that is Pulp Mech show. Team tits all the way. Bears out. Uh, anyone who listened to the show on Monday, this is from Bill, could hear that Chunks' questions blow major Chunks, <laughs> and he also rattles on and on when he is nervous. That's kind of what I think makes Chunk appealing. Uh, I think you should move on from the chunky peanut butter to more of a smooth peanut butter. That is my opinion. I know that for some reason you have taken a liking to Chunks, so if you must use him, please have questions written for him. And to get Chunks started, I wrote a sample question for him to ask Jimmy Albertson. 
Hey, Jimmy, we all know that you got hurt and missed a lot of time on the bike this year, but what people really want to know is if your injuries caused you to miss any time off from your gorgeous wife. And if you get injured this year, are you going to need a fill-in rider at home? And if so, please put me on the list right behind Ping for the ride. Ah, funny stuff, Bill. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, no, no, let's do – hey, uh, for people who wanted to listen to this, um, my mom – uh, a f- good uh, fan of the show, my mom Debbie Mathis um, called me to express uh, her opinion on Kenny leaving the show. Um, she's sometimes had a love hate relationship with Kenny, um, but she was full of opinions, and I really wanted to have her on the show tonight. But she goes to bed, eh, probably somewhere around eight, eight Manitoba time, which is you know six this time, and we had RV and Wyndham lined up, mm-hmm. so I had to pre-record something where I got my mom Debbie Mathis to uh, talk to me about Kenny Watson's departure from the show. Oh, okay. So uh, let's listen to that. Um, bear with me here. It's a phone, pre-tape call between my mom and uh, and myself about Kenny Watson. <laughs> All right, next up on the Pulp MX show, uh, somebody I wanted to get on tonight, but unfortunately she works early in the morning, and she's getting up there in age, and, you know, she has to hit the bed early and can't, can't come on. Uh, and that would be my mom, Debbie Mathis. Debbie, what's up? Uh, not much. Just sitting here freezing to death while you're enjoying the nice sunny Las Vegas. Yes. Minus 30 here today. And oh. I'm uh, busy yeah. shoveling snow. Celsius. But that's okay, Stephen, because you know what? You don't worry about it. If only <laughs> you had decided to move away at a young age like myself, then yeah, had you... Yeah, been smarter. Right. Had you been smarter. <laughs> well, I, I, I was smarter than you in moving away from the snow. Mm-hmm. You were. Uh, um, I, I could have stayed home and been a long-haul truck driver like you told me to. <laughs> That's right. I don't know why you didn't. You would have had way more fun. That's her advice for me when I was sort of like trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I was, my racing career wasn't working out. I was getting hurt and I wasn't making any money. I was just spending money. Yeah. I had my own little aftermarket shop called Steve Cycle. Yeah. Really original name. <laughs> that was folding and going under because my dad divorced and took off. Um, <clears throat> Your dad was involved with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was, he was, uh, he was, a, he, was he, he financed it for you. Yeah. But then he, he co-signed the loan, but then when he split, I had to pay the loan off. Oh, Thanks, shit. Dad. Uh, 17 years old and like 16 grand in debt. So anyways. Wow. That's a lot of money. Anyways, I was pumping gas, trying to figure out what to do with my life. Like I was working at a, a machine shop welding, and uh, but I was grinding. I wasn't the welder. I wasn't good enough. <laughs> I was just grinding the weld, you know, sure. at like 18, 19 years old, out of school. So my mom, you should be a waiter or a long-haul truck driver. Because you're, you know, you're personable. Dream big, man. Right. Dream big. Thank you, Debbie. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. That was her advice for her beloved Steve. Long haul truck driver or uh, waiter. Yeah. She said, you're personable, so you should be a long haul truck driver. <laughs> yeah, that's what I No, was... that was the waiting part. Because, you know, oh, I would get okay. lots of tips because I was funny. Oh, okay. You know, so okay. Uh, thank you, Debbie, for the awesome <laughs> career advice. Uh, I mean, it's my mom, and I love her, but. Again, uh, thank you, Mom. Dream but. big. <laughs> Near. Yeah. yeah you, I, mean, I didn't know why I didn't take that awesome career advice, Mom. Um, <laughs> well, next time. All right, Debbie. Well, I, I just quickly, um, you, you're you very passionate about the show. You can't read the chat room because of the insults and the people there. You do not like the chat room, but you do listen. That's correct. I do. I listen to all of them, most of them, for about two hours until I can't, you know, right. can't deal with it anymore, and then I'm gone. Um, and you don't like the chat room, the people on the chat room? No, I don't like the chat room, no. Why is they that? They say very mean things. 
They do. And they're very vulgar. Yeah. And I just sometimes don't think that they don't even, you know, realize that they're, whatever they're talking about doesn't even pertain to what you guys are talking about. Right. They just go off on their own little rants. And so I just, like, I don't have any use for that, you know. They're bastards. I agree. They are. Um, what, what can I say? What, what do you – Kenny left, obviously, and you called me this week um, to talk about it. You had some, some strong opinions. Um, what do you think about Kenny leaving? You and Kenny had a love-hate relationship. Yeah, we did. Kenny knew that I wasn't really happy about him and the things that he said and the, the rudeness to the people when they would call in. And One particular caller I, I, I really remember was this dad called in and he had said something about he had seen Kenny at the races. And and um, and so he started to talk about it. And, and what was that favorite line of Kenny's? Um, Go hang yourself? Yeah, exactly. That's what he told us that. And then that, that, it was right then and there, really, that I decided that, you know what, I don't really like him all that much. Like, I don't like the way he talks to people. Like, you know, he doesn't seem to pick the people who he, like, you know, really should be saying these things to, maybe. He just seems to just, like, you know, random say it to people who are really sincere and who really mean, you know. Right. Well, it's part of his say act, nice too. things about the races it's and part stuff of his, like that. It was part of know? his act, but then he maybe didn't tell people that it was an act. He Thanks. I get that. I know. And you always used to tell me that. But sometimes I think, you know what, there's still, there's a, you know, you can draw the line sometimes. Right. And, and sometimes I think that he didn't know where that line was. And, and I, you know, I, and I get that some of the callers really probably like that, that kind of talk. But um, I think a lot of the young people maybe that listen to your show, you know, and the dads, for one, I don't think they were impressed with that kind of talk, you know. And sometimes the way he would, you know, go off on you and for no reason at all would um, that would really bug me too. But you know, <laughs> you gotta love him, him. Oh yeah. So what do you think now that he's gone? I think that the show is going to pick up. I think that it's going to have a little bit more. I don't want to say class, or you know, I think that David Pingree or whoever's going to do the <clears> show <throat> is just they're, they're just Kenny is one of a kind. That's all. You know, <laughs> what can I say? I don't think anybody's going to be like him. So I think that it's going to be more, uh, you, um, you, you, I don't know, more enjoyable. You thought Kenny was mean to me, though, didn't you? I did. Right. And not just because I'm your mother, either. I think that a lot of people felt that way. That you know, but what, about, he, what about him saying I'm mean to people in my columns and articles and things like that? Well, I think he would say that just because you would say things about him being mean. But I think that my take on you saying things in people's about people in your article were just uh, a criticism that could be taken either way, but uh, that you were you had your facts straight. Gotta love mom. Like I do nothing wrong. Gotta love moms. There's nothing. I, I my my show's great with me. My columns and podcasts. Are you an only awesome. child? No, oh, okay. older brother. Yeah. Oh, all right. She doesn't. She likes me better though. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, just you just gotta love mom though. Like just oh yeah, you know, just going to bat before you would say something. And um, maybe some people didn't like that, but I think that that's the way you you laid out that criticism to people is that you know in in a polite way, you know, and saying right. the truth about it. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't mean or it wasn't harsh. It was you know that's the way it is. Right. You were just telling it the way it is. Or I think Kenny didn't think things out first when he said things, <clears throat> and he would just go off on a rant about it. You know. What do you do you? And of course, you being my mom, I'm. I did nothing wrong. I'm perfect. Well, of course not. Right. Hey, when did you do ever do anything wrong? Exactly. Like, you know, I can't so, think of one thing that you did wrong. So, uh, <laughs> not like one thing. Either. You weren't a fan of that. Well, you know what? 
I don't know how old Kenny is. I don't think anybody knows how old he is, but I'm guessing he's in his mid-40s or something like that. And when I see a guy wearing his pants down to his knees, you know, like, come on, you're not 14 years old. I just kind of felt it was time for him to grow up, you know. I felt he was a bit immature in that respect, you know. Like, I don't know who he was trying to impress, but I don't, you know, I mean... I I heard other things about him too, so I kind of have you know an inside scoop right, on right. on some of his personality, and I'm just he, thinking he, you know. But he had a good heart. You've said that too. He seemed like he had a good heart at times. He's very confusing. I, I, he's he, very confusing. Yeah, he seemed like he was a nice guy sometimes. He's very confusing. He's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. Well, that's <laughs> how I felt about him too. You know, he'd come downstairs sometimes when I was there, and he'd go, "You know, Miss Mathis, why don't you like me? Like, what's up with that?" You know, he'd right. come right out and ask me, and I would feel so silly, you know, because he <laughs> he knew how I felt about him, you know, and I, he just would totally catch yeah. me off guard, and I'd just go, "No, well, you know, Kenny, you just that you're mean to people sometimes." So that's all I could say to him, you know. What, so out of uh, and I like how you call Ping David. I like that. Um, oh, well, he's such a sweet guy. I really like him. He's so polite and, you know, from what I saw of him. Don't, but, you, I mean, you, don't know. you feel like he talks about poop too much, though? No, no. no okay. I never I never felt that. Uh, I, that doesn't really bother <laughs> JT, me. JT, what about knowledge. Berluti? Do you like Berluti? He's coming on yeah, the I think he, Yeah, yeah. I think he's really cool. I really like him. I think he's, uh, you know, he's, a, a nice guy. He's a silver fox like, like yourself. He's older. Gentleman. He is. Right. Yes, and he <laughs> says it like it is. And, right. But he's not mean to people, you no, know. No, no. Uh, no, he calls a spade a spade, and I think that uh, I think he's a good uh, addition to your show when you have him on. Yeah, he's I on like tonight. Him. He's on tonight. Um, I'll be listening. Well, I won't listen tonight, but I'll be listening to your archive. What about JT? Can he JT, do it? I think he's yeah. I think he's a real cool guy too. I really like him, and uh, I think that he um, well because he, he raced for so many years, like David. I think that they have you know they just tell it like it is, you know. Right, right. And um, and Kenny, I mean Kenny's good. I think Kenny played a good role as a manager, from what I could you know from what I read everything and I I listen to everything, and I think Kenny did a good job, definitely when it comes to being a manager of a team, you right, know. Right, right. But when it comes to dealing with people, I don't know how he is with his, you know, with his <laughs> writers and stuff like that. But have you ever had any of his writers on? And oh, have yeah. they ever said anything about him as a manager, actually? Um, yeah, they like I, him. I well, they like him. He's brutally honest with them, which I don't think they always like. But Oh, yeah, okay. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's probably right. sometimes, you know. Yeah. And and as you say, uh, he was brutally honest. That's how you are in your columns too, you know. Right. So in that respect, I don't think that he should be putting you down for being honest in right. what you are, you know, observing. Right. What about what about Ricky Carmichael? Probably making him quit the show. He's yeah, that could play a factor in why he had that. Why he right. went down the way he did. And that's another thing, the way he did it. You know, like he could have given you a little bit of notice or said Very being a little upset. bit more upfront to you about it instead of just saying that's it, I'm done. Yeah. Like that's yeah. no way to do business deals, you know. And and he should know better than that, actually, because he does have business deals all the time with people in his industry, you know. Right. I'm sure he's always making deals with people. So, yes, that, that, yeah. yeah. So I think that that was, you know, a poor way to do things. But he did it, and it's done, and um, I'm sure the show will move on, and I think it's going to be a nice change. Well said, Debbie. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Not a problem. So when are you sending me my ticket to Vegas so I can get the hell out of this place? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Debbie. Um, you just were here, though. You were just here for nine days. 
And was that too much or what? No, not uh, at all. But <laughs> oh yeah, right. I can hear that in your voice. Well, um, I got to go there. Well, is what I got to do. I got to come up. Yeah, you back do. Home. You need to come here. Yeah, just for Christmas, so you can get your New York slice in. Yes, exactly. Because you know what? If you don't come and get it, I'm not too sure that I'm going to be able to send it this year. You know yeah. what that is? All right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a flight so, home. All right, Debbie, back off. Um, something to think about there, thanks, Math. Something thank to think you for about, uh, you know? for giving your thoughts on the Pulpamex show and. I yeah. want to do this live on the air, but like I said, you'll be sleeping and we'll be wrapped up with Villapoto. Who's your favorite rider? Who's your favorite guest? My very there? favorite guest on your show? Yeah. Like who, I who? think um, that would be, oh, you really, okay, you got to just give me a second here. Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, Brian Deegan because you saw him in your, his underwear in Orlando. I really like Brian Deegan. I think he's <laughs> just like so cool. When I was working right. for Birdwell. And Ty Birdwell, oh, yeah. of course, I really liked yeah. him too back in the yeah. day. Right. But um, I think, um, you know what, I love Chad Reed. I absolutely love Chad Reed now. Okay. I think that he is uh, so down to earth, and I just really enjoy listening to him all the time. What about Timmy? Oh, of course, Timmy. Right. Yeah, of course. I <laughs> forgot about him, actually. Nick Way? <laughs> yeah, yes. Nick Way? Uh, Nick, yeah, Nick's, Nick's super nice. Nick's super nice. I like him, too. But I would say, you want to know my favorite? Yeah. I think it's Chad. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I for sure do, yeah. Debbie Mathis, everybody. Okay. Debbie Mathis on the Pulp MX show. Thanks, Mom. Uh, You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. I just, uh, okay, bye. I want, she, she has opinions about the show, like good and bad all the time, you know, and, and of course with Kenny leaving, she, she didn't like that, didn't think it was right. Like, I just love it how I, I'm perfect. I, yeah. I do That's nothing wrong. Right. I yeah. love it. It's so funny. Um, Tits, don't you wish you, your mom could be like that with you? More than you know. Right. More than you know. Uh, interesting times. She actually was uh, harsher with Kenny, you know, the next day after he really quit. And then I was like, I should record this because it's pretty funny. And she harsher when you talked to her on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was not happy. Like, no, no didn't, didn't, wasn't happy. I don't know. She had a love hate thing with Kenny. Let's get to our next guest. Uh, his team, the BTOSports.com squad, is stepping it up big time for uh, 2013. And uh, he's running the whole show. Uh, manager Forrest Butler. Forrest, what's up, man? What's going on, boys? Thanks hey, for coming on. Um, girls. Tits, are you talking about you? No, that was my mom on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, okay. She, but she's not here. Uh, Berluti's in the studio. I don't know if I told you that. Did I Did I tell you that? Bert, Tony Berluti. Yeah. How you doing, Forrest? Good. What's going on? Good. Uh, not much. Um, hey, did you know Watson quit? Did you hear that? Uh, I heard it. I yeah. read it somewhere, yeah, and then yeah. I just caught you guys talking about it. So obviously, I haven't even texted you about it to see what's going on. No, what happened? I don't know. I just uh, had to move on. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer, bummer for us. Um, but anyways, um, hey, let's uh, let's talk about BTOSports.com team. Now, obviously, uh, you guys are stepping up your full factory uh, KTM support this year. Michael Byrne, Matt Gerke, and uh, can you talk about what I'm interested in talking about? Forrest is. Uh, you know, you've been a long-time privateer guy, um, team, for a long time, had some great finishes. But how did yourself, Roger DeCoster, uh, Pit Buyer, whoever, where did this start? Who approached to? How did it come together? Um, it was, I mean, really the answer, I, I approached Roger. But, uh, you know, Roger was obviously at Suzuki when we got on Suzuki. <clears throat> and, you know, mm-hmm. me, I'm a, I'm a quiet guy, and he's a quiet guy, so it's one of those things you're sure always – you know each other, you're always saying hi, you're always kind of non in respect and things right. like that. And for us overall, I guess to say it really quick is Palmetto Motorsports, you know, here in Miami. Yep. They're actually one of the largest KTM dealers in the nation. 
So KTM's always been something they've been interested in. Um, and really, just I guess Roger going over there, the new bike, the new program, and all that, everything lined up. And with, uh, but then more than proving everything on that new 450 this year, you know, it's something that I had in the back of my head that would just be the perfect relationship if it worked out. And mm-hmm. I approached him in Supercross, and it was kind of a, I think, a mutual respect thing. And mm-hmm. you know, we we definitely started talking way way early, and then it just kept advancing and progressing, and ended up where it is, and bigger and better than. I could ever imagine. At the same time, it's uh, it's just funny. This is this is gonna be the tenth year, so basically our ten ten year yeah. anniversary of the team. Right. Since it started as a true business and all that, so kind of funny that I guess with everybody who comes in, you know, some big names come in and get factory support right away. There's all how many different stories are there in moto? Yeah. But for us, it literally took ten years, and uh, um, but it's cool at the same time to be doing it the tenth year, and then the way it's working out so far is is great. It's perfect. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, you know, you, you started this team when you guys were just a, a truck and trailer with yourself, you and your brothers racing. Yeah. Um, how, how great is this for your team as far uh, financially, uh, from a support issue? Like, can you quantify what yourself going with KTM is going to ease the burden on your, on your program or, or, and how, how much is going to strengthen it? I mean. You, you, I, mean, I imagine back, you know, for years and years now, it's been juggling bikes and parts and 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 motors and suspension. Like now, it's it's taken care of, right? Yeah, I, you know, obviously, I'm not going to talk about our personal financial side of it. You know, everybody knows that, but the best way to put it is, it's a huge step. It's a lot more yeah. pressure for us. It's time to perform. You know, right. to, to not be cussing, but it's shit or get off the pot. You know, it's like, where do you go if you don't perform with the factory deal? Mm-hmm. All that is one way to look at it. For me, it's simplified. Right. It's so simplified because it truly is a, a factory support deal for us. And it's being run through their factory services program. But, I, you know, a lot of stuff's changing. And for them to believe in us in this way, but really, right. I guess when I say it's working out so great, uh, it's just been, knock on wood, it's racing. Nothing smooth because of yeah. injuries, unfortunately. But Well, you know that. Every- let's, talk, let's talk about Unadilla, right? You know better than anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we go there, it's just um, it's already it's already the you know it's it's Dungey won the championship on it. He won Supercross on it, and what we got to step into is something that was already there. And to better answer your question, over nine years, no matter what we rode, who we did, how many good people we worked with, and that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing with me. You know, I'm never. Yeah. I talk about how good something is now. It doesn't mean that other stuff was bad. Other stuff was great. But yeah, it was privateering it completely on whatever level you want to call it. So you are always developing your own stuff. You're always, almost you're always second-guessing because how yeah. is it ever good enough because you know the factories have an edge on you. Yeah. So to move into a program like this, um, it's just great. You know, we opened, we basically opened a shop directly across the street from them. Mm-hmm. And Gerke's uh, out there and lives 10 minutes from them. And having everything set up there has just been every day something's mm-hmm. taken care of. You know, like yeah. every day it's progressing. And when the first, you know, when you first got on the bike, you were already, it was like a factory rider going to a factory team that already has the bike. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So in that in that matter for me, it simplified everything, and it gives the riders confidence and all that. And then at the end of the day, as soon as he got on the equipment, uh, he loved it. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's ridden a lot of different bikes and mm-hmm. just came off dominating a championship. I didn't expect him to get on a new bike. I don't care what brand it is, the first day and be like, yeah. dude. 
I I love this thing, yeah. and that's what it was, and it's just gotten better. So I uh, I like like I I'm happy. I mean, I, we we know each other well uh, personally from the races <clears throat> over the years. I'm happy, Berluti, that like like there's still a reward in this sport. You know, look, I, I don't want to. I'm not talking bad on the JGR guys or 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 anything. They're buddies and they run a great program. They come in with huge financial uh, effort, big ass sponsors, and they got a Yamaha program right out of the bat, right out of the gate. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's nice to see in our sport that is so cynical and so, um, you know, so full of politically correctness, and, and you got to know who's who you know and this and that. It's so awesome that a ten year team, privateer team. In the trenches, ups and downs uh, can be touched by a factory saying, we're with you. I think that's really cool for anybody else who wants to have a team. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, for sure. It's possible to do this, and, I, and I'm pumped for you guys. I think that's awesome. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And that's where it, you just said, like, JGR guys, we worked together for one year. And that was it was, I mean, it, for me, it was the best program I ever had. And I, I yeah. say this all the time. We were on Suzuki's. It was new to them. They were bringing in James Stewart for their first year, and the way they treated us was great. You right. know, if we were riding Yamahas last year, it would have been a lot more similar to yeah. what I'm doing now with KTM in yeah. JGR's defense. You know, yeah. we would have been they would have been able to say, "Here's what we got. What do you want? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah, do you want to yeah. buy?" No. That's kind of what it would have been. And I but, just mean like from a like JGR out of the gate in 2004 or whatever five, they just had so much backing. And so much good stuff from their NASCAR stuff that they almost can't help but succeed. And a team like yours, you guys start in a truck and trailer with you and your brothers, and this is so cool that you've you've built it to this point. And a, and and a factory team recognizes that, you know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for for sure. It's. I mean, I'm lying if I say it's not rewarding, but it's not. Uh, you know, if, if you had Vince on the phone right now, and if you have my brother on the phone right now, all three of us are going to say the same thing. At yeah. the end of the day. It's it's rewarding. It's, it feels really good. Yeah. On the flip side, the kind of people we are, that re- as soon as you think about the rewarding part, you yeah. immediately drop yourself right. into the pressure that man, we got to perform. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, just to be clear, factory KTM motors and suspension for your team. Yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's getting really over there. It's been from the first time Roger and I talked. I mean, you talk about Roger because he's Roger and he's the face over there, but everybody. I mean, everybody that, you know, I've been in the shop a number of times, obviously been through a ton of meetings, super cross outdoors and everybody, everybody in the building, everybody involved with the program from John Eric. Um, I don't know if you guys know Dudley Craman. You know, he was, he was at L&M forever. And then was at Jeff Ward. Now he's over there and Dudley's in charge of our whole program on our, basically that, you know, our whole program through there. And it's just working with everybody. Sometimes I get to pinch myself because you know mm-hmm. it's you're not waiting on anything. You kind of you kind of think, okay, I finally got there, but I'm real secondhand, and I'm maybe I got to wait a week to get a response here, dude. It's yeah. it, it's they are great. Everything is great. I mean, I think again, I think, and I know they they picked us. You know, they obviously had choices, and that's why I take the pressure part. But it's it is what it is. They picked us yeah. for the reasons that I think. We're the type of team where they wanted to fill a gap there. Uh-huh. It's funny, it's like, I know we're not comparison, and obviously Carrie and Hart and I are two completely different people, but it's so funny that both of our teams have almost kind of grown from the from the base-based privateer thing to each level all the way through, and now they're mm-hmm. factory Suzuki support, and we end up with a factory yeah, Suzuki support. And it's just yeah. one of those things that two different teams, two different things, but 
you know, when you say my team, that's cool. I mean, I keep looking at it like that, too. It's not just yeah. our team. Another team. There's two teams that stepped up to that level this year. And Yamaha's obviously reached out and helped out some more teams. So All right. I'm excited about the whole sport in general. And honestly, I'm everybody that I hear kind of knock on things or knock on the economy or knock on yeah. um, whatever, man. I mean, there's so many good people climbing in the sport right now. I just... It's great. I'm pumped. It's really, really nice of you to say that about me. Thank you. Uh, Vince at BTOsports.com, a uh, big supporter of everything on this show, uh, as well as the stuff I do over at Racer X and Pulp MX site. Um, and, and, you know, be- you've become really close friends with him. And uh, what a guy, what a company. And they're, they're also uh, coming on very strong in the industry. I mean, um, they're taking over, basically, the mail Where order. Where are they out of? Out of Simi Valley. Oh, okay. Thousand Oaks, right? Okay. Thousand Oaks. Yeah, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, you know this, so let's just, we might as well yeah, jump on over on the show, but Steve, like you know, it's, Vince and I became partners in 2000, at the end of 2010 with the race team, mm-hmm. and it's Team BTO now. You know, so it's, he's, he's it's your like partner you said, then. It's a natural oh, okay. thing for everybody to talk about it, being Butler Brothers, and right. of, course it, of course it still is. Like, nothing's changed in that manner, but for Vince and I, you know, Vince is with my brother and I now, and we're with BTO, and it's, it's the team BTO that we're getting out there. But what you just said is funny for us. It's no, we're not taking over, but how much has BTO grown since 2006 yeah. when they came in with the team and the team itself? It's more been, yeah. there wasn't that one enormous blow up here. It's, right. you know, we've worked our asses off on the BTO side and the racing side and merged two together, but it's been, uh-huh. you know, yeah. it's been nine years for me. It's been seven years with Vince. And now it's Team BTO getting to the level where we're at, and we believe we'll go a lot farther. But at the same time, this is just, it's a step. You know, it's right. the next step. We're not looking to win, not getting on the phone saying we're going to win championships this year. Yeah. But we want to be at the next step. We want to do our job for 2012 or 13, whatever we're going into here, for uh, taking him, you know, yeah. keep, keep climbing the ladder. So, um, 702-586-7857 if you've got a question uh, for Forrest, the butler of the btosports.com KTM team. Um, okay, so Berner and Gerke, um, talk, <coughs> I imagine you got hit up by a lot of dudes needing a lot of rides. You settled on two guys. Uh, can you take us through the thought process for hiring each guy? Um, Gerke, as everybody knows, was Bern filling guy for Supercross last year. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me why, but yes, I always end up hiring a Florida guy for some I know. reason. Oh, was Sean Skinner busy? Like uh... <laughs> Sean Skinner. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it's just, you know, Gerke's, Gerke, there's no question not everybody knows how talented the guy is, but, you know, Gerke's kind of exactly the same with Byrne, where as much as I say the teams are going and people are getting behind us, look at the overall age of the whole field. Um, joke around about JT like you and I always do, but, mm-hmm. you know, look how far Wyndham's pushing it. You know, Burns 32, Reed's 30. I mean, I feel overall we're past the point where kids were done at 24, 25 years old and throw yeah. them away. Yeah. You know, every, everything's advanced. Medicine's advanced. Training's advanced. But Gerke's one of those guys. He got stuck in two years of being hurt a lot. But mm-hmm. it didn't mean that he got slower. And honestly, I think he's he's going faster right now. He's ever gone his entire life. So, yeah. If that was um, for the fill-in job he did, just jumping on a bike. Not having a great practice bike and, and doing his job, mm-hmm. I saw a ton of potential. I mean, a kid got second in one of the heat races um, twice. We were lapped from t- from top five finishes. You know, his potential was there, and then he turned around and did what he did in Canada this summer. So, right. 
that was an easy pick, and honestly, it was an early pick. Um, and then Burner, you know, um, I think Burn's a perfect example of we did a two-year deal and both just met each other, and the team was growing. And the first year, I don't, it, nothing was wrong, but it was your typical one-year thing. And then the second year, you spend the second year getting to know each other better and working with each other is the biggest thing. Me working with him with things he wanted to try, him working with me with things I wanted to try. Mm-hmm things like the JGR program, and truly getting Burn outdoors on what he was really comfortable on. And then, you know, damn, guy misses the whole entire Supercross season with broken neck. I mean, I, I along with many people, thought, you know, he's he's probably not coming back from this one. <laughs> the guy turns around and starts popping top fives and almost yeah. wins his first national. Right. Which, yes, it sucks it didn't, but, man, how cool would it have been for him to win his first national with us winning our first national. But Oh, oh so close. Um, and you don't got to talk talked about to Berluti about Michael Byrne. Berluti, you're a Burner fan. Great, great guy. Yeah, I, I text him back and forth. So he's still in. He's not ready. He won't be ready for Anaheim. Um, it's 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 going to be close. Yeah. Everything's healed. The bones are healed. Yeah, all that. We're really just on. Uh, had a little have a little cleanup scope to get some scar tissue out, and we're really waiting on muscles. So it's going to yep. be. Neither one of us can stamp it. You know, he'll right. be back on the bike here in a couple of weeks, and then yeah, well, if he feels good enough to race and line up. We'll race if we have to miss one, to miss one. But it's, sure. it's going to be close. Yeah. Look, there's you got you got Thomas waiting for the fill-in ride. He's there. Put him off. Grab him off the couch. He's dominating Germany. Carson and I joked about that two days ago. You know, we were thinking about it. But what if what if Berm was going to miss a race or two? There's no. Will we do a fill-in guy? And the answer, you know, no. Because yeah. why are you going to do that much effort with all this? And right. at our level, I don't think it's really about just throwing a guy on a filling yeah. bike for two races. Yeah, people have been doing that a lot lately, though. <laughs> oh, huh? I know. You guys, last year, man, you guys. Oh, like, us, yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys were, I mean, no no fault of anybody on the team, just God. Well, it's his sponsorships nowadays. You know, right. they have these things in their contracts that say they, they yeah. expect to have somebody out yeah. there, you know. It, well, but, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with you, Berlity, and it's like, when your guys are out, they're out, and then you don't have a choice. But I, I more mean, if Burns going to miss one race at the first round, it's kind of hard to take. Plus, he's riding. Like, he's riding, right. getting ready to race. Uh, he's just not ready this weekend. Oh, no. That's more what I mean of why would yeah. you do the fill-in guys. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't. I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of fill-in guys myself, but they're, 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 these sponsorships yeah. are making these people do this, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, I saw the press release came out the other day for your team. And there was uh, Wit racing on there, and uh, I understand Les Smith is uh, going to be on KTM's sort of affiliated with you guys, sort of not. Can you talk about that and what, what's going on with uh, Scott Wit and uh, and you guys and Les Smith and all that? Yeah, absolutely. I was actually going to bring that up next time around. So the, the newest addition to the team on a partner level for Vince and I is Scott Wit. Mm-hmm. So we obviously is familiar with Scott Wit from his ventures this year in the sport, and um, you know, really wasn't. It wasn't a long drawn out thing or anything like that. I had my own, I always get my own ideas in my head and kind of watch people and follow people and mm-hmm. do a little bit of homework and things like that and then reach out to someone if I feel comfortable. And Scott's from Florida. He's up in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. So pretty much that's that's what happened there. I, I reached out to him and um, we started talking and kicked things back and forth for a little while. And I think he liked where we are with the team and mm-hmm. our business model with BTO. Um, without getting in our whole team. It was just, yeah. he had interest with us. We had an interest with him. And right. then uh, he and I, again, talked for a little while and worked out a good partnership thing. And so it's officially, I guess, getting released right now on the show. <laughs> Even though 
it was going to be a press release this week, but yeah, Scott Witt is with the team this year right. and he's a partner of tonight, so he'll be a, a big part of the team and I think he's going to be a great partner moving into the future. And, and so what about, so is less on the team? Is less off to the side of the team? No, less less is not on the team, okay. but less is fully, fully backed by Scott. Right. Which I so, thought was awesome. Did you know that, Berlut? Like, Les Smith rode for the Whit Langston team last year and signed a contract for 2013. Oh, I heard about and that. And the team fell apart. Yeah. Uh, Scott pulled the funding. But, again, in our sport, not always uh, done. Scott told Les, hey, I'll honor your contract. Oh, that's cool. I signed it to you. You know, I'll help you out. I'll do what I can. And uh, and so a good guy like Les Smith has found a home. Yeah, and really when you say it, I only got to defend Scott to that point where you just said the, the – the rumors out there that he pulled the funding on the team, you know, honestly, it's their business. I'm not going to talk about their business, but yeah. definitely two sides of the story. And Scott's one of those guys. Scott is not, Scott's not a face in the industry. He's new to it and all that. So yeah. no one really ever heard a word from him. And now if you're getting to know him, he's not that guy. He's not going to jump out there and tell his side and do his story and all that. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I asked um, to interview him. I asked, you know, Red Dog knows him. And I said, Hey, does, does, uh, does Scott want to like, Talk, give an interview to Racer X about you know the team and what what happened and, and and he's like no no he doesn't want to do it so yeah and exactly and that wasn't it and it was but you know when I when I approached him he already had done his deal with Les and that's the best thing to say I mean he fully honored something that really wasn't even him you know it was mm-hmm. it was a team and yeah. something that he had no nothing to do with and by the time I met him he had already fully fully committed to Les and yeah. taking care of Les and giving Les an opportunity and didn't pull it away. So right. Les is basically Les is gonna be all the stuff we transported with the team and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um he's put together his own sponsors. He is he does have the KTM backing. Mm-hmm. So he'll be on really good equipment. Um where we kinda of have Les is it's funny you bring up the backup position and it's it's basically that's kinda of what Les is mm-hmm. in line for if the opportunity presents right. itself. You know, he'll right. be a rookie in 450 classes, he's got to get out there and prove himself, you know. Right. So you, say, you said he's gonna, you guys are going to haul his bike. Did I understand that? Yeah, we'll be taking his bike and his equipment, mm-hmm. okay. and then he and his mechanical work out um, of their interested, space. Interested to know, uh, and maybe you don't know or maybe you can't share with us or whatever, how close is Michael Burns' bike going to be to Ryan Dungey's bike? That's personal information. I can't say that. Can oh. you ask Berluti how close his bikes are to Stewart's bike? Oh, we already did. First thing, oh, first I, thing we did. I missed it. How'd you answer it? Berlut said that, uh, from his understanding, they're really, really close. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have that pretty much access to right. wheels. Yeah, yeah, and all I'll that. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll just go with the same statement. Then. Right, right. I keep, I keep myself more private. But yeah, there's. Wow. Let's just put it. There's, there's no excuses. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, nosy dudes like exactly. me will find out anyway. No so, excuses. It's I'll, a four fifty. Yeah, I mean, that's where yeah. the, the KTM program is that they do. You know, put together for us is it's phenomenal. Um, at the end of the day, what I think is important, honestly, to put out there is, is it's a sponsorship deal. Because, And I say that because that's how it was put together. It mm-hmm. was put together by John Eric and Roger, and it's a sponsorship level. We have a full factory-supported side to the race team. Right. Uh, we have a whole sales structure, structure done with the bikes through Palmetto. Yeah. And ultimately, everything's on us. Um, but then we are open to do the majority of all our independent-owned sponsors. So right. from our... From our triple clamps to our handlebars to our tires, everything was open to what we wanted to do there. Um, the one, the only thing I would say is going to be different, motor-wise, is we're with FMF. Yep. And uh, and they use I don't even know how to pronounce it. 
Karpovich. Yeah, that's it. Right. Akropolo, so, Karpovich. Um, but at the same time, FMF stepped up big time, and yeah. you're going to see a huge FMF presence with us this year, uh, um, bigger than it's ever been, all the way from the racing side to the casual wear part. And mm-hmm. the program, I'm, I'm excited. I've just been really quiet about it because yeah. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> uh, FMF Racing and Fly Racing, two, uh, besides BTOsports.com, two of your sponsors that are big sponsors of the show. Too, so, yep, and with you know. with Fly and Western Power Sports again. Yeah. Obviously, we've been with them. This will be the seventh year. Yeah, with Terry and Craig and the whole Those, gang. These guys are and awesome, JT's man. JT's over there, Max, everybody. Yeah, JT's there, man. And and I guess what do you mean? JT works at Western Power Sports. So he moved to oh, Idaho. Yeah, no, you didn't know that, brother. Really? Oh yeah, he's there. Oh, international sales manager. He's, oh no, yeah. kid. He's been racing still, like. International, and, so that's where the connection yeah, is. Yeah, he's there, been huh? visiting all these distributors all over the world and stuff. Ah, good for and him. And moved to Idaho. And I didn't like, know that. Yeah, yeah. He's fully like. Gonna hang out with Weimer. Yeah, he's been hanging out. Uh, he's going to some hockey games, he said. He's going oh, really? to hockey games now. Hockey, come on now. Uh, that's what hey, I'm just telling you. Um, and I understand, uh, Forrest, uh, we have, you know, obviously, you know, JT's uh, a big uh, big guy on our show. The uh, BTOsports.com uh, pit, pit party presence pass thing is almost sold out i mean it's killed it yeah that that uh obviously we, we started that three years ago now i guess yeah i think we started it in 2010 um and really it's a great program but we always we've always seen the potential in it think it can be better and ultimately it's kind of how we run everything the same as we share our sponsors we just my brother and i feel like it could be better but he and i personally can't give we can't give the fans the attention that they we really think they need, mm-hmm. and that's where JT it just fell in. Yeah, and JT and I came up with that way before his WPS deal came up right. in the middle of the season, and um, yeah, dude, it it's right. sold out. But I think it's gonna be great. These people get to hang out the with heck? the team. They do everything we've always done, but they're gonna be with JT, so they get to be with a guy who just came off the track after 15 years. And he's not period. gonna be grouchy. He's not gonna be grouchy at all. <laughs> that's the best. Right. That's the best part. There's no serious JT. <laughs> Dude. Give me give me JT's best race for you. His best race that you think in all the years he rode for you. Man. Which what was the one where he just tore it up? Um It's the one of the ones where you you can't put the number of the placing it was because mm-hmm. you could have there was six place finishes and almost top five finishes, but it was an empty field. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. JT's most impressive races to me were the times where it was a stack field, and he was pulling off eights or ninths, and when, when he, he was ahead of six factory guys. When you know, he um, came, when he came back from Germany, like in '09, he was on it. Well, '09 is when he broke his leg. Okay, so that was a bad year. '08 then, or, or 2010? I don't know. I don't even know. They all blend together with JT. Uh, he was like in fifth <laughs> class. He was like hunting down Nick Way late in the main event, and and just coming from the back. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's, I, yeah. it's hard to hit one, but it, it would be like, dude, right. go to this year. This was this was his going away year and his worst year ever. Mm-hmm. But San Diego, he got ninth and he killed it. Right, right. I, I don't know what. <laughs> I, I I know what happens. That's that's unfortunately what happens when riders get old, yeah. and they don't want to see it until they're they're really really done for four years, and then they look back on it and they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know. If, you know, you know, I'm a huge fight guy. Yeah. So like BJ Penn just came back. Uh-huh. Again, this last weekend, and it's kind of like that, you know. Like yeah. they get out there, and there's no doubt people can still go just as fast as they always did. Right, right. It's going fast every weekend in the race circumstances that you don't feel comfortable doing it in. But mm-hmm. on the nights that you feel good, mm-hmm. like dude, I mean, 
every, every year. Look at what happens with Kevin Windham on a night that he loves that track. And the dude's right there for the win again, you know? So You shouldn't have made him shave his faux hawk off. Dude, that thing was horrible. Dude, it's, it just made him what he was. Uh, no, hey, it didn't. Let's, it didn't let's, let's, let's take this call. Ted, what's up, man? You got a question for Forrest Butler? Uh, kinda. I just wanted to say uh, I'm glad that the WMX series is going away because uh, I don't believe in that shit. All right. What does that got to do with the BT- BTO team? Uh, not really sure, man. I'm just clowning on you. All right. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> um, he doesn't believe in WMX. Great call, tits. Can't you screen these guys better? Oh, wait. There, turn your mic on. Apparently not. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, Forrest, uh, thank you for uh, for coming on. Appreciate it, man. And congratulations on everything. Um, can't wait to see you guys out there. And uh, like I said to earlier, the little guy, the little guy does get recognized and does get the the help, you know, if you just plug away and get good results and put your head down. and Perseverance. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. It's why, you, you know how it is. It's Sometimes you hate being called the little guy, so it's more like that to me. You're, you're privateer for so long that it's cool, but then yeah. you kind of don't want the privateer label anymore. You want an independent yeah. label. Like, right. You got yeah, great but you guys have always had a, and, I'm sorry. You guys have always had a great presence, though. Yeah, thank, thanks for that. I mean, we work hard at it. You just always – one of those guys that every year it's cool, but then – you look yeah. at who's cooler. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's yeah, always, yeah. it's always, God, we gotta, we gotta step this thing up every year. So, right, right, right. Um, right on, man. Well, hey, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, keep in touch and uh, good luck with everything. And, uh, bring- yeah, well, hey, let me, let me throw in the BTO plug for, yeah. especially for all the team supporters, especially for the BTO supporters out there. Yeah. Vince has, uh, you know, it, with the team getting bigger and all that, it's great because it just gets BTO more behind the racing side. Mm-hmm. And I know he's got uh, some big holiday sale stuff going on right now. So if you just you go to btsports.com mm-hmm. on the homepage, there's a there's a red box. Um, basically, I, I forgot the name of of what it is, but there's basically a save and sale special. You click on it, it'll give you all the details. I know he's got free shipping going on for all 48 lower state domestic states. Right. Anything any orders over eighty nine dollars has free shipping. And I'm pretty sure every order, every international order, over seven ninety nine has free shipping right now. Yeah, and so don't forget, take you, advantage of it. For you, sure. Hey, you punch in Pulp Mex Show, you save yourself extra cash. Hey, there you go, Steve. Are you international? What do you mean? Really? What do you mean I'm international? I don't know. He just said he's talking about international. Well, stuff. just free shipping on international orders. But I mean, regardless, are you? I guess you would be. What are you getting at, Berlin? Never mind. Yeah, of course he would be. He's he not, would he's not be. A lower forty-eight state guy. This, this is the internet. Berlut, Berlut, of course he's, he's internet. drunk. He's drunk. It's, it's. He's. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, let me ask you a question. I gotta fire this one off, even though you gotta kicking me off. What? What's What's both your true opinion of the inside the outdoors, whatever you, inside the moto show? That's funny you've been saying that. So that's funny you say that because I asked Wyndham and uh, Villapoto that that question um, earlier. Um... Berlute, what do you think? Well, I've only seen a couple. Earlier, earlier I was saying four or five. Which which series? It's it's a yeah, series of how many? It's six. Okay. Uh, I think they've done four. Okay. Well, the two I've seen are unbelievable. The 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 the, the Troy or the you know and you know his his producing is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he brings or you know, yeah. but I understand the part of the. Uh, it's kind of bad right. in in a way, but I think people. 
I think people have their own opinion. They'll make their own opinion. I think it's it's done really well, so I think it's going to end up being a home run myself. What about you, Mathis? Uh, I like it because um, you know and what? Comparing it to like what Berlini just said, that it's it's, it's the editing in the show is phenomenal, but it's, it has been like that since season one. Mm-hmm. So loving the sh- it, as far as it being a great put together show, that goes all said. I mean more compared comparing the seasons in the past to this season and kind of the content. What do you think? Well, I I mean, it, it's certainly different, and it looks, you know, it's more of a, a look at what goes on behind the scenes, and it doesn't always paint, paint a pretty picture, but it's true. Uh, you, you All of us know that. Um, so why not put that out there? Um, you know, um, I thought it, you know, definitely leaned a little bit on the side of, like, uh, pretty extreme, but, hey, whatever. I, I thought, you know, yeah. I was all right. What do you think? You you sound like you don't like it, Forrest, or you're not you're not a fan. I'm not a fan of all parts of it, but I just wanted to get your two opinions. Again, it's kind of I wonder if, when I watch something, I I go way too into detail about it. You know? Right, right. So maybe I'll just leave it. I, do you guys do you think it helps the sport? That's the, at the end of the day, I think it's I think it's okay for it's, the sport. It's human drama. Yeah, it's not athletic drama. It's the human drama. And look at our look at our reality show world we live in now that gets so many and I and I hate those shows I, I don't watch them. them yeah but you can't deny the millions and millions of people that love that shit forged real or not well this is more pure than those no I know absolutely yeah. but it is human drama absolutely. confrontation sure. drama yeah. uh, human emotions and maybe that's what Troy was going for to try to get some ratings let's not forget Fuel canceled him. These are all self-funded shows. He had oh, to put, wow. he put, yeah, I, yeah, I did hear that. That's, yeah, that's impressive. So, so I don't mean to knock on it like that. And, and I, I guess I shouldn't say definitely not every episode. Definitely not all the contents. You know, I think the ones like on Izzy and Millsaps and things like that. Those right. are, yeah, they're they're deep, they're dark, but right. they're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, right. overall, they're they're good. I, I'm not naming names of masters. You know, certain things, but I guess what's got me bitter, mm-hmm. and if it is to get out there and talk about, it, is there's been. I guess the talk and the pitch in some of the shows that it's almost this painted picture that if you're not in the top five, you're not making any money and you're dead broke. And there's been a couple people gone on there and it's almost, I don't think people mean to do it. Right. Because essentially everybody's thinking they should be making millions, but dude, I'm one of those teams. I mean, I'm, I'm a top 10 team. I pay my guys a lot of money. You know, these guys are, maybe they're not making millions, but they're making good six figures. That's yeah. That's my beef this year. It's almost – it makes it look a little harsh on the sport. I don't think it hurts ratings. I think right. it helps ratings because yeah. everybody's uh, like, oh, wow. But Yeah, a guy like Tommy Hahn, and I like Tommy Hahn. <laughs> Tommy Hahn has made – he is – he is, and we talked about this last show. Tommy has no education, can ride a dirt bike really fast, and I hate to pick up Tommy because I do like Tommy. He has probably made, would you say, Forrest, a couple million dollars? Oh, easy. I mean, there's, there's – Early, have you made There's a couple not million one guy on that show this year. Yeah, There's probably. more than one guy that flat out turned down rides from our team in the last two years when it was big. Well, well, for and, and, figure and, contracts. And Tommy's but one then of them. the show yeah. is making right. it be, oh, if I don't get this, I'm broke, and I'm going to yeah, sell. No, no. The, you I know, mean, like, come on. Look, oh, I okay. haven't. Look, I haven't. <clears throat> I Tommy's got more skill on a dirt bike more than, than me ever will, and he and he's a great rider. And I hate to just bring him up, but yeah, Nico Izzy. Made a lot of poor choices along the way to go to be where he is. Besides getting injured, he's made poor choices. Tommy Hahn has been injured and has made choices that have cost him 
But I haven't made as much money as Tommy Hahn has, even close. And, and you know, so, yeah, there comes a point where, like, the smallest violin playing just for you isn't always correct. Well, I see where Forrest is coming yeah, with yeah, that. Me I too. mean, he was obviously going to hire some of these guys, and yeah, that's, yeah. Where, that's where you're right. coming from. And I understand that now that you're saying it. Yeah, and, and really it's not – I don't give a shit about me. I'm more thinking about it of – I go into the Vinces, you know, yeah, someone yeah. from Beachville, and really it's what – Again, what Suzuki just did with Harden Huntington, what KTM did with us. There's when we show up at Anaheim, it's bigger than it's ever been. You know, there's there's not low men. There's millions and millions and millions of dollars being poured into the yeah. sport now. So it's one of those where I guess when I look at it, it's let's give let's give the promoters and the people who deserve deserve respect to help us all grow wow. a little more respect. It's not the other stuff's cool. That's that's just my beef, I guess. Yeah. No. I, hey, you know what? Uh, very valid point. <laughs> I see your point. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, Forrest. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Let's let's make it happen a little more next year. Um, no problem, dude. And uh, good luck with everything. And uh, thanks again, bud. All right. See you guys. See you, Forrest. Uh, yeah. Forrest Butler, everybody. The BTOSports.com show. Uh, let's go to commercial. Come back with Andrew Short of the Chaparral Honda team. See you guys in ten minutes. Tits. What are we? 11. 11 minutes mm. plus Berluti's music. Mm. Tony Berluti, you have chosen this music to come out of. Stay tuned, everybody. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, PULPMX, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOSports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOSports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one 2 3 easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order producing helmets since 1948 agv merged with dionese in 2007 birthing a renewed commitment to top of the line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. 
The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Cox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. 
At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bellray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Zeppelin? Berlin? Yeah. I like it. You like Zeppelin? Yeah, I do. A lot. Cashmere. Cashmere. I mean, it's okay. State of mind, Steve. State of it mind. It is not. It is not Halen, in case you're wondering. In case you're thinking, Berluti, that like, hey, I'm going to blow Mathis' socks off with a band that will, you know, beat Van Halen. You're, you're wrong. Yeah, I love it. Halen, too. Um, Welcome back to the Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Black Ops Moto. Uh, this is our last show of 2012, but we are going to have a best of the Pulp Mix Show. For Ludi, I don't know if you made the cut. We'll see. Oh, yeah? Uh, I don't know. I have no promises. How, how, are you, how are you rating this? How's it working? Uh, our guy Swiss Core, yeah. each week, yeah. would spend hours, or maybe an hour, Pulling the best of each show okay. in like two or three minute clips, you know? Yeah. And we're gonna we had thirty seven shows. So next Monday we're gonna have a best of the pulp show. Tits tits, how how it's seven hours, right? I don't know. You don't talk to you, you don't talk to Swiss Corps? Not about that actually. But everything else I bet. Yeah. Yeah, everything else. Yeah, everything. Everything. Uh so, so best you're gonna pull things off of each show or do you're gonna just say one show It's one show together. The oh, okay. best of. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Seven hours uh, of the best of, according to Swiss Corps, the best of. Probably a yeah. lot of insults of me in that seven hours. But uh, anyways, uh, so that'll be next Monday. Uh, we're going to do that. And uh, some commentary between uh, myself and uh, Swiss Corps as well. Let's get to our next guest. Uh, Chaparral Hondas, Andrew Short. Shorty, what's up? Hey, now, man. Thanks for, coming, thanks for coming on the hey. show. Even though you did DMXS, you did Pit Pass Radio. Did I miss anything? I mean, you've just been doing the radio show rounds. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, care, though. You're on the grind. I don't care. We'll still yeah. have you on. Um, <laughs> it's funny because you're like, yeah, we want to have the best of your show. And, like, you're looking back over a great year. And I feel like all the racers, they already forgot about all that. They already pulled a tear off. And they're looking forward. <laughs> so. Yeah. Especially you, right? Although, man, talk about highs and highs and lows and lows for you. Like, you know, your your outdoor season, you got sick. Even Supercross, your team didn't show up at some races. You were hurt, uh, and the, but then you win Seattle. Like, it's such a high and such a low. I don't even know. Like, looking back, was this a good year or not? <laughs> yeah, I think it wasn't such a great year. But Seattle is uh right. is amazing. Something I'll never forget. Yeah. So um, you know that's racing, right? So it's part of it. Seattle was cool, Hyperloop. Like, it was awesome to see. Just a good guy, a veteran, like Shorty. The whole story, huh? Yeah. Rolling up there. You guys didn't even have your semi-truck, right? your sprinter van. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Berluti, they beat you in a sprinter van. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that was, like I said, what a great great story, for sure. Um, Yeah, it doesn't matter when you line up behind the gate what you uh, rolled up to the race. That's true. It doesn't matter if you're in a semi or a pickup or whatever. It just matters how quick you get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah, good point. So, okay, so you're in California. We had Wyndham on. We had Villapoto on. Uh, I can't believe Wyndham. He said he goes back and forth to Louisiana every week, even on the West Coast stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, I know. I-, I think he even like did his photo shoot. I was like, oh, I'm pumped because Kevin's here. I was riding the TLD track, which is right across from the Honda track. Uh huh. And I'm thinking, you know, I'd see him the next day or whatever. But yeah, he was already out of there, like one and done, just in and out. He's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. He he just. Uh... But so you're but you're in Cali. You got a house in California. You're there for now a month and a half, two months or whatever. 
Yeah, not that long. <laughs> I mean, home for us is Texas, but yeah. I, I try to stay out here to be with the guys on the team and uh, get the bike sorted out and get prepared to go race right. on the right. West Coast and all that. So I think it's the best best time of year to be out here with the weather and the right. riding. It's really fun from the rider aspect because everyone's here. You know, all the riders, you get a ride with the, you know, Canard and um, a lot of the Factory Connection guys, the TLD guys. And when you're at home, it's just yourself. So it's, it's cool for me to have some fun riding buddies and you know kind of stack up to see where you're at as well well do you i know this used to drive red dog crazy of course that was my 14th mention of timmy this this show but um <laughs> he didn't like that like he didn't like the stopwatches and the man friends and everybody timing you against everybody else uh you know he didn't like that how do you deal with that or do you does it matter yeah it's part of it i, I right. feel like you're always being judged in this sport and that's just part of being a professional athlete. So mm-hmm. I think it's how you deal with it and look, look, look at it, I guess, and approach it. And for me, I think it's a, a great thing because, you know, it's not a surprise when you get to the first race, if you're off the pace or if you're, you know, doing better than what people mm-hmm. expect. So I think it's, it's an advantage for me. And I, I like it. I think it's fun for one right, right. and two, uh, the weather and everything else. But I think it also helps me with the racing is what, and that's what matters the most. Right. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you've got a question for, uh, Chaparral Hondas, uh, Andrew short. So the new bike, uh, something I'm asking everybody, how is it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's wonderful. Matt. Two seconds a lap. Is that what you always say? Well, yeah, it, it is that what you always say? Well, Everyone always says their bike's good right now. No, they, they do. Get the first race and they say it sucks. They do. Yeah. They do. But I, I, I like to feel like you could give me, uh, you know, you could give me the, the real skinny. Nobody listens to this show anyways. So. Yeah. No, I love it. It's uh, it's different. But at the same time, I feel like it's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Japanese always say that the same, same but different. But yeah. for me, I'm used to it. I feel like we have a good package that's pretty well-rounded. and. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're ready to go race and see where you're at. And you never really know until you get on a track with 20 other dudes and you're exposed and yeah. you have to pin it. So, you know, I feel like we're in a good spot for the test track, but we'll see once we uh, <laughs> right. go across the gate with the rest of the guys. But this I'm is- pumped for us because we have some amazing resources at Honda with uh, what they have to offer for our team. And I think that's, you know, you can't put – a price tag on it. So it's cool to work with double D and Shane. And, um, there's a whole group of people at Honda from the management all the way down, um, to the technicians and without them, we definitely wouldn't be as prepared as what we are going into, uh, the first race at Anaheim. Right. Does it feel much different than last year's bike? Yeah, it really? does. Even like if you're going to swap suspension, you know, straight back and forth, the forks feel a little softer on the new bike. I don't know if there's more weight put on the front end or what it is, but it feels like uh, it's a little lighter and goes side to side easier. And for some riders, I think they don't like that because it gets twitchy. And for me, I feel like it's good because I can um, turn it and put it where I want a little easier. So there's different ways, you know, Berluti, obviously where you can, you know, what you can change with the clamps and yeah. Pull rods, all that. You well, can make it however you want it. I know that, too. Me, Why would mine... you say Berluti? Why would you say, oh, yeah, Berluti, you know. I know, too. <laughs> You're a hack, Mathis. No, really? Ooh. Was I a hack when, a I, changer. when I was winning nationals and summer crossing? Was, was I a yeah, hack then? I know. You uh, like the Air Force? You're hardcore. <laughs> I know. But Berluti, he's still in it. He's like hardcore. 
Yeah, Berluti, he got soft and he just started writing. Berluti has writing been a mechanic since Berluti has been writing crap. Shorty. <laughs> uh, Berluti's been a mechanic since 1988. Can you believe that? Can you believe yeah, it? 87. Like, that's passion. Practice. Come on. Yeah, 87, with, 87 with Tommy Watts. Machine Gun? Machine Gun, yeah. Machine Gun Watts? Yeah. Um, 87. God, Hey, Berluti. so how do you like the Air Fork? I don't run the Air Fork. Oh, okay. So I, that wasn't an option presented to our team. Well, mm-hmm. I guess we, I could have if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. if you push forward. But at this, yeah. Stage in my, yeah, at this stage of my career, I'll let somebody else uh, sort through that and go through the first-year growing pain. Mm-hmm. And I'll run the, the trusty old Forks and when I get to Anaheim 1. I kind of know what they're going to do. Right, so that's right. my philosophy. But um, I know the factory guys are running it, and they love it and everything else. But for me, I think it's my best option with the resources we have to kind of go to uh, go through Supercross with the traditional-style forks and maybe move on to it for the outdoors. Did you guys have the So sep- I don't have an opinion on it. Did you have the separate function fork last year, or was yours both springs on both no, forks? No, I think it's both springs. Oh, okay. No, yeah, we run. Yeah. I've never even oh, okay. ran SFF on anything. Oh, okay, okay. Well. Hey, what do you, what about that no. super kicker you guys got on your test track? That thing's gnarly. Yeah, it's like a super kicker on the whole track. It feels like. <laughs> and, uh, on what a, is it, brother? Well, no, their fin- that finish line thing is just oh. gnar- it's pretty huge, huh? Yeah, the first day nobody was out there. I was the first dude to hit it, oh, and yeah. I hit it pretty <laughs> wide open, and it scared me. <laughs> and I made it perfect, so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's biggie. It looks pretty like you guys G out pretty hard on the face of the thing. Yeah, well, I don't get is, you know, all the young kids like Bogle and Han, Osborne, <laughs> I was watching them the other day, and they, it's rutted going up the face. It's a huge, gnarly jump that my butt just, like, tightens up going up it. I get yeah. scared. Yeah. And they're throwing big old whips off it. And right. They love kids. it, and it's... it scares me to death. So <laughs> maybe I'm getting old, or I don't know what it is. But damn kids. Pretty crazy. <laughs> um, Are you riding this week? I'm going to come down, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. coming coming down, I think. So we'll hang. Right in time for the rain. Oh, yeah. is it going to rain? Well, you coming because – uh, uh, Timmy's there, right? You got to bro down with him? No. Timmy's going? I didn't even know. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> liar. Dude, you got you figured me out. It sucks. Um, uh, yeah, uh, if it rains, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll reevaluate my plans, but. Uh, supposed to yeah, maybe Thursday, Thursday rain. Supposed yeah. to rain here, bro? Yeah, here too, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Oh, shit. I like the rain. I open yeah. the windows when it rains here. Mm. I'm let it rain, let it flood my house. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, funny. But uh, hey, how's Brooks? Oh, no, before we get to Brooks, what do you think of your Inside the Moto uh, show? We we've been talking about that all night with uh, RV and Wyndham and Forrest Butler. What do you think of your episode? Oh, yeah. Let's call it. Let's call it. Uh, I don't think for me there's anything like earth shattering. Well, but I think the series itself is, is really cool to show a different side of the sport. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, I don't know, I, I like it. I okay. think what Troy does is amazing. He's really creative, and he, like, pushes the boundaries on right. everything. And I think it's cool to so, show uh, different angles and the different ways people approach racing and what they've done and there, how they sacrifice to get where they're at. There were some people that thought Brooks was out of control on Vital, I, I read. I mean, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, that's just who he is. He's really passionate right. about right. going racing, and you know him. I know. Maybe better than I do. So, just who he is. He's right. uh, 
like I said on there, I think he's crazy, but at the same time, <laughs> it's who he is. He wants you to win and um, be the best that you can be. That guy has motocross pumping through his veins 24-7. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, he's intense. There's no doubt. Jody taught him all that. Yeah. Jody did? Yeah. <laughs> He was a test rider for motocross he action was. since he's a tiny kid, huh? Hey, is is Kehoe back? Do, can we can we talk about that or no? Is Kehoe is he coming back? Uh, I don't know. Last I knew, last week, um, he wasn't back. But you know, uh, that's not the best question for me. I'm not too educated on. No, I know all no, that. I yeah, know. I just didn't know if you've seen him out there or whatever. Well, but, what, uh, what was the story on him? Well, he's negotiating a contract with Honda. Oh, okay. Um, but it's you know December. December tenth and shit season's coming up. Who'd take his place? I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. you, maybe your guy from Canada. Yeah. From Canada, Drew. Yeah. yeah. Nah, Drew's chassis oh, okay. guy. He can't do All that. Right. I'll just he's, he's too dumb. Just he's throwing too dumb. it out there. He's too dumb to do that. Maybe uh, Double D. No, Double D could do it. Much smarter than Shane Drew. Um. Anyways, uh, so Shorty, anything that you worked on? In the you're always honest about this, maybe to a fault. But what what did you work on this off season? Uh, obviously, getting healthy was number one. And you told me, or I read either you told me or I read it somewhere where you have never taken this amount. You've never been uh, uh, never start getting prepared for the next season as short as you have this year because you just want to get healthy 100. percent And you were stressed out about yeah. it a little bit. But uh, I mean, that was the number one thing: get get healthy. Yeah, and be smarter this year. I'm not you know 18 and can kill it all day so mm-hmm. for me i think to enjoy you know where i'm at and uh use that to my advantage and try to lean on my experience and uh also you know enjoy where i'm at i feel like i have a great bike great group of people and um i think when i'm happy i feel like everything goes really smooth and with racing you have to be able to adapt with your surroundings and mm-hmm. when you're all frustrated and trying to force something it doesn't necessarily come so Right. For me, that's kind of my attitude of going into the new season. And, um, you, you know, I think that's the biggest key for me is just to stay healthy and uh, fresh. You think looking back on it, and I've written this, or I've said it, I can't keep track of myself, but uh, having Kenny, Kenny Roxon at your house, as much as you guys are bros and as much as, um, you know, you, you guys both help each other, maybe that was a bad thing looking back on it because you tried to – do as much as an 18 year old German? <laughs> uh, no, I don't okay. think so. Right. I mean, right. I think Larry thinks that, obviously. I think and he does. For me, yeah. I, yeah. yeah and, but to each its own, you know. Okay. And I think for me, either way, the problems that surfaced um, with my health were going right. to arise no matter what. And maybe it accelerated it, mm-hmm. you know, quicker than it would have if he wasn't there or not. But. You know, I'm a big boy, and I know when to uh, push and when to pull back, and I got a little carried away on a few things, but I should have been able to adapt quicker than what I did. For me, there was a lot of advantages of having Kenny there with, uh, you know, somebody as fast as he is and seeing a different style and how he approaches racing. And Mm -hmm. He's a world champion, and he has a lot of great things uh, going for him. It's it's too easy to point the finger at somebody else when you have to look yourself in the mirror first, you know? Right, right, And, right. Uh, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. It's always, you know, I point the, the blame more at myself than anybody else. Yeah. Well, hopefully he, he, he stays with you again because some of those texts were just epic. Hmm. Just epic. <laughs> Kenny and his dad. He does it, Kenny, what he's going to oh, do. Oh, he's nuts. Day by day. He's nuts, right? Um, 
Titch, yeah. Titch, you have two people on line one. Can you please clarify that, producer? Nope. You can't clarify that? Um, Larry is on one. Nash is on three. Larry Brooks. Nash was on one, but he got okay. disconnected. Is this Larry? Yeah, this is Larry. What's up, Larry? What's your question for hey, Andrew I Short? I got a question for Shorty. Okay, he's on the line. Okay, I want to know how much of the history of the sport. I know he's originally from Colorado, but if he ever heard of guys like Sean Morgan or Stacy Cook? Yeah, both of them. Berlute, Berlute knows. Stacy Cook. Yeah. Him and Cooper used to hang together. Okay. Arlo England. Cook. Yeah, Arlo. My dad used to get a suspension done by him. Yeah, I think he's still out there in Colorado, isn't he? Doing mountain bike stuff. Yeah, all those guys. I, I mean, I, I don't talk to him all the time, but right. you know, Chad Wallison was one of the biggest influences in Colorado. I rode with him a lot. Um, Scott Atkins, Boo Stitcher, Josh Kellogg. There's tons of people. Yeah, Stitcher. Yeah, Boo Stitcher. Boo Stitcher. No, he was before me. Oh, okay. Like I didn't get ride with him. But yeah. yeah, I would think Boo Stitcher and Art All England are a little before his time. Yeah. Hey, but but uh, yeah. uh, Larry Shorty knows him. Shorty knows the name. Knows a little bit about him. Well, that's cool. I wrote you know, I think kid a little the bit. New guys should stay in touch with the old guys from the sport. <laughs> they should, and Shorty's one of the guys that that actually does and knows it. There are some guys, <clears throat> Ryan Villapoto, that have no clue about the old dudes. <laughs> they just don't, and it's not it's not a good or a bad thing, and I'm not. Just, just some guys didn't know, no clue. Doesn't matter. Huh? Yeah, I mean, but I think Shorty, you're you're one of the guys that that, that that does, you know. So the history, if they go back to the history, yeah, they're passionate. They're again passionate, yeah. maybe. Shorty's a fan, I think. Growing up, like read magazines and stuff, All right? Right, Andrew? I mean, you were. Yeah, even the people, um, like even my father-in-law, the buddies that hang he hangs out with, they all live in that old era and. Reading the magazines, watching videos, I love everything about two wheels and the sport, and I try to educate myself as much as I can to uh-huh. learn from what they accomplished and how they approached racing and, and from the business side as well. I think there's a lot to learn there yeah. you know, also. All right, Larry. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, all right. It's time. It's inevitable. You knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I oh. thought he was falling asleep. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to get the- I'm trying to get the kids to sleep so I can go to bed. Moser, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is going, guys. You know, you know Moser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for the hey, Ber- Guinness, Moser. Hey, I was just gonna say, Berlue, did he restock that fridge for you? Yeah, I, did. I did. He has not Thank had you. one tonight, though. I don't know what's up with Berlue. I've uh, kind of got a cold, so I'm just drinking water tonight. I'll I'll drink it up. Don't worry about that. Oh, he's going in. He's going in. Oh yeah, he's going in the Guinness. <laughs> um. Anyways, Moser, let's let's not make this too long here. Uh, All right, well, we'll just get these 29 questions started then. <laughs> no, you're not I'm doing 29 kidding. questions. I'm just kidding. I don't have, I don't have that many. Uh, but uh, I do have to finish up my Christmas shopping, so, Shorty, what, uh, what's on your wish list this year? Oh, no parent, no, no, no gifts for the big kids, just little kids around here. So not, You're not going to get Jackie a present? That doesn't seem like a wise, a wise choice. <laughs> no, just the kids, dude. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a wise choice. <laughs> Does Jackie need a new hunting knife for goring boars? <laughs> if uh, if you and Jackie don't ex- exchange presents, this sounds like something I need to definitely talk my talk over with my wife because that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I uh, I I'm, I am going big with my wife this year. It is ridiculous. She's not happy because it's one big gift, 
she wants a lot of other <laughs> gifts, but I don't care. This is a big thing I'm getting her. So, you know, it's a lot of money. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shorty, how many times did Jackie ram Jeremy last night or yesterday? Yeah, I think a couple. He said he had to take some Advil today. I actually talked to him on the phone on the way home from riding, and yeah, I don't think he was too pumped. He was he was <laughs> laughing, but underneath his breath, he was a little bit Dude, pumped. I think she, she takes no prisoners. Yeah, the old racer in her comes out, whether right. it's go karting, just racing to the grocery store, or whatever. <laughs> so. Um, all right, Moser, anything else? Um, let's see. Now, how far uh, how far is it from Anaheim to your house in California, Shorty? Far, really far. <laughs> I think I know where this no, is going. Too far to drive and stay the night. <laughs> it's too far to drive, so you won't drive like back and forth the night over or whatever the day of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, someone in the chat room said you're a trust fund trust fund kid living off dad's hard work, Moser. Just Are one kid. Yeah. Yeah. They're on to me. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, between all the Twittering and Instagramming I do and the stuff I do for Pulp Next, which is limited, I do manage to get a little bit of work in there. But uh, he's welcome to call me up anytime. I can't I'm happy to talk shop with him. I can't believe you lost Genova's contract. I can't believe Genova didn't go with Moser heated floors. Yeah, I was disappointed. I'm not going to be heating him up either. Can't believe it. But, uh, yeah, anyway, Shorty, I hope to make it to A1, no promises. But if I do, um, I'll probably try and hop a ride to the race with you for race morning. It's not too too much to ask. I'm hoping you have enough room in your car. <laughs> All right. You'll sit in between the kids? Um, yeah, that's pretty – yeah, I usually get stuck in the back of the kids or at the kids' table at All holiday right. functions. Believe <laughs> it or not, Shocker. Not a, not a, yeah, not a stretch there. Uh, all right, Moser. All right, uh, take care, guys. Hey, Later. wait, Moser. What? Uh, announce your giveaway. You're, we're doing a giveaway tonight, and you're a big part of this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Pulpmex app. So first, I got five more to give away. Yep. And uh, with Kenny gone, the first five callers to call in and just give their best Kenny Bonix wine. Let's just do email. Let's do email. First five people on email. email? Yep. All right, first five email. Emails to what is it? Pulpmex at gmail.com? Pulpmex show at gmail.com. gmail.com. Pulpmex show. The first five people that, that have a, the best Kennyism. Should they have to be unique? I don't know. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Know. Okay. You make that joke. It would have been way better if they called in, but never mind. We're, we're doing email. Like, we, again, have, we can't. Yeah. You know, let's not have a simple contest. We have a lines full. We don't have room for five people. We got to get to other rooms. Right behind. Well, uh, well, Shorty's popular. This is bound to happen. Yeah. All right, Moser. Thanks. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. See, See you, Shorty. See you, Moser. Uh, John. John, what's up, man? You got a question for Andrew Short? Yeah. I was just wondering how Shorty uh, knew about Tucker Hibbert. And, I mean, uh, I seen him tweet this weekend about how great a race he had over in Bessemer, Michigan, and uh, Tucker Hibbert's snowcross race. What, what do you, what, how do you know Tucker? Me? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, you. How do you how do you know uh, Shorty? How do you know Tucker Hibbert? Talk about that. Yeah, just when he raced and uh when back in the day when I rode Suzuki's at Motor World, we started hanging out and riding together and then he actually came down to our house and would train after Snowcross was over and so I became good friends with him and you know, I don't see him as much anymore, but obviously I'm a uh 
big fan of his, and I was pumped to see that he went 1-1 this weekend. I know the first race is a little tough, but I think the first ones are always like an oval anyway. They don't look that cool, but I think this track was really big in Michigan from what I read and looked cool and looked like he did well, so I was pumped for him. Yeah, that was a great, that's a great, it's more of a Le Mans cross-country type, uh, you know, good track, you know. The Spirit Mountain track is really lame. They don't they don't make enough snow there. They could make a big track there, but they just don't. So thanks, John. Cool. Thanks, like John. A joke, right? Yeah. What's that? Thanks, thanks, John. The Duluth one's like a joke. Yeah, huh? yeah. Thanks, John. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it was a good question. Let's just we we got we got lines are packed. There. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Nash, what's up, gentlemen? Gentlemen, how are you? My favorite Kenny Ebonics line is Phenom. 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 Yeah. Phenom. Yeah. Jordy, got two quick questions. Chanceability. Chanceability. There it is. Uh, Jordy, how involved is MC in practicing and riding? I don't anticipate it a lot, but when he's out on the track, what's he like? Yeah, uh, Jeremy's obviously, his skills are unbelievable for, you know, who he is and what he's accomplished and, I don't actually get to ride with him that much uh, anymore. Back in the day, I used to ride with him all the time. But, you know, through his family, with his wife, he uh, he's busy with uh, a lot of different other avenues. And I think also with his truck racing, takes some time. But And when he does ride, he's testing for Honda. So he's more focused on uh, the bike and getting development ready. So I don't get to, like, go out and ride and have fun with him so much as I do just get to talk about the technology with the bike and the direction the team's going and the mentality side of racing for myself. So it's not like it used to be back in 2006 and seven when we'd ride, train and have fun together. It's uh, a little different nowadays. And I think because the situation off the track as well has uh, been difficult for him and his family. And I think they're overcoming that now. So, which is really cool and exciting for him. Excellent. Family first, as we both know. Uh, and my second question yeah. is if you had to, to take a look down the road when that time comes, and I'm not saying it's now or even next year, but would you be interested in doing any off-road, National Enduros, GNCC, things like that? Yeah, I would love to. I think work-style stuff would have been better for me, and now that seems like it's going away. I don't think mm-hmm. I could hop into the GNCC series and just, you know, be very successful without, you know, I think it would take a few years, so... Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I love anything on two wheels. I love trail riding. I love all that, and I even think it'd be fun to go ride a year over in Europe and do the GPS. But I don't know where life's going to take me or what's going to happen in my career. And mm-hmm. trying to enjoy it for what it is right now. But I'll always be riding. I don't know if it'll be off road or motocross, supercross, or right. you know, what doors will open and close. Nice. Well, hey, thanks for your honesty and thanks for being a good uh, sportsman. Thanks, Nash. Cheers. <laughs> thanks, Nash. Um, hey, we're doing a contest. I don't know if uh, Max has told you, and I don't even know if I should announce this officially, but Fly Racing and the Pulp of Mix Show want to do a contest where uh, a listener gets to design your butt patch. Uh, oh, man. Is that something you would run? Would you even do that? Or would you, do we need to move to Canard or Albertson? Oh, I don't care. Okay. All right. Run it. We'll just do that. Then. Yeah. All right. And Moser's not eligible. Like, there's no way. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think that'd be cool for our fans. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that, but I, I need to ask you if you would, if you would run it. So, yeah, I'm down. I don't care. Um, all right, Shorty. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, can't get to all the calls, but we got to move along here. Um, yeah, you know, 
We got things to do. Yep. Hit me <laughs> up if you see if you see Ferry. I'll be over there on the other side of the Honda truck. You know, um, the privateer pit at the Honda truck. Yeah, maybe. I'll ask Timmy Come if I. Hi. I'll ask Timmy if I can talk to you. Like I don't know if he's yeah. okay with that or or not. He'll be busy fanning them and coddling <laughs> them. <laughs> Uh, the cold water. I love this guy right here. All right, Shorty. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. See you guys. Have a good night. See you. Bye bye. See you, Bye. See you, tits. That's why. That's that might be the only guy. Gotta love Shorty. That's gotta be the only guy that's ever said see you, tits. I think that's actually probably true. Right. Three years of this show. At the beginning of the show, I approached. No, no, you. Yes, but I mean, as far as the writers, like, really, they don't on the phone. Yeah, they don't know you in real life. When you. When you pick up, when you call Kevin Windham, mm-hmm. you say this is Peter from the Pulp Mech Show. Right. What does he say back? Hello. Who? And you say, I say, we're just about ready for you. Are you good to go? And then they'll either say yes, or they'll say, hold on, I need to go in another room, or something like that. And Who's then... the friendliest guy to you when you call? Trey was really nice. Shorty. Hey, Shorty, <laughs> yeah, Shorty's really nice. Um, I get heckled too much if I chatted up with the writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like so, that. So uh, I try and keep it short. Right. As, as much of a people person as I am, you know, I try and tame it down. You are you know, very I don't, dynamic. I don't want to scare. <laughs> very dynamic. So scare the writers off. Personality. Um, Jason's nice. Who? JT. Oh, that doesn't count. JT doesn't yeah, count. Just saying. Um, Sean. Sean. Yes, Steve. What's up? What's up, man? What's your question? Yeah, if uh, a 250 rider could contend for both the East and the West shootout, or not the shootout, the series, do you think any teams would participate, like, could Dino try and go for the East and West title, both of them? You can't do it. It's against, against the rules. No, I know, but is, if if it was allowed, do you think teams would do it? And uh, why why is it against the rules? Like, what reason does the FIM or AMA have for not allowing that? Started in 85. Uh, as a regional class to get people experience racing supercross before they jump up. And this may not be a really great answer, but that's just the way it's always been. Um, Mainly expenses. Yeah. They're they're trying to separate the two just to cut down on expenses. What happened to the rule? And I don't even know if it's still in place, but remember you can ride a 250 in the 450 class. They made that rule like three years ago. Two-stroke. No, four-stroke. Oh, I don't know. Nobody does it, huh? Nobody so, does it anymore. Like five or six privateers did it. They did. They did. Oh, really? They did it, and nobody does it anymore. It's like huh. nobody remembered or they realized that the bike sucks against 450s. I didn't you know, know that. In yeah. Supercross? Yeah, Supercross. Yes. Really? Um, Where have I been? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, thanks, Sean. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, see ya. Uh, BTOsports.com, tweet it to the segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. These are real questions from real live listeners on Twitter directed towards at Tits Legendary. Would you get 1,000 questions? 1,500? <laughs> Would you normally get? Almost a million this time. A million. It takes me right. literally all day to right. go through these. Right, right. Very hard to whittle, whittle your, them all down. Your father owned a company that you work for and not happy, probably, that you wasted time on this show. Family owned if company. If he knew, right. then he definitely would. You be definitely happy. don't do that much at work because you get right back to me on texts and emails for show stuff. I try and be prompt with my 
dealings with everyone. It's not just you. And that has nothing to do with how busy I work. Because most of the time I'm actually at school, by the way. You know, I'm at school for, you know, You're the still first... going to school? I am. Dude, you don't seem any smarter. <laughs> like, I mean, since you've been going to school for that long. Like, I don't know if it's working. It's not. Right. Like, you don't seem all. to be getting any better. Oh, you guys are hilarious. All right, let's nope. do. Let's go. These are the best of the best questions. All right. Um, start off with Steve Edwards. Uh, he wants to know if you know if any of the, the pros, like when they show up in, like, the Moto4 or any of the other motocross movies, if they get paid, and if so, how much? I don't know if anyone has told you that or if that's uh, – They don't get paid anything. None of those video guys pay anything. Okay. It's just, uh, you know, exposure for your sponsors and stuff. Okay. Shorty just sent me a text. Thanks for having me on. Can't beat that's that guy. That's cool. Uh, I'm going right. to say, I can't believe you said bye to tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim Anderson wants to know if there are any other teams that will be switching over to Pirelli this year. Because right now it's just JGR and then, and, and uh, BTOsports.com BTO. team. Not that I know of, but I did hear that they were making a push to sign a big major team. I don't. They wouldn't tell me what it was, and I uh-huh. don't know if it happened. So perhaps. Okay. Kyle Slammons uh, wants to know, if you guys have heard anything on where Haney will end up, he says rumor has it's Jeff Ward yes. racing. It won't be called Jeff Ward. won't be called Jeff Ward racing, but yeah. Would that be a good fit? Sure. Or yeah. Just it's a Cowie. He rode Cowies last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Berlut? Yeah, just like you said. He's familiar with the bike, and uh, right. the team. The team's established. It's there. I, I guess Wardy's not going to be involved, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Does he make 16 races, 17 races? Um, I'd like to think so, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, Craig Whitson, uh, he says, it's just been announced that in Canada, the pros can race 252 strokes in the MX2 class. Do you think that's a good idea, and will that ever make it over? Well, they did it. They south. did it last year. They've been doing it for a couple of years for intermediates. In okay. Canada, the entries are so shitty, and they pay such shitty purses that they want to get, they let the B riders race the pro nationals. It doesn't affect their status as B riders. So they let the B riders ride 252 strokes last year, and two or three of them did. And they never did that well. Um, they got whole shots, some whole shots though and stuff. I, I think I personally think that when that when the 254 stroke first came out, the 252 stroke probably would have been, you know, a little bit more. Uh, I don't know advantage. But now mm-hmm. that the 254 stroke is uh become developed and stuff. It's it's just so it's so much easier to ride that thing than a two stroke. Two strokes they hit so hard and mm-hmm. they break traction. Yeah, the the bikes nowadays, I remember if you made 40 horsepower on a 250F, you were doing pretty good. Yeah. They're 44 now from what I hear. 43 44. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, so they they run really good. It's I hard mean, to I don't I mean, I, you know, power to the ground. Look, the, it's a political thing too. The, the um, manufacturers don't make them anymore. Mm. Yamaha makes them, but it's the same bikes for five, ten years. They're five, six years now. KTM updated them, good for them. But when you are getting money, here's what happens: if you're getting money from the manufacturers and support from the manufacturers for your series, and two or three of them can't even compete because they don't make the bike anymore. And so if you have a guy, and I don't think it's going to happen, but if a guy comes out and starts winning on one, now you can debate the rules about TCs and all that till the cows come home. The mm-hmm. bottom line is 
The barn door is open. That's what it is. You know, you can't compete CC to CC. That's just the way it is. But if you're an organization and you make that rule and all of a sudden two strokes start start uh, winning and these Japanese t- companies see that they can't win because they don't produce that bike anymore, say goodbye to your support for the series. Wave bye-bye to that because why do you want to align yourself with a, with a series that you can't win on because you don't make the bike because people didn't buy them and they forced you to cancel production? It's a, it, it, I mean, it's, you know, the AMA is the fault 10 years ago for making the CC rule yeah. the way it is. Yeah. They are to blame. Now let's move on from that. That's done deal. Now let's move on from that. And I think it's a stupid move. But having said that, I don't think you'll have, I don't think those, I don't think anybody will pick them. No. You know, like I don't think any top guys will pick them and they won't win. So. Well, they haven't developed them. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. like you said, it's the same bike. I mean, KTM a little bit. A little but, bit, um, yeah. Suspension-wise and stuff, they've yeah. the the four strokes are way better now. Okay, Mitch Wigan uh, wants to know um, about tires. Uh, he says on a four fifty, what are the advantages if you run a narrower rear tire? If you even know. Well, I mean, according to Shorty, only Berluti is capable of answering such a mechanical <laughs> question. So let's let's turn it over to Berlut. <laughs> Narrower tires, do you know what they do? Yeah, in, in maybe mud conditions or a track that has a lot of ruts, possibly. But, um, you know, typically uh, they all run the same tire. Yeah, wh- where are you guys at with tires now? Everyone's everyone's running 120. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone. On a 450. Yeah, on yeah. a four, And even 250s, I think, are on, on that. Um, no. No? I think a lot of guys are on 120s, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think 110, Steve. But anyway. God damn it, Perluti. Come on. Go talk to Shorty. All right. Uh, Chris Ackerman called in, and he uh, says. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Not too great, right. He has a sizable <laughs> collection of motocross memorabilia, hat or helmets, mm-hmm. jerseys, stuff like that. Yeah, he donated some of it already for our cooler contest. Right. Yeah. He's not actually interested in getting rid of any of it, but he's wanting to know if you guys knew of a way to get that appraised or if there's I don't, services out yeah, there I that you're not aware that I know of. eBay. You've got this great setup in here. Maybe you knew what you were doing. Maybe I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's so awkward. It's worth as much as somebody's willing to pay yeah, you for it. Yeah, pretty much. Do you have any memorabilia, Berlut? Do you collect anything from not your years? Not really. What do you have? What do you, what do you even, do you even, I mean, you I don't got, strike me as a guy that cares. Nah, I mean, I, I, like you would never have a room like this. No nah, offense, but actually yeah. I probably got some stuff like this, but it, I don't have it. Right. You know, it's right. not hung up or nothing like that. What's your you know? coolest thing you have? I don't know. Probably a Carmichael with my name on the back of it. Hit the last uh, few races that he raced. On uh, Suzuki? Yeah, yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. He put, uh, you know, everybody's on the team's name on the back of his jersey. Really? Uh, back of his pants for one race, for one moto. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. I don't like, remember that. Yeah, put four Berluti or four four um, RD, you know, stuff Every like that. moto? Every moto, last? pretty much. I remember it, that. There's about eight, eight, motos, eight motos that he did that. that. Yeah. 
Jeez. Yeah. That's a pretty cool so idea. So I got the pants, and it's in a frame and stuff. It's pretty cool. And then it, the jersey. Was and it then, Scott Taylor who did that? or Beat Yeah, it? Scott did it, kind of. Good job had by done. Scott Taylor. That's cool. My buddy uh, from UN Tomoto, I just got a plug-in for him. He's the one that framed them. They, they turned out really good. That's pretty cool. Timmy never did that for me. Um, yeah. O'Rourke. Hey, Mathis. Lady, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, I had a, a comment about your, just in the Tweet at Tits segment, you were talking about the two-stroke versus four-stroke thing in the Canadian Nationals. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a similar situation playing out down here in, in our series. Um, we have an under-19s, like, development series. And uh, and basically, a lot of the guys were riding... There was a few guys riding KDM 250 two-strokes and a lot of guys riding Yamaha, Kawasaki, everything else in the four-stroke. And a lot of the guys up front were on the two-strokes because I think the level of talent in that class was so close that the 252 stroke really made a difference. And from what I've seen as for 2013 for that series, a lot of guys are just getting rid of their four-strokes and getting the two-strokes. Wow. So it's an interesting phenomenon. I mean, I think if you've got really fast riders in a, in a, a 250 four-stroke class and 450 stroke class, they're going to... They're going to, whichever bike they're on, those guys are going to be quick anyway. But I think when you've got a, a, a talented field that's very similar, that basically the two-stroke's going to come out on top. Yeah, well, I haven't seen that in Canada, but the, the top guys haven't been doing it. So it should be interesting. Do you know what I'm saying about the OEM support, though? Oh, and, and I think that's, that's a frustration for the OEMs in Australia, for the, the manufacturer four-strokes only, like uh, Honda, Kawasaki, and Suzuki. Yeah. They, they're there they're like, why are we helping anyone in this series when, when the at the first corner there's like twelve KDM two fifty two strokes. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. there's no one. They're not. They're pulling the whole shot. They're they get. And look, don't get me wrong. There's certain conditions where the four strokes are suited, but but as the series goes on, I, like I sponsor a couple of guys in that series, and they just sold up their bikes and and they're going to KDM. So mm-hmm. you know, they're like, yeah. if you can't beat them, join them. And so I totally understand. I don't think it's a it's a necessary change. I think they should just stick to two fifty four straight. To be honest, I agree. So the the the, now, and, and, the under sorry, nine, the under nineteen series is going to be a KTM series. It'll basically become a one make series. If you want to be competitive in that class, you basically got to ride a two stroke. Um, yeah. I mean, this year that the whole was just the whole shot machines, you know, and, and it gave a lot of guys who weren't necessarily better riders than some of the other guys on the gate. It gave them an advantage. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so the other guys had to sort of play catch-up. And, look, the, the cost of, uh, of getting a two-stroke to perform over a four-stroke is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I had one of, the, one of the guys I sponsor on a, on a YZ 250F do Cosworth cams, Cosworth head, pistons, pro circuit, you know, everything on the thing, and, and it, he still wasn't even a patch on a on a KDM two fifty two stroke with a pipe and so on. So. Yeah, I I just uh, you know you can debate the rules being effed all you want, but they are what they are. I don't think it's very smart for a racing organization to piss off your sponsors um, no. when they can't win. You know the Japanese, Berlu, well, you know this, and I know this from a little bit of time. They're very competitive. You know, like they want to beat Suzuki wants to beat Cowie, and you know I mean sure they really they're very competitive with each other. And a win on Saturday night means their bike is the best. And they're very prideful of that. And, and that's their culture. Not that anybody else isn't, but Japanese in particular are. And they'll just they'll just be like, F you. you know? so, so you have a team, you said, right? Oh, no, I, I work for one of the distributors, and, and we sponsor a lot of guys through different shops. 
and um, through bike shops and and yeah, I have sort of two or three guys that I, that that my company helps out and um, and they've just all they're either changed to two strokes or about to make the change to, to two strokes because of they, they feel like they're uncompetitive. You know, is this Supercross only? Yeah, uh, motocross. Oh, motocross. I, I don't think they notice it in like we have the same rule in. In the Supercross, so you can run a 250 two-stroke and 250 four-stroke in the same class, but it doesn't seem to be as, as much of an issue in Supercross as it is to motocross. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know if it's a, a traction thing or more power thing with the with the four-stroke, but um, it seems to be way more of an issue in motocross. Hmm. All right, O'Rourke. Thanks, man. All right, and the, the one thing I was going to say is is I'm, uh, I'm heading to Anaheim 1, and I'm really wishing that I could take Stevie's tour of motocross stars when i get there that you and me both bro hasn't been implemented. You, thank you thank you very much uh i am a trendsetter i'm ahead of my time unfortunately no one has seen that to no one else believes that i'm serious there's me and two buddies and and i guarantee we would pay to go to say this is where well the x party in crusty demons was filmed etc the, the, the listen ping probably needs some money i'll, I'll get in touch <laughs> with ping because he could take you to these places i can't really take you um, to these to these places, but I know Ping could. Um, uh, it, it, Ping's got nothing to do for a couple of months. He's sweet. Yeah, that's what I mean. He'll, <laughs> he'll do it, dude. I was trying to do the JT um, BTO pit tour, but they're not doing one at A1, so I was oh, pretty bummed on that. Huh. No, he said it's too busy and they can't get enough tickets. And right, right. It's, and he's still going to be in Germany, so that was a real bummer. Oh, really? He's not going to be there? I didn't know that. No, no, he's, he's got a race that weekend that conflicts. Who knew? You need All to right. get on that. Thanks, O'Rourke. No worries, guys. See you later, Baluti. Hey. Have a good night and goodbye, tits. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Look at that. Bye-bye. Look at that. Can't beat you that. say nobody cares about you. Ackerman. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. What's up, man? You know what? What the fuck are you calling me awkward for? That I say, I say awkward questions or awkward things? What are you talking about? you talking about me. No, I was talking about tits. Oh, oh, oh. No, I was talking about tits. Well, I can't I, believe you're still listening without Kenny. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Well, I, I, I like tits, so leave him alone. He's very nice, but, by the uh, way. Hey, what do I do? Like, how do I figure out how much my collection's worth? Dude, you know? I don't know. Like, search. I, that's a good question. It, it's like Berluti said. It's worth like about as much as somebody would pay. Uh, there's shit yeah, on eBay. It really is. Yeah, there's stuff on eBay about it. Like, um, I don't know, man. Like. Not really on eBay. On eBay, it's basically whoever's eyes better is where you're. Right. That's where you're getting, and that's where you're getting. Yeah, yeah. But like it isn't. It, like um, I have probably twenty helmets and from right. like different rare, rare events and stuff like that. Yeah, but and I want to know just what they would be. I, I don't know. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, you got me. I just call it a cool round million and and go from there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, know. Sure, sure. I mean, I got I got a lot of cool shit too. Like, yeah, know, I've seen pictures of your shit. But I mean, I dude, yeah, I don't know what it's worth. You know, my Tim Ferry stuff is priceless. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, I got a Ferry jersey from Chapman. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, Edney's Ferry one. Yeah, right. right. It, it was sick. Um, yeah, I don't but, know, uh, man, Chris. I don't really. Yeah, good question. It, hey, I talked to Josh Hampton. Uh-huh. Over the weekend, uh-huh. he gave me the best. I wish I could say it right now. The best quote I've ever heard. 
I ever heard anybody say. It was so fucking classic. And he, dude, it was, I know where he's going to be this year. And yeah, he's pissed. I can, some people are going to end up in the cheap seats. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. But it it was funny, though. He said the funniest thing. Why don't you just go ahead and, and spit it out? Go ahead. Dude, I would totally tell you if it wasn't on there. But, uh, okay. yeah, but um, what happened between you and Watson? Nothing. Nothing happened. He came in uh, two shows ago and said, hey, this is my last show. And I said, can you finish up the year? And he said, no. And I said, what's Please the matter? And, he, and I said, what's the matter? And he said, ah. Uh, I got my chick and I got a kid and I got to spend more time with them. And, and you, you, I, I, I say too many things on the air and you, you cause my life to be difficult. Me, me, me. Well, you're a reporter. Well, and you got to ask mm, questions. Uh, I know. I know. Well, hey, yours, buddy. Talk to him. I don't know. I mean, hey, I was, he doesn't even like me. I was, <laughs> I was very surprised that, uh, he lasted two and a half years. He did a great job here and he was super funny. Uh, yeah. he, was, he was frustrating at times, but he was also really awesome. And he was good for the show, and yeah, it sucks, but you're going to move on. You know what, though? Fuck Watson. You got Ping <laughs> Amber Liddy. Yeah, so, yeah, and I got a, I got I, a I like cavalcade the, of stars. I like this guy. He is Tedesco's old mechanic, right? Yeah, he was Tedesco's mechanic. Yeah. I think, dude, but yeah, I mean, Berluti's worked for like 30 dudes, so. Yeah, he's badass. You badass? But, uh, yeah, keep yeah. up the good work. He's badass. All right, thanks, Ackerman. Hey, show still sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, has been. Hey, Steve. How you doing? What's up? How you doing, uh, Malik? Hey, hey um, those podcasts you're doing, I just, I'm just catching up now because we had a storm here. But uh, the one you do with Paul Steve was, uh, was actually pretty good. I know Paul fairly well, and that was, uh, that was pretty good. Thank I, you. I yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Paul, Paul's a good guy. Racetech's on board with us uh, as a sponsor, so it's awesome. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's good. Um yeah, I'm kind of pissed that Kenny left because I really enjoyed his stories of the old days, and uh, and I know he has that camaraderie going with with Carmichael. So I have a great Carmichael story back when they the uh, used to have those races in Englishtown, they race the champions, and uh, you know they always bring the guys into the city on Friday night to show them around, and uh, one of the guys uh, had a Italian restaurant down in the village, so we bring him down there, and I guess there was a lot of traffic, and uh, kind of when you pop out of the Lincoln Tunnel, you had the uh, the tunnel bunnies walking around, there's a lot of traffic, and I think. Uh, Somebody treated Carmichael to a little little tip. So I think um, if Mitch is around sniffing his fingers, he would have got more than French fries that night. Oh, <laughs> and I, oh. And I, ouch. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Blue, do you remember those days? And they used oh, to yeah. to the city on Friday night? Yeah. How would you know? Uh, I, I, I did it one time. You did? To, well, well, I mean, I was in an English gun? town, but uh, uh. yeah, with Machine Gun, matter of fact. Yeah. With machine Gun Watts? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> funny. So. So Kenny was holding back at some of the good stories, but uh, yeah, probably. You know. Yeah, but I, I like how your mother kind of how you know defended your honor there. So I, I assume you're going to get ruined on Twitter the next few days. Yeah, whatever. My mom. Fun. Yeah, I thought it was funny because my mom was so pro me and so anti everybody else. It's awesome. <laughs> so thanks, husband. Okay. Hey, have a good show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Um, all right. What other questions you got? What, what else? Uh, we got two more. Okay. Let's um, do it. Dominic Russo. Uh, wants to know what your guys' thoughts are on having race cautions in Supercross like they do in short course truck racing. You know what that is? No. Berluti? Yeah. Do you well, know I that? mean, they don't have cautions, but they're kind of 
going that way a little bit with the flashing lights and stuff. True. I'm just saying you can't jump anything until everything's cleared or whatever. Why would you do that if somebody on the far side of the track is down? One dude is down the turn. That's a stupid question. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Zach Kapfer uh, wants to know what you guys think the chanceability is that Honda or the Honda riders will switch back away from the dual exhausts on the 450s like they did on the 250s. Well, we talked about this with Albertson. There's no factory teams that will ever do it. Uh, no Honda-supported teams that will do it. I think privateers will do it, though. What do you think, brother? Why not, right? Wait. I think. I, 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 why wouldn't you? Do you think Mitch will make one? Oh, yeah, I think they're all making one. Yeah. Yeah, they're all making a single. I think you'll see privateers do it for cost reasons, weight reasons, whatever. But nobody actually sponsored by Honda. Okay. That's old news, right? Uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's do it. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of goggles. Kyle Chisholm. Zach Osborne last year. Michael Essie may or may not use the frame. Uh, Jimmy Albertson's now using beer goggles. Um, type in look on more. Save yourself some money on the website. Code look on more. Uh, X brand, the X brand.com. You getting some more riders this year? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Working on finalizing that. Yeah. The way do you see the names? Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> won't take much to guess, guess them though. I don't think, but big, big, big plans. Make any team envious yeah. of their lineup. Watch out. Oakley, your Dillapoto and your Dungy. They ain't shit. <laughs> Stewart. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, this is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. These are questions for you, Berlute. Okay. And you know the drill. Yeah. You've got to answer them in a, in a you know shortest amount of time you can. Sure. Um, I need tits here. So. Yeah. I need tits to do this. He, he's on the other line. I know. He, he, can't, he can't multitask. He's still, still. Hey, can you work the time on this? Can I, yeah. And the tear-off noise? Yeah. And all that? Yeah. Give okay. me one second. And I would be more than happy to do that for you. Okay. Ready, ready, ready Berlutti? Sure, I'm All ready. Right. First question. Uh, Tony Berluti, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. Who had the trickiest box van back in the day? Uh, it'd be a Grumman Honda. Yeah, but was it a, a mechanic or somebody who had trick set up? Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you meant in general. Yeah. Um, no, Grumman was the only box to have. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was there? Uh, Pete Steinbrecher had a pretty cool one. He was good with wood, so it was pretty bitching. Uh, so was Moser. That's 3.4 seconds, by the way. Um... In regards to your wrenching, Tony Berluti, what is one thing you could personally improve on? Uh, my ability to go faster. Yeah? Yeah. Goes, really? Yeah. You've been doing it for so long. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. real fast. I right. kind of take my time. Right. 4.1 seconds. Uh, what is your favorite tool? Favorite tool? Um, Jeez. You get asked this all the time if you're a mechanic. I know I did about 14 of these magazine articles where... Someone would ask you what your favorite tool is. My 12 wrench. Mine would be the, the Japanese spoke torque wrenches. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Uh, 12 seconds. <laughs> Thank you. you. You asked. <laughs> oh, I got a headache. Oh, no. Uh, what are your favorite bike graphics that you've ever used? One industry. All Two right. seconds. That's it. X-Brand Goggle Taros. Uh, that's Tony Berluti. Um, what else we got, Tits? Voicemails. Should we do those? That's up to you. Let's do them, and then we'll get out of here. It's Christmas time, damn it. Yep. Uh, Christmas bonus for you, Tits. 
You get a new. Oh, really? I got you a Christmas present. Yeah, only because Pookie told me to. Well, yep. I think maybe when you got a new iPad. The present that iPad. I got you. Uh, he has no. A I, mini I, iPad. I would, Did you get him a mini iPad? No, but uh, Swisscore has the iPad and then the mini iPad. Like, what's the sense? Why? He's giving the mini to his kid, but yeah. I got oh, you. he is. Yeah. Stupid. By the way. I have no idea what you got me, but uh-huh. when you see what I got you, you're going to feel bad Ooh. for whatever it is that you got me. Guaranteed. Wow. It sounds like you got something really nice. Yeah, yeah. From the heart. Really? Yep. Yep. Thought about God it. God knows what that could be. Oh, He's man. already done shopping? I don't know. I you're, guess. What? When I see something, I think, you know what? Who would that be good for? And he was right at the top of the list, and I said, done. Nice. You're probably pretty excited. Is it a Van Halen t-shirt? Because that'd be awesome. Nope. Uh, Who's on one? Oh, Ackerman. Uh, He wanted to say something else. Oh. What's up, man? Hey. First off, Berluti. Yeah. The the best box stand back in the day was definitely Ray Selmo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bet. All the smoke pouring out of it? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, you go. I was go. just going to say, I bet you smoked a couple of doobies with him in the back of that thing. It's Never cool. did. Sorry. No. Wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, uh, Someone's hey, cool, Watson, though. A Watson story. Oh, wait. Let's hear Somo's story. I don't have a Somo story. He, he, I like oh, that I guy. Thought... He was cool. I didn't oh, smoke right dope on. with him in the back of his box, man. Somo, aloe up. Aloe, aloe up. Oh, yeah. Right? That's that right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. Hey, I was going to say. Uh, Rollerball put Watson. Somo into the cheap seats one Supercross that I saw. There's a Somo story. Yeah, Rollerball nailed Somo. Took really? him out. Yeah, knocked him over the berm. I loved it. So I was a Rollerball, yeah. Rollerball fan, you know. He was great. Somo's the best. Um, hey, but uh, Watson used to get stuff from us and sell it on Warped Tour. Like, Get metamorphosis stuff and uh-huh. all that and sell it. Dude, and he never he never paid his bill. <laughs> he, yeah. He owes Melissa probably it. over a thousand bucks. Wow. Jeez. Watson. Love it. Yeah. So I guarantee you I'm gonna, You're gonna get some shit for that. But. Oh, he's gonna listen. He's gonna call you. Yes, he's gonna be very angry. <laughs> um Hey, but um <clears throat> good show you guys. Thanks. Hey, thanks, man. Um later. Voicemails. Right. Five eight six seven eight five seven seven zero two area code seven eight five eight six pulp. Call anytime. I had uh, twenty three messages this week from last week's show, and I nailed I narrowed them down to the best uh, five minutes and twenty six seconds. Yeah, five minutes twenty six seconds. These are the best of the best. Some would say, dedicated to Greg McCreary as usual. Uh, thank you everybody for calling in, and let's take a listen this week. What's up, Mathis? It's Gump here. Hey, I'm, uh, I was thinking after last night's call about Syracuse getting around to the Supercross, you mentioned parking being an issue. So I was thinking today a way that we could it could work is to have all the teams park at Manly Fieldhouse, which is a separate stadium from the Carrier Dome, and then like they could all bring their bikes and just leave the semis there, leave their bikes in the dome, just like they do at like uh, you know the international rounds. All the teams could have stations set up inside and just work out from there. Um, hey, if it can work for Monster Jam, it can work for Supercross. It sells out every time it goes to the Dome, so I think it would be a hit. And as far as David's dish, i got to redeem myself. I was thinking today, how about David's dirt? David dished the dirt on three people. We just picked the people. All right, guys, take it easy. Later. Out. Gump. you got to say gump out. You can't say out gump. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, okay, Syracuse, right on. I got a few tweets about this, uh, about getting a race in Syracuse, and I said, you know, that the Clear Channel guys said, or Feld guys said that the parking was an issue. And then I got all these tweets about how it wasn't an issue. I don't know. I'm just going off what I told you. I don't know anything about I, I, it. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, know I don't where know. Syracuse is. All right, let's go is to it Syracuse. A small stadium? No, I guess it's really big. Oh. Really big. Oh, right. uh, who knew? I didn't know either. But uh, all right, cool. Let's go to Syracuse. All right, can we just stop stop talking about it now. Okay. Hey guys, uh, pretty good show. Then it just went completely straight to gay now with the flow right of paying you as the man, <laughs> and then you're not the man that you love that song. I can just see you driving to Vegas. Just you, just you, pick, you pick Zeppelin, Ping picks some horrific rap song. Really? For his music, yeah. It was it's like a pop rap, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, not no. good. No. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Mathis? Just listen to the last show. Love the show. Ping, breath of fresh air, way better than that negative asshole prick loser Kenny Watson. Ooh. Keep it up, guys. Love the show. More ping. Jeez. Yeah, this is Matt from Boise. I'm just calling to express my sadness about the passing of Kenny. Um, <laughs> I uh, I know he's not dead, but uh, I hope he finds peace in his life. The guy seems very, uh, very sad. <laughs> and uh, I am not totally sold on Kenny. <laughs> he's angry. dying. What's the uh, matter? I what's think... the matter? What's what's no, just how he's saying it. He seems very sad, very angry. <laughs> hope or he something. finds peace. Yeah. <laughs> Good, this is a good time of year to find peace, right? Yeah, it is. I think he needs to keep Jesus out of the motocross, please. And no, on we got note, into I some religion. Love- we got into religion last week. Really? Uh, you know, he's a Mormon. Oh, okay. And Ping is a Christian. Troy Kennard called in, and it got deep. Ooh. All we needed to do was Ooh. bring in guns. I think we did a little bit. It started off with one guy asking an extremely sarcastic question about riders paying God back for their success you know you oh, think okay. so you know you thank god on the podium and this squad. guy's question was like well what about the dude who crashes and breaks his femur does he hate you know does god hate him of course not you know what i mean but we got deep i like them god squad guys that we've had in the past that you know later on you see him out, out uh, the club well, we, just, and we talked just... about that yeah right um yeah it's yeah. ridiculous those are the guys that drive me nuts Shorty, Kennard, absolutely, no problems. They live it. They love it. Yes, great. Absolutely. And I feel like they can just please don't get caught with hookers and blow. <laughs> I will be crushed. You know, it'll never, it'll right. never happen. You know, I can see now. Kennard arrested at Havasu. You know, I'll just be. I will jump off the tallest building because everything I believe in is now crushed. So, uh, all right. that's good. I'd like to welcome JT Money to Boise, Idaho. Um, what an awesome thing. I hope I get to see you at OMC, Peaceful Cove. And since you're living downtown, don't forget to uh, go to Bargarnica for uh, Beef Tongue Saturday. You know, uh, right. uh, JT's already feeling at home at Boise. The guy, the manager of the Pita Pit, recognized him <laughs> from the show and gives him, and says Jason Thomas does not pay for any food here. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. Can't Peter, beat that. Peter Pit. Hey, did he take anyone with him? Just himself. Just himself he doesn't dude. have a gal or no, nothing? No, no, yeah. Okay. Big, and it got, I mean, think about Florida to Idaho. Is, it, is that a permanent yeah, no move? Kid. Or is yeah, it just like no, it's a, permanent. Wow. Yeah, he's there. He's got a condo. He's everything. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, he might not lie. Like you said, it's cold as balls yeah. up there. Yeah, you can say F word. I shouldn't. Okay. That's y'all. Later. Hey, Pulp MX Spaghetti here. Um, just got the Motocross 101 by David Pingree here. 
Um, yeah, you guys hooked this up for me. Uh, hope I learned some skills and uh, appreciate the giveaway. Thank you. Steve, flip-flops and cargo shorts. Yeah, I was just listening to the show, the first one I've uh, heard without K-Dub, and uh, it, it was lacking something, definitely. A uh, little indifferent about this point, but it's still good, and I still love it. So, And also, I was uh, Ping was on the other week, and he admitted that he didn't watch a live race at all last year. And he said, and I quote, I usually don't have the channels that they're broadcasted on. And you didn't say shit. I call in, and I, you know, and I say, hey, I don't have cable, I don't have this channel, or I don't get that channel. And you blasted me a new ass, and you let Ping off scot-free. And sucker comments on it. And I'm just a fan, so. Anyway. I, Ping wasn't complaining, though. Well, no, and I have blasted Ping a new ass. Okay. Uh, many times. Uh, for being super cheap. Mm. And... I can't believe he doesn't – he watches them on YouTube or sees the highlights. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. It's so old, me blasting Ping, that I've, I'm over it. He mm. knows my feelings. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> to be a magazine guy, mm. have your job to report on races. And not watch a single one live. Yes. Unbelievable. I can't believe he admitted it. I can't believe he admitted it. I would never, ever admit that. Oh, man. Could you imagine? If no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank no, you. for sure. You should not say, I don't see any live races. I just BS it all. I mean, I guess the highlights are on the internet, so he uh, watches the highlights, you know, mm-hmm. on speed.com or whatever. But you should never admit that. It's like, yeah, man, I, uh, you know, I had sex with transvestite. It was awesome. Like, never, <laughs> like, never say that. Things you never no, say. No, no. Right. You no. keep that in a circle. I'm in the moto journal. I'm a journalist, and I do not watch live races. <laughs> yes, exactly. At all. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, what else? Is that it? Still a good show, yeah. and uh, awesome. Thanks, guys. You have a medical question for Ping. I don't know if he's going to be on there tonight, but... Uh, Can we save um, this for when Ping comes back, by the way? Can we try to save this for when Ping comes back? It's kind of funny, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll probably forget. <laughs> okay. I'll make a note. Right. He crashed and broke his bike in two. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up with this. Um, do you think he cracked his nut so hard in that crash? Is that why he wasn't able to produce a boy and ended <laughs> up uh, being stuck with two girls that, you know, obviously can't have a motocross career? Um, just a medical question. What a unique answer. Uh, sorry, sorry for him being cursed with, uh, again, with two girls. Thanks. Keep up the good work. What up, Steve? It's Will from San Diego. I uh, just wanted to leave a couple comments. Uh, last show, last Monday, was pretty awesome. Uh, Ping adds a lot to uh, the show. I think he uh, his knowledge and just uh, he's good at bullshitting kind of fits well with the show. Um, what else? Uh, the only thing I could let's say uh critique would be the sound is uh everything was uh was lower on your guys' end that when somebody called it would be super loud. So let's say I was working at whatever, working, listening to the show next day, uh callers would be loud as hell so I had to turn on my damn uh headphones. Why did I leave this call? Beside that, show's great. Um let's see, uh I don't know, I'm wondering if you ever thought about Having any uh, off-road guys 
you know, uh, X you, Pro dude. guys are current, you know. I know you're, it's an MX Supercross only show, but it would be great to hear okay, from, okay. Uh, All right, I don't know why I put this <laughs> call in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Who picks these questions? Um, all right. That's it. Berlou. Yeah. Thank Steve. you for coming by. No Appreciate problem. It. Yeah, awesome. Always um, have a good time. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to get you in more um, if it's possible and if your schedule frees up. I don't know what you're doing. Like, are you going to be in Vegas? Are you going to be down there a lot? Like, No, you know? no. I'm, I'm in Vegas. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I, that's the really great thing that they've really, they've really worked with me on that. Yeah. So, mainly um, <clears throat> they're organizing when we got the parts and stuff. You know, obviously yep. for the racing, yep. I'm going to be down there. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the California. Yeah. S- s- you s- drive back after every West Coast round, like the Anaheims and everything, San Diego. Yeah, that night. San Diego? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I just like to get Phoenix? home. Phoenix? Uh, no, I fly to Phoenix. Okay. You're gnarly, dude. I mean, Why? I try to do that. I, I It's tough. Well, depends on what you do. Well, I mean, it is tough. I'm a couple, co- couple uh, who's, who's your drink sponsor? Uh, we don't have one. Okay. A couple of Red Bulls or Monsters or whatever. I got to I gotta do that. Do you sleep at all or no? You just go no. straight through? Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can do it straight through here and there, uh, but I got to sleep. I got to pull over and get Well, I sleep. mean, if I'm struggling, I pull over. Yeah. You, you yeah. drive by yourself. There's no one with you to talk or anything like that? Uh, if there is, that's better for sure. But if not, I'm I'm northbound and down for I get, sure. I, you know what, though? I hang out, get interviews and bullshit, and I need to just get out of there like you probably right away. You know, wash the bike, do well, your prep, and get out of there. You're probably there longer than I am. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I need I need to get out of there sooner. Yeah, yeah. too much. Do my Geraldo stuff. <laughs> um, BTOSports.com, X brand goggles, FMF racing, Works Connection, AGV helmets, Tech One designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun underwear. Looking for reps. Free guns looking for reps. By the way, uh, Rockford Fosgate Race Tech and Black Ops Moto. Uh, this is our last show for this year, and thank you to all of our sponsors. You know who you are. You listen every week. Uh, we're growing and growing here on the Pulp Show, and we, we couldn't do it without you guys. And, and the fans that are listening, thank you guys for supporting these people because they're getting good feedback. So they're coming back on the show next year. Uh, we got some new guys coming in next year. We got some old guys. We may lose a couple guys. Um, it's going to be good, though. And thank you for the great 2012 season, everybody. We're going to come back next year with a next week with a year in review show. And then we may come back with a pre Anaheim show. But we're definitely going to come back on the Monday after Anaheim 1. And, yeah. Yeah, great. I'm just trying to think of anything else I need to say. But I guess thank you, everybody. Well, Steve, thanks, thanks for having me on your last show of the 2012 season. Yeah, for yeah, the, That's cool. Going out I feel, bang. Yeah, yeah, I feel special, kind of. Right. No, it's good. You're good in here. Uh, like I said before the show, you're surprisingly good. Oh, thank I, you, yeah, Steve. I didn't think you'd be this good. I thought oh. you'd just suck. But, really? No. I didn't think you'd just suck. But, um, uh, and I, I really tried hard tonight to not get any Robbie Renard stories from you. I'm like, uh, ah, it's an old well. Don't go to it. He, you know, he always gets asked. You can see how he beams up. With he, Rob- just, yeah, he just nah, did. He just did. Love some Robbie Renard. No yeah. doubt. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for tits. Thank you for your hard work this year. You're welcome. We're still in negotiations for 2013. Are, are we? Do you want to confirm that you're coming back? Can I? Is the press release out yet, or do we? No need press to... release. But if you'd like to inform the fans that we've reached a nego- we've reached a deal. It hey. was there was long and arduous. You need to get him your, that gift early. As it, soon it, as it, as soon as it's delivered, I I will be coming over that yeah, day. Yeah, it'll I'm, help I'm really you negotiate. Oh, I'm not getting it tonight. 
Uh-uh. Oh, then you're not getting your gift tonight. Oh. Oh, look, here's Hogan. Hogan. Um, no, it, it, it's being delivered. Should be here in the next day or two, actually. So you are coming back for 2013? Yes. Are you going to quit on me early? Please say no. I will give you at least notice if I'm going to yes. <laughs> more than that uh, night. Right. Thank you. Uh, but I have no plans on leaving early. Right. All right. Thanks to Ryan Villapoto, Kevin Windham, Andrew Short, Forrest Butler, my mom. Thanks, mom. And uh, <laughs> what's so funny? The interview was just great. It was. That was. Yeah, good yeah I want to get her live. I want to get her on live. <laughs> that was you cool. Know? Um, but she just <laughs> she goes to sleep. Bit, yeah. yeah, she goes to sleep. Uh, maybe we can have her back though in the new year. Sure. Give us her thoughts on the racing. Mm-hmm. She's full of like full of thoughts. Like, so she totally watches. All she all watches of it. all the speed show. Oh yeah. yeah. She'll say that 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 Villapoto that was a dirty move or like whoever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> really? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She's very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, all right, guys. Thanks everybody. Thank you, Berlute. We'll be back in 2013. Better than ever. Make sure you stick around next week and listen to the Year in Review show. Thanks again. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>